Welcome to episode 206 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series continues with volume 4, with everything we've watched from October 18th to October 25th. He'll rock stood a crazy little demon blowing his top. Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head. You gotta be real cool to hear the words he said. He did the He has demon his soul for the one he loves, so he had death on his mind. Cause my demon let him go. He gonna run through the world till he understand his pain. Somebody help him get his demon on the game. And welcome to this week's episode of the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Maddie. I'm Kyle. And I'm Adam. I'm Mega Maddie. Damn it. I'm, I totally I'm, I, that intro that I just yeah. did made my head kind of spin. You're seeing fruit flies all yeah, around you, man? going crazy. stars? So. Uh, yes, uh, we're continuing our Shocktober series. Uh, this is our seventh annual Shocktober series, and we're now on part four, or volume four, uh, where we're covering everything we watched from the 19th to 25th. If you're just tuning in, uh, this is an annual tradition we've started uh, going back actually to our old show. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just try to watch as much horror or Halloween stuff as we can throughout the month of October. Uh, and we do have a little competition going on. I was going to say friendly competition, but that'd be a lie. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 have, you get one point for a movie, uh, a half a point for a TV show that's 40 minutes to an hour, and uh, a quarter point for a 20 to 30 minute uh, show. And we tally it all up the end and uh, crown a king or queen of Halloween. Um, last year uh, was a tie, which makes no fucking sense to me how you can get a tie with it. We were like 100 <laughs> And something which is insane in it itself. Was 103. Yeah. 103. Um, uh, this year, uh, as of right now, I have a tiny bit of a lead, but not much. Uh, I'm coming in with uh, 69.75. Sweet. Uh, Adam has uh, second place, uh, 66. That's so. still crazy that you have that much of a lead. Le- less than four. Less yeah. than four points. That's usually like. Yeah. Back in the day, that yeah. would have been able to win the whole month. Uh, Maddie, uh, a little bit behind there with 51.75, but still <laughs> a, a very behind. respectable. Very, again, you could have a, a great week and we could have a bad week and you could come back, but it is going to be, it, it would, it'd be tough. You'd have to have no, to I, I think, yeah, I, I, the wind has been knocked out of myself. Like, you know what? I am going to enjoy this month and you guys go ahead and fight to the death over this one. I'm going <laughs> to hang out with my family and do what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, these episodes do tend to get kind of long, though, so I think we should just jump into them. Yeah. Uh, this year, especially because we've been watching an insane amount. Um, I guess we started off with the 19th uh, this week. Who, who wants to jump in uh, with what they've watched? Well, we got to put our, our numbers up to see what we've, we've watched so far. So the 19th. I think I'm going to take this one. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, go ahead. 
yeah, I'm, I, it's like this somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, th- so I, I, I was uh, laid up uh, uh, after a minor minor procedure. So I, I did have a kind of an advantage to start this. Uh, so I watched. I've been going through a lot of these pre-code horror uh, movies that are on uh, Criterion. Um, you know, pre-codes kind of been a difficult one to watch. In, in good quality for a while. This one is difficult because it's like a really like shocking movie that really grinds you, or is it like just that hard to find? They were hard to find. Okay. For a while. And it, it, they've got another pre-code. Uh, it's like dames or something <laughs> pre-code or something that's coming out in November that looks pretty interesting too. But I watched from 1931 Svengali. Ooh. Uh, so this is uh, about this Svengali guy. Is he like a horror host? In Chicago? Or no, no, no. no. Oh, that's Spanguli. Spanguli is yeah, a, a different guy. Uh, basically, it's Spanguli. It's 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 kind of a, a well-known story. Uh, he hypnotizes this woman uh, to basically become his. Um, uh, he's a conductor, and she, he he sees that she's got a great voice, and he knows if, but she won't do it. She doesn't know anything about singing, so he has to hypnotize her to make try to make him become his wife but she still doesn't even hypnotize no one's that good (laughs) uh and it's about kind of like she's being hypnotized he's keeping her away from her actual husband and and or or fiance and they go right off and and become a huge hit but eventually the hypnosis is like wearing him down it's basically killing him to hypnotize her all Mm. all the time it's got john barrymore in the lead who's Really, really freaking good, even under a bunch of makeup and prosthetics. Uh, I haven't seen a ton of John Barrymore, but uh, I know he's one of the early 30s kind of biggest stars. Mm -hmm. I've seen him in a couple movies. He's been really good. And he was really good in this. Uh, I don't know. Like the whole hypnosis thing, just kind of wears me down. At first, it's kind of funny. Like there's all these kind of antics that are going on. And then it gets creepy, which is cool. And then it's all about... The love story, trying to bring it back. Uh, I'm probably going to give it only six pumpkins. Roddy. Or should, should you jump in with another? Because uh, I, I, it sounds like you're in the double digits this day. Uh, sure. So I watched The Black Room. Um, this is from 1935. It's another Karloff one. This is one I think both of you guys would, would really dig. Um, it's basically, there's this... Um, a prophecy given that there will be these two sons, and the younger son will end up killing the older son. Cain and Abel. Yeah, and what's what what ends up happening is the older, because he thinks it's going to happen, turns into this awful, terrible person. But he's the ruler of the, I don't know. He's the he's a baron, so he mm. rules over the village. He's you know he's murdering women, doing all this kind of stuff. Both the brothers are played by uh, Boris Karloff. <laughs> Does one have a French accent? Like in uh, Double Impact, the John Carl Van Damme? <laughs> Unfortunately not. That oh. would have been good. He's so good, though, at playing these evil brothers. So oh, yeah. the, good, the good brother comes back, and then all of a sudden you you get, you know, um, the, the, there's a scheme going on to get him. But they're, they're supposedly going to die in the black room, which is a torture chamber. But it's been bricked up, mm-hmm. or has it? Um uh, I really, really enjoyed this. That sounds pretty dope, actually. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, seven pumpkins uh, in cool. this case. Very, very, very enjoyable. Um, <laughs> he's got a great line, the evil one, where he's eating a pear and he's talking about how great pears are and they're better than apples. He's like, Adam should have picked a pear and not, then none of these problems would have happened. <laughs> 
So uh, speaking of really good movies, I uh, watched a uh, Gabby's Dollhouse, Catoween. Have you guys watched Gabby's Dollhouse? It's this Nickelodeon show about this girl who shrinks and she goes into her dollhouse and she has a bunch of cat friends and they all like one is Kiki who does like snacks and one is uh, a baby box who does like crafts and whatnot. Is Kiki a, 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 like a derogatory slang though? I don't know, but I, like <laughs> I hope not because I've been calling my daughter Kiki all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might get myself in trouble. Uh, so anyways, yeah, it's a Halloween and uh, Gabby's dollhouse and they have these like banging songs about Halloween. Yeah. So I don't know what. Well, yeah, you give it. You know, I'm giving it a seven. I enjoy this one. So it's a, it's a, it's a full like twenty minute. Yeah, thing? it's a twenty minute episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. But they make like a banana ghosts on a stick. Like, ooh, good snacks. And they make like a bunch of like a glow lights, <laughs> and they sing a song, man. <laughs> Oh man! Even if I was a kid, I would probably still watch this because it's such a, like an earworm. It's like Halloween, Halloween, hello, hello, Halloween, Halloween. Anyways, if you listen to this song, it's gonna be in your head for a week. Uh, cool. I, I watched uh, a film from 2021. I, I believe I, want, I wanted to watch it around that time, but didn't get to it. Uh, Dash Cam. Have you guys heard of this? Found footage. Yeah, is that film? the yeah. one from Russia? No. So this is directed by Rob Savage, who I, I guess did the host. host that you guys really liked. He did mm-hmm. the. Uh, Boogeyman that just came out 2023, which is actually going to be... Covered on our next episode. Covered yeah. on our next episode. It won the it was, poll over the theme park movie, yeah. Haunted Mansion, oh, okay. which is unfortunate. Because I, I haven't heard... Well, I guess I haven't heard too many good things about it either. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we put two supposedly <laughs> terrible movies up against one another. Um, well, that just shows what horror has been like this year, right? Like, we've been trying to pick 2023, and we were kind of running out. Uh, anyways, this one stars Annie Hardy, uh, I guess who's like in real life as an actress and musician and comedian, all this shit producer um anyways she's this right-wing internet star uh she pretty much drives around and raps at night nice um she's just a terrible fucking annoying person i hated her like maddie yeah might even even be worse than maddie (laughs) she steals her friend's car after she gets kicked out of his house and then um decides oh i'm gonna go steal she's got his phone that's and he's got an uber delivery i guess his uber deliverer she's gonna steal one of his deliveries and then she goes there and the restaurant's kind of abandoned but eventually she runs in this woman and says, you know, can you transport this, it's this old frail woman, can you transport her to this place and I'll give you this large sum of money. So she takes takes on the woman and it just gets crazy and there's shit and blood and all hell breaking loose. Some of like the insanity is kind of well done for found footage. Like they do some mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Um, a lot of gross sequences and everything. But yeah, I just couldn't get over how much I, I hated that character. Yeah. It might be one of the, if I'm going to do the top 10 most hated characters in a horror film, this is, this, is, this is pretty up there. Because of that, I'm going to get this one and a half pumpkins at a time. Oh, no. Half. Wow. <laughs> one and a half. A one and a half. Yeah. Because again, there is some still crazy that's stuff still, in there. But, that's still um, that's great. a terrible score. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of this that's director. I, I didn't of... enjoy Host as much as you guys, and I'm sure I'm probably not going to enjoy Boogeyman from reading mm-hmm. up on it. That uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't think this director's for me. But um, yeah, what a weird choice. I don't get that. Like, let's do a movie where it's just driving around with this woman for an hour and a half and make her the most annoying character you possibly can mm-hmm. think of. Like, hey, Does this have a following, or is it just like because it's Rob Savage you watched it? I think, yeah, Rob Savage. I remember hearing, I remember when it first came out, I remember hearing, oh, it's so creepy. And you, you got to see, it was kind of like one of those films you got to see. And then when it got like on Shutter and got that wide release, people started being like, no, this is shit. And it started right. like that rating drop. You know, those movies yeah. that have the high rating when they play in those, those small, you know, they do a couple horror screens. And then when it actually gets that wide release, it drops. So I, I've always been curious about this one. I, I was just, and it just sounded kind of interesting. Like I found footage. You know, in a dash cam, we're just going to follow after she picks up this this uh, this strange 
woman. Mm-hmm. Again, like if they could, it could have been a good film if you picked a different lead. <laughs> yeah. I watched uh, from another kind of modern film from 2010, Garth Edwards' Monsters. I guess this is the one that kind of got him. He's uh, known for Rogue One. He just has the creator out. He did the Godzilla. I've only seen Rogue One, which I was fairly neutral mm-hmm. to negative like said, on. That might be one of the better Star Wars movies that come out in the past I, decade. But I've been, uh, yeah, a lot of people have told me. I was. It was one of those, I was. it was like a Friday night. I was exhausted, and I watched it, and I was like, ah, fucking <laughs> Star Wars. Star. I was I, uh, one day. I may give that a chance. Like in fifteen years, bring back the lightsaber, as I say. Bring back Yoda. What's he doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how wrong was I? <laughs> uh, anyways, so this is kind of the movie that got him on the map. Uh, it's about aliens have come down to Earth. They've just accepted it. There's Did a danger zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's a love story. With monsters. It's yeah. such a weird movie, but yeah, I, I try, liked it a and lot. And trying to have a message. Yeah. There's a lot of message stuff. Uh, yeah. I think it's talking about immigration and, and privilege. I don't think any of that works. Uh, I, I love Scoot uh, uh, McNary in this, though. He's the lead guy. He's this mm-hmm. photographer. He has to get this woman home. The guy owns the newspaper conglomerate, and he needs his daughter to get out of the... Mexico basically has all the aliens, and they've yeah. quarantined them off so far. Um, it didn't work for me. Uh, no, I thought no. it was a cool idea. Of, like, he was just like, a, you got to travel through yeah, this I, woods. I liked it as well. Yeah. They don't even show the monsters that much. It's no. just like, all right. The monsters here. look awful. Yeah, I remember them being pretty CGI, but you only see them in glimpses. You don't really get to see yeah, them you other get, than... The, the one sequence, you, yeah. it, it's pretty... Anyways, that's what's, that's like the only tense supposedly yeah. seen in the movie, and it, I just didn't get it. I didn't like... The interplay between the two? The, the two of them. It just felt very like... It's a rom-com. I don't know how to write dial- like okay. dialogue that well. Like, I didn't find the rom-com... Like, Scoop McCary it's, it's, tries it's not, his best. Not, not up to your rom-com standards? Not up to my rom-com. It's no failure to launch, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If you put in Aliens or Monsters in any rom-com, I'm probably into it. You know what that... Like, that might be like a good, like, all right, here's like the new... Is there is this a sub? There's this literally a movie called Love and Monsters. Have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I might be into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of looking forward to this one. Uh, a bunch of people had maybe one yeah, of you might, guys. Had to, it might have been you, Maddie. Actually, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Uh, Five point five pumpkins. Wow. Yeah. I watched uh, also uh, on your party. You were pretty much watching the last like uh, five, ten minutes of uh, Ghostbusters when Halloween was forever. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's uh, count this for me because I'm already halfway into it. Maybe the kid might be into it too. So we watched uh, when Halloween was forever from the real Ghostbusters. I like this one. It's pretty much Sam Hamm comes down and all the monsters kind of uh, come in. And yeah, we talked about it last week. But I forgot how lovable Slimer is. He is like the R2-D2 of the real Ghostbusters in this TV show. Like the kid fell in love with this with little Slimer. Ghoulie. Yeah, I, Didn't you love Slimer growing up? Everybody loves Slimer yeah. growing up. I don't know what the kids are into these days. <laughs> uh, I, I'm giving it a seven. Seven, seven yeah, pumpkins. Seven pumpkins. Seven Slimers. Seems kind of low. Uh, I, I watched uh, a show... <laughs> Um, again, just always looking for new shows, uh, Halloween specials. Letter Kenny, have any of you guys ever heard of the show? Or so one show? of the guys that I work with, uh, he's in. Like, uh, is Dan really into the show? For uh, some reason? I know Jimmy is. I think Jimmy really likes this. He's in. Uh, he's in L.A. So he started working with us and thought we would be. He'd never worked with Canadians. He thought they'd be Letter Kenny. We thought uh, we'd be kind of like Letter Kenny, like, yeah, which I've never at seen. Him all the time. <laughs> um, and 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 like references it, but no one. Like the eight 
Canadians have never <laughs> seen Letterkenny, so no one knows what he's talking about. So I got a Letterkenny beer for him the other day, but I still have not watched what, the show. Puppers or whatever it is? Yeah, pu- well, yeah. I'll just say the show the show's not for me. <laughs> it's like Trailer Park Boys. Like either you really I, yeah, love it or you don't like it. I didn't like find it. it funny. Like yeah. it's just the characters sitting around. They just kind of like do the same joke over and over mm. and over and over again. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't find it that funny that repetitive. There, there was like one or two moments that Did I. Did you like Trailer Park Boys? I've never seen Trailer Park Boys yeah, either. Oh, um, but oh. yeah, in this one, I guess uh, the 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 woman that runs a bar, she seems to think it's haunted or her. her Possibly her dead husband or something is coming back. Again, I don't know the hill of the history of the show, and they're coming to see if they can help and figure out what it is. And um, yeah, it, it wasn't funny for me. I'm going to give it four pumpkins out of 10. Not a great uh, yeah. start to the day. <laughs> uh, so I watched Blood Rage from 1987, which made our slasher list, right? Top uh, yes, slashers? yes, yes. That's the uh, that's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> I was just waiting for you guys to get to do the line. Uh, it's it's really strange. It's another. I watched. It, it, it's an oddball one, right? I watched this uh, after the black room because I was looking like what are other sibling mm-hmm. uh, movies like Good and Bad Siblings. Uh, I don't know how to explain <laughs> this movie. Basically, they're at a drive-in as kids. The one kid murders somebody. The other kid gets blamed for the murder. He goes to a mental institution. Then it you go in the future. Now they're adults years, and yeah, twenty years and it's Thanksgiving and the kid escapes. Yeah, and uh, all insanity breaks loose. A bunch of killings start happening. What did you feel about the mother? And the, I love <laughs> like so, she steals. I, I, I love that. That's cranberry's not cranberry stuff, so of course. But she kind of what an oddball, crazy performance. Like, and this is this is Louise Lasser, who's like. An actual known actress. This is what uh, was married to Woody Allen. Was in a bunch of Woody Allen movies. Uh, was in a bunch of movies in the seventies and and a TV show that was quite popular as well. Like this isn't like one of those actresses that you'll see in some of these low rent things that's never done anything. It's like oh, Louise Lasser's in this. That's kind of cool. I don't don't remember seeing her much after the seventies. She is batshit crazy in this movie. <laughs> like it's one of the strangest acting performances. But it's ever. a choice. Like she yeah, makes a choice and, she and definitely goes commits with it and it's commits like, to it. This is why I like the movie. Whenever she's just like cleaning the house, like after something's <laughs> gone wrong, give me all of that. Whenever they try to do the story about the two brothers and the killing people, I rarely care unless it's like doing something really. It's got outlandish. some good kills though. Like he chops off the guy's hand. Isn't he still holding a beer or something? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. There's some okay kills. I don't know. Like it's it's an it's an oddity that worked for me mm-hmm. i'll be talking about an oddity that didn't work for me later but this one did i'm gonna give it 6.5 pumpkins excellent uh knowing my uh kind of distaste for quote-unquote bad movies that's a good <laughs> score for me that's kind of in the pieces yeah yeah ra- yeah realm. realm where i was like this is just weird but so much of this i don't give a fuck about so I, i'm never gonna like praise it praise yeah it. so i watched uh from what year was this uh, 2005, Narori the Curse, which is a, like a Japanese found footage movie. And pretty much this guy who is like the Robert Stack of Japan goes in like he does investigative journalism trying to figure out like all like the paranormal that's going on. And he pretty much follows these clues of um, uh, this cursed family or like this cursed doll. Like, I don't know how to explain it. This movie <laughs> goes on for like two hours and there are maybe about like 
25 really good, decent, scary moments, and I don't know how I feel so is it about found this movie. Footage? It's found footage, but so it's like... Is it similar to like Incantation at all? or uh, A bit similar to that, but it's more like a... Uh, they have a, almost like a VHS segment where like they're uh, doing like, like uh, a, a, a current affairs or something like that. And they're going in there interviewing people and like trying to get to the bottom of what this is, why these people are dying, and what's what actually happening. 2005. 2005, interesting. Yeah, so like I, 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 I really dug it, but I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on it because it could be absolutely terrible or it could be amazing <laughs> like I, I feel like Lake Mungo if you watch that in uh, with not the right mindset that movie is bad and yeah. same with this one if you not watch I find this one I, I should have like not watched it at work because if you see them they're like oh that would have been really good like that would have got me if I wasn't like watching it on my phone with like a, a pot of beer boiling behind me you know what I'm saying like yeah. I feel like so I, I was hoping you guys would like check this out and like maybe next year you can check it out and let me know what you think because I think you might love this Rod, hmm. but it's on Shutter so it does look pretty bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem the only with issue. the Shutter stuff is anything black, uh, like it's uh, all like pixelated. It's pixelated. It, it's very yeah. pixelated. Yeah, that was probably this one. On that streaming service is god awful. Yeah, I mean, still promote us if you guys want, but uh. <laughs> it, it's so, too bad I want to promote it because it it has stuff. It has. Yeah, they gems. have great content, but yeah, yeah I, I just don't think I don't think they have the money, and I think like that's why. I mean, they're cheap compared to every other service, and when you quit them, they'll send you an email yeah. and say, "Hey, stay with us. Here's mm-hmm. another month," and then you quit that, and they're like, oh, "Take another month." Like, well, you can, <laughs> I find so I had uh, get several months. For I had free. it free through la- I think it was last year October. Mm-hmm. Free through Amazon. Prime. It, they gave me yep. a deal for the month. You get Shutter or whatever, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, cool." And then you had Shutter, but they actually have different things. So occasionally, I would watch it on Maddie's Shutter. <laughs> you would come over and we'd watch. Yeah, it together. we watch it together, and then uh, uh, and then I watch it. In the, the Prime one looks better. Oh yeah, that makes sense, right? But Prime doesn't look that good. Yeah, which is weird because yeah, a lot of shit on Prime looks pretty awful. Like a lot of their old films, they don't get the best transfer. Yeah. No, they just grab whatever. They, they have. But I think they're getting it curated from the Shutter people. Hmm. So, but uh, the buffering's better. Yeah, on it. yeah. Huh. It's Prime and Netflix are kind of the same. They 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 suck too. Like the blacks don't look really totally black. Yeah. You get those rings around them often. Yeah. Anyways, I'll stop t- talking about uh, Seven Pumpkins for Narari the Course. Like I feel like if I watched it again, it'd be a different circumstances. But that's a problem with this month. You don't get to choose. You just gotta watch, man. <laughs> you gotta watch, yeah. Uh. So I ended the night on a, a triple feature, um, but I guess I'll just talk about one now, and I'll talk about the rest because I know Adam's got like yeah. Like I don't have that many more. I don't have that many more. <laughs> well, the first film actually we're all going to talk about because this was the uh, choice pick uh, in the poll. It won uh, Dark Harvest from Dark Harvest. Oh, yeah. Yes, I watched this on another day. I watched this on Monday. So this is David Slade. I guess is probably most known for Thirty Days a Night, Hard Candy, um, Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. I think <laughs> huh. he's, he's done some TV. Um, I don't know if he's done too many movies. Yeah, and black. Then, uh, black. Yeah, he does. There's a Black Mirror episode. I think it's the yeah. black and white one he did. Oh, cool. And th- this is based on like a, a book that is a pretty big cult book, I believe. It has a, is, has a following. Uh, I know we've been every year. It's been it's on a so list for most anticipated this. films, and then it would not come out. Uh, so this one kind of came out of nowhere. I don't even think it was till like a couple months ago we found out that oh, it's mm. it's released and ready to come out. Uh, so yeah, this film, it, it opens up and it tells kind of the history this, uh, on every Halloween, there's a sawtooth jack who's this creature that rises from the cornfields. And it, it's, a, it's a, you have to accept it, it's a high concept film. It doesn't necessarily all make sense and you just have to yeah. go with it. 
But uh, yeah, in Halloween night, all the, the teens and everything, they have to stop this creature from making it to the church. If they lose... The crops then die. Yeah, exactly. Bad last, year. last time it happened, there was like a big dust storm. dust storm that ruined all the crops. And if you do make it, uh, you get like a, a big chunk of... Your family gets a chunk of cash, you get a new car, you and you get house. to drive out of the... the escape the town because it's one of those things where no one seems Leaves. to escape this this uh this this town um, it's like in the 1950s too so it's like a bunch of like greasers and like socias kind of yeah and, and yeah yeah that's kind of the story and then and now we cut to so you get to the opening someone wins the the one guy's brother and now this is like is it the next year i guess yeah, yeah it's one year later one year later uh now he's uh you know, he's kind of known as like, oh, they always talk about, oh, how's your brother doing? But he's kind of like the underdog of the family. He gets into trouble. He's not the big football star like his yeah. brother. He's a greaser, man. <laughs> he's a greaser. And uh, yeah, you have the them and uh, getting into um, street fights with the, the jocks and all yeah, that the, kind the of stuff. man. Um, and this is all leading up to the tournament this year. He's not allowed to enter, but he's going to anyway. There's also a, 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 a an African-American woman in there that she's not allowed to enter either. But she's gonna enter. Well, because she's a girl, right? It's yeah. only the fellas. And uh, what's it? Kind girl of, and and she's, and she's black. Colored, I oh, was it? Because okay. yeah, this is. Did we mention this takes place in like the fifties yeah. or whatever? Um, when you're saying greasers, they literally are <laughs> greasers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the story. And you have, and you know, they, when they go out, it kind of has a warrior's vibe with all their masks. Chaos, because they, 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 they. This reminds me. I don't know if you guys have read the Long Walk by Richard Bachman. Where they take like no. a bunch of like a young fellows who are like thirteen through sixteen, and they just march them, and whoever wins the long walk wins whatever they want for the rest of their life. So it's a story of these like young people just walking till they drop dead, and you have to do this. Like this is part of your curse. So I feel like this feels like a, a Stephen King novel. Like as you like walking, they lock these guys up in their room for three days and starve them. Which I don't. That's then, one thing I don't understand because. Yeah. Like that's not part of the rules. It looks. It seems like the parents just do that. I think it's part of the rules. Yeah, it's part of the rules. Oh, because you kind of want them feral, and you want them to eat the candy that's yeah, inside so that's of Stingy the, Jack. They, they, the the town tells every, you have to lock up oh, your kids. Because yeah, the one yeah. the one kid did. I guess because he's breaking all the rules. No, he's not supposed to be in the competition. Yeah, yeah because the, once his brother wins, he's also much... very stupid. So yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah, I'm yeah. defending this. Yeah. Uh, I I do like the. I only really like two shots in this whole movie. The one is when those kids are walking around their rooms is the overhead shot. Yeah. And you see the overlay of all the rooms. Really, really uh, cool. excellent. And you can kind of get like the energy. Uh, and then I thought the the very final shot was was well done. Well, I, I like the look of the creature. A Creature's lot. amazing like, uh, looking. Yeah. yeah. There's some times where he's like shooting fire, and I I kind of like the whole the mythology behind it. If it mm. doesn't even if it doesn't make sense, like how where that creature is from. Did you guys? Like the second something, like pretty soon. Do you, do you figure out the? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I my the first is, twenty minutes. I'm like, okay, this movie's really cool, but like, it's like, okay, yeah. Like I just after, don't like, no, like don't pretend it's a big mystery. Yeah. Like what that is. Like don't pretend you have this great mystery when well, your mystery is so know obvious. I, I don't know if I knew that. That's yeah. I, I don't know if I figured out the origin of the creature, but I knew like about. Mm -hmm. What happens when you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, I, 
I don't know. I, I guess I'm in the minority because I actually had a lot of fun with this. This is one of my favorite movies I've seen this oh, yeah. year. I, I, to me, this is going to become like a, a Halloween tradition. Uh, cool. I think I had issues with it. There's a ton mm. of issues. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. But like, I love them all in the costumes. The gore is insane. Yeah. The, the violence is, is pretty crazy in this. I like almost like the purge like of the first, like uh, when the kids are first let, let out. Let loose. Like, that was yeah. like, so much. Yeah. Once, I love the look uh, of the once they go deeper into. The actual story is when I, it really fell I didn't apart care about the me. story, but I don't think yeah. that. That takes up too much. Like that kind I think of that's is, a back half of this. That's movie. a back half. Of but the even movie, yeah, yeah. But while that's happening, you still have the creature tearing people apart, right? He's, yeah. He kind of at that point, you got you don't have much of the creature. You got more like of the, the scene cop where he opens dad. up and the and they're all hiding out in the. Uh, so the, the, that's, the, is yeah, that's a, that scene's great. Like uh, I love the kid in the window too. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was awesome. That was, a, that was that, I just feel like this feels like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Again, I, I it I, looks some of the kills are really cruel as well. Like some of these like kids, like ah, oh, they don't deserve to die. Yeah. But like, yeah, you kind of feel bad for a few of them. Yeah, it's very like I found him quite mean spirited. Yeah, and I don't know why. I love um, uh, Luke Kirby as the the cop. He's the mm. movie I want to be in that movie where he is just like fucking eating up scenery. He's incredible. In, yeah. in the movie, even I, the dad. I'm like. That guy is Jeremy I, Davies. He is so familiar. Like, where is this guy? He's saving Private Ryan. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I usually like Jeremy yeah. Davies a lot. Like, I liked him in Black Phone. Is mm-hmm. I thought the parents were a little over the top. Like, when the mom starts doing yeah. her thing, that was yeah. like, that almost felt like a different film. Even though this film totally is a bit all over the place, but uh, I don't know. To I me, I just like, didn't like. You like the kids though? They weren't the most likable, but I don't know. I, I kind of had fun with them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't. Be in the in the in the driver in the in in the back seat yeah. with those kids. I, I just there's something about it. Something about the storyline that just cheap felt cheap to me. It's one of the, like the most unique stories though in a long time. I love the like the it, even if it is messy. It's so like unique the, the idea behind it. Like I just there's nothing else really like this. Right? I just like, don't think they ex- like it. And again, it falls back on like a melodrama that I just don't care about. I if it was just all about the sawtooth Jack. I just, I just find where they take that. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm I was not saying, interested. The first one, they, the story is amazing. This is amazing. Then, the, like the last half, where they kind of get into like everything to do with the town and whatnot. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, okay, this is a bit of a. I, I almost would have rather to be like leaned harder into supernatural or something. Like, there's definitely a, that aspect, but it, it seems like not. Yeah, go, go, to go me. Children of the Corn on that kind of deal. Um. I'm yeah. gonna give it seven pumpkins. I I, I, I had fun with this. Yeah, I'm gonna give it five point five pumpkins. Yeah. Uh seven and a half for me. I'm like right between seven yeah. and a half and eight. It's like a seven point. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish that they really uh leaned into a still one of my favorite <laughs> horror movies. I mean, not saying that this has been a great year for horror films, but I think yeah. I've liked this more than I think you've only seen like a handful too. Five right? or six, yeah. yeah. But I would I, again when we were trying to choose like new ones. For sure. Well, a bunch of stuff isn't like... on streaming too yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think I think the big one I haven't seen is Talk to, Talk me. to me. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> what else is there? Haunting in Venice? You haven't seen that one yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, VHS, have, you, have, have you watched VHS yet? No, but I you know, I doubt that's gonna be a big one in um, Haunted Mansion. Anyways, uh, there was yeah. Cobweb, there's a few Co- others. Cobweb, Cobweb, but yeah, Cobweb could be another mm-hmm. other one, but Cobweb seems to be like it's either the worst film of the year or it's the best film of the year. Like that film seems to be like you're either down with where where they where go or you're, it doesn't seem like there's a middle ground for that one. Um, so yeah, I, I am curious about Cobweb. But yeah, I think Cobweb and Talk to Me are the the two that I guess have a chance of 
changing my opinion. But I, you know, I'm sure VHS and all these other ones will be fine. But like, if those mm. are breaking in the top ten, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. Anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 I was like you, Maddie. Like first ten minutes was like this is great. I don't really love the how they like made this look, but it's still like a such a like Kyle yeah. said, such a cool concept. But um. Uh, I watched two episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. What balls do you have to to call? This is uh, season four, episode seven. They call it the Pine Barrens. Oh, oh, oh wow! So just I it, don't I don't know. It's you don't Sopranos, know the like the one Sopranos. of the best episodes of Sopranos. Considered maybe the one of the greatest episodes of TV ever, yeah. and they call it the Pine Barrens. That's just like. No, we're fucking good. We can pull this off, and they do. It's uh, they go on a hunting trip with uh, Shawnee and and Nandor and Laszlo are are fighting about things, and it's you know the the competition yeah. there is really funny. But you also have this great girls' night out um, where they're watching Mamma Mia <laughs> with like the the guide and the doll and oh, Nadia. that's awesome. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's really really uh, it's great, and then and uh, Guillermo brings his whole family over to the house while they're having the girls' night out thing, and you know there's they're all Van Helsing's. Oh, that's amazing! Very good. I'm gonna give it uh, eight pumpkins, I think. And oh, so now, the season picks up. Yeah, yeah, the season definitely picks up. Well, uh, I thought there was a couple last episode that you talked about that you really liked. Yeah, Private mm. School. Like, I, th- oh, I, th- I thought it, like the first episode or two you were kind of worried, and then I thought it like was starting to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. it, it I'm it only uh, I'm only up to episode two of this season, so um, it gets better. Yeah, yeah. Those are the some of the weakest episodes of this of this show. Of the run is what yeah. I'm. Uh, and then go flip yourself. The mansion gets a makeover. You know that show that Laszlo's <laughs> yeah. obsessed with. This That's one's amazing. amazing. It's so good. I don't want to give anything away to you, Maddie, because the, the reveal is is great. But basically, it's shot like one of those home improvement shows. Oh, that's awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, 8.5 Pumpkins. Uh, this show does not disappoint. Well. Uh, I watched Mausoleum. This is one that you watched last year or this year? This year. Uh, I, you, I think last year and this year. <laughs> this movie is batshit crazy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty much this uh, one girl who is a mom is getting buried. Uh, she's upset, so she goes to this mausoleum where she gets inhibited by this demon that takes... I don't. The plot in this is very convoluted and very crazy. What's going on is this girl, uh, 10 years, 20 years later, uh, she is married to this fella, and the demon takes over. And it's pretty much she goes nuts and starts murdering uh, the gardener, uh, the gardener's buddy who's dropping off flowers and just have you. And it's like insane. The way colors. she does the kills, it's just like the, I love the one with the painting. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an insane movie. Yeah. It is. Very, I don't even know how to describe this other than like. <laughs> It's a vinegar syndrome film. I think that yeah. kind of explains the, the, the it plot. All. Doesn't really need mean much, but it's pretty much it's just, in your typical possession yeah, film, right? Like, that's pretty much it. But seventies, so you get some of that like nice little the demon lighting titties? as well. The demon titties, <laughs> <laughs> like there's not enough demon titties in my life. Is what I'm thinking. So she takes off her top, and like they pretty much parade her around this entire movie topless. Oh, topless, yeah. yeah. So there's one time you're thinking, okay, here are her boobs again. Because she's seducing out, all the people before she kills. Yeah, of them, course. Right? That's, that's <laughs> what you do when you have a, a European model as your uh, lead. <laughs> she takes off her top, and it turns out it's like she goes to hug the fella, and he, she's like, ah, what the fuck, and like pulls back, and like there are two demon faces, boobs, like <laughs> on chomping on him. Yeah, this movie's actually. 
ton of fun. I, I, Six point five is what I'm thinking. The plot really goes nowhere, but I don't really think you need it. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're watching these films for plot. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I mentioned I did kind of a triple feature. So I, I the second film on the list was Pumpkinhead. I thought that would oh, kind of yeah, I was go hoping to watch together. this actually. Uh, I actually just got this on 4K. Sorry, I've been wanting to watch it. This is directed by Stan Winston, uh, stars Lance Hendrickson, one of his better mm-hmm. roles. Uh, pretty much, he's you know in this sick town, runs this little shop with his son. These tourists come and they're you know parading around on their dirt bikes, and there's an accident. They hit his son uh, and kill his son. And so he goes to the uh, the witch in the town and in the swamp um, and uh, he wants vengeance. Uh, so she asks him to go dig up this kind of deformed creature mm. child thing. I don't know. Brings it back and the blood mixes and it creates uh, pumpkin, pumpkin head. head. She kind of warns him like, once you release this, there's, there's no turning back. Um, yeah, I just, I love the design of Pumpkinhead. I, I think this film just oozes atmosphere. I don't think it gets enough credit for that. I mean, it's Stan Winston. I don't think he directed too many films, but mm-hmm. the lighting and the, the blue lighting, the fog and everything. I mean, I, I guess I'm not going to say it's expertly directed, but it definitely yeah, yeah, looks good as far as atmosphere is concerned. I, I'm a huge fan of this film, and I've, I've liked it more and more. I've never seen this one. This was one I was almost going to pick. In the, It was between this and the other film uh, that I uh, that, th- that I won't that, say. that. Uh, that is, yeah, for later for you to pick for our, our last episode. But it was it was between this and the other one. I went with the other one. But yeah, I, I just I don't know how you'd you'd feel about this one. But I I, I love this film. Uh, I'm gonna give it eight pumpkins out of ten. Ooh. Yeah, um, that makes sense. It's one that's kind of grown on me. Uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about a movie, the the Gin. Uh, so oh, with the little fella. Yeah, have you seen this? Yeah, I watched this actually. Did you write like this? This yeah, week, well, this or? week I think I oh. what, what did I have this written down? Yeah, I think I watched it on the twenty first or something like that. Uh, so it's from twenty twenty one. I watched this. Uh, these guys, it's it's two directors, David uh, Charbonnier and Justin Powell. I watched their movie, The Boy Behind the Door. Uh, it's almost the exact same oh, thing as I had the last time. Um, great little kid lead performance, but it it just doesn't. Like that, that one just felt like they kept repeating themselves, and this one feels like the same thing. It feels like an anthology story. I, I, it's only like an hour and twenty minutes, and it outstays its welcome. Yeah, like that's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, you know what? This is a cool story, but it it just kept going and going mm. and going nowhere new. And I I found the stuff with the backstory and what the kids having to face. I the ending, yeah. Is awesome. I guess it's the kid starts off. He can't speak, so he brings up this wish where like you have to like summon this demon. That he finds his book when he moved to this new house. How to summon a demon to fulfill your wish? And as you know, when you find a book of spells, it never goes right. Yeah. So he wants to have a voice, and he summons this jinn. And you have to spend an hour in this house with this jinn and survive. I, so. I watched the film with the jinn that I'm going to talk about later on too. Oh, yeah. but, interesting. Uh, not this one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. I just, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I do wish this, this feels like an anthology, like a a, a strong... A strong anthology. If, if this is a half an hour... Yeah. I think works. this is this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an hour 25-ish... Yeah, it doesn't really... It, it, it doesn't really work. Um, I think I'm going to give it 5.5 pumpkins, unfortunately. I just yeah, can't I ever give see... Yeah, I can't see going back. These guys definitely have something about them that I find is really interesting. It's just that they haven't really put a story that warrants a feature length yet mm-hmm. 
I didn't have the one written down, so that's why I'm like, oh, wait, when did I watch this? Like, oh, yeah, it was Saturday. <laughs> so thank you. That's an extra point. I thought I did pretty poorly this week. Uh, and then, yeah, so I finished off the night with Scarecrows from 1988. Uh, this is one that's always, I've always stuck with yeah, me as a child. Jam, right? I always liked, I, well, I don't know. I, I don't think I liked the movie, but I've always remembered it as a kid. I, so I remember when it hit Blu-ray, I was like so excited. It's like, oh, this is a film I've been yeah. trying to find for the longest time. So yeah, it opens up these a group of mercenaries. They steal $3 million. They take a pilot and his daughter hostage uh, to escape in the plane. And then uh, while they're out there, they're sleeping or whatever, one of the soldiers... Uh, takes all the money, throws it out the plane, jumps out himself with a parachute, and he throws a grenade. He's going to blow them up and steal all the money for himself. Um, but they're able to get the grenade out, and uh, now they're going to hunt this this guy. And he happens to land in this abandoned farmhouse where there are the creepiest scarecrows uh, on display there. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much the scarecrows come alive and start knocking off the soldiers. Um, I, I love the bit, the first bit, where they're kind of taunting him on the headsets. Um, I do feel like it loses, you know, I, again, none of these characters are, like, anytime you have a film, it's very rare, but anytime you have a film with a bunch of soldiers, I'm usually not going to be interested yeah. with that macho character uh, talk. Unless it's Predator. Man, unless it's pre- yeah, and that, that, and that, yeah, Predator's fucking amazing. But that's rare. All those characters yeah. are so unique, whereas this kind of, they all kind of blend in. Um, and then even the hostage is kind of boring. But yeah, the, the one thing I will say, like, I think the kills are pretty great. And the Scarecrows, these are, arguably the yeah. best scarecrows on film. Um, I'm going to, I can only give it six and a half pumpkins. Yeah. So just because, you know, outside of the scarecrows and the kills, there's, there's not a whole lot of story. It's, it's going not the on most there. exciting uh, movie to, to fill that hour and a half, but it is one. I mean, I, I'm going to go back to this. I tend to always go back to it and enjoy it uh, for nostalgia's sake. But mm. uh, yeah. Uh, and I finished the night off with uh, a grim episode. Oh yeah. This is uh, Lycanthropy. Uh, so this is a werewolf int- episode. It's interesting how they bring out the werewolf's ideas. It's it's a co- mm. cool episode. Uh, another solid grim episode. I'm gonna give it uh, seven pumpkins. Awesome. I uh, I did I talk about this last week? Home Improvement season five episode six. Let them eat cake. I don't think so. Maybe I was just talking so. to you about this in the car. Uh, pretty much, uh, uh, Brad's throwing this Halloween party, and uh, there's not much. Oh, Halloween maybe yeah. This is like the, the the least Halloween. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with this at all. Yeah. Like, I had to sit through a home improvement, and there wasn't any <laughs> Halloween. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm giving it. Four. Yeah, I usually skip this one when yeah. I go through their Halloween specials because it it it's one of those ones. Where it's like it is Halloween, but, but it's, it's kind not, of an afterthought because yeah. Brad's party's not even Halloween, right? No, now. it's not a Halloween he's, party. He's, he's, too, just, he's too cool for it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that, that's it for the 19th. Uh, let's move on to the 20th. Okay, I'm going, go, go I guess, first. I watched uh, a movie that I think just missed our top 100 shock, uh, slasher list, but maybe it, maybe it snuck in there. Don't go in the house. Did it sneak in there? I think it did. That's one with the, uh, the flamethrower? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was like I was the only one that voted for it, I think. Uh, I, I hadn't seen it, so yeah. I know I hadn't. Did you uh, vote for this or no? No, I've never seen it. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's basically this guy who... <laughs> okay, it's not Psycho with the flamethrower, but like they're, they're aping. It's a lot of Psycho. Yeah. There's a lot of mommy issues in yeah. this one. Guy definitely has some, some things to get through, and he, come, he sees kind of a terrible accident at work and he does nothing because he's afraid of fire because of things his mom has done mm-hmm. to him. Comes home, mom is dead. He 
starts like losing his mind more and killing people and killing women and, and burning them. With he builds a pretty much a a, a, incinerator. a, a, a tinder bo- yeah. box and uh, there's a bunch of good disco dancing in this one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like like a a flame scene where he like a, 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 a disfigures a girl with a candle, right? Like in the disco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he also starts dancing. Like once he knows his mom's dead, he the first thing he does is is like turn on disco and kind of move around the house, which is kind of fun. I don't think the lead performance. They you were upset because they didn't do the burn baby burn. <laughs> Could get the rights. They didn't do birth disco inferno. That's that's what you were. Uh. The soundtrack's cool. <laughs> Same guy that did Blood Rage, which I like that soundtrack. Didn't mm-hmm. talk about that. Uh, I don't... Blood. The lead performance isn't great. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, like, crazy enough for it actually to be that memorable. There's a lot of religious stuff yeah. in this as well that I just... <laughs> didn't keep going. Move past this. Burned over. Uh, and the, he just goes shopping for, like, five to ten minutes at one point. Oh, and then, at the store, because he's buying, what, clothes or, yeah. like, fishing? Yeah. But he's, like, trying to flirt with the girl and, like, really failing? Uh, Is that uh, the one? No, I think he just, with the, he flirts with somebody maybe after, before oh, okay. he's wearing the clothes, and then he wears the clothes and he's a cool dude. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they do have a montage yeah, in there, they, don't they? they? You guys are not selling me on this film. No, 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 I get it. <laughs> you might actually like this. It, it, it does seem like you're... Yeah, your kind of thing. I'd be surprised if you're like, this movie's amazing. I'm, I'm not selling it because it, I did yeah. not like this movie at all. Uh, I'm going to give it four pumpkins. Oh, yeah. Just oh. didn't get on the wavelength of, like with Blood Rage, I at least got on kind of an insanity you wavelength. Think, okay, there's this one scene where he brings this new charred corpse in to this room full of other charred corpses, and he introduces it to this room full of charred corpses. And it's his favorite. And, and, yeah, and, and, I was like, they're going like, he's like, okay, guys, now behave. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't include her just because... <laughs> you, I think that's the scene that sold me on this when you were talking about yeah. it. But I just like, I don't want to hear that guy talk like doing monologues. I just, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, it just didn't connect with me. Uh, so I, I did a, a Cor- Roger Corman double feature. Um, I think you guys have talked about both these and liked both of these. I believe so. The first one uh, from 1959, A Bucket of Blood. Uh, this, of course, yeah, I like stars this movie. Dick Miller, uh, our boy Dick Miller. Uh, he plays this busboy at a beatnik bar. Uh, he's kind of inspired by the poetry to create his own art, uh, and he wants so he wants to work on a clay sculpture, and he, he's just struggling with it, and it's not really working out. And while he's doing it, he hears like a cat meowing and finds a cat like in the walls. Oh, yeah. So he gets a knife. He's going to try to cut it out, but he accidentally stabs the cat. Yeah. And then he gets the inspiration. Well, I'll use that as my sculpture. So he covers his cat with a knife, covered in, all, covers it on clay, literally with the knife still sticking out. And all the beatniks are like, "Oh, oh my God, that's that's a work of art. You're you're a true artist." And uh, and he's just loving this attention he's now getting. Uh, and then some girl at the bar is like, oh, "You're so good," and she gives him like some kind of some drugs. I forget what it was. Um, and so the, the poli- there's a policeman at the bar, and a narc uh, sees him, kind of follows him home, and uh, you know thinks he's a drug dealer, and you know he ends up getting killed. And so same thing, covers him in clay, and then that's kind of the film. He's either accidentally or he gets to the point where he's actually starting to kill these people now because he needs that new piece of art to impress the people. He's, I love Dick he's Miller. He's becoming in this. the star. He's so yeah, bad. oh, he's so fun. I think he makes a film. 
Uh, yeah, I, I had quite a bit of fun with this. I, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. It, I think that's what I gave it as well. I don't think it's too long, too. Um, no, it's. I think I. I, I, I think, think it's a, an, an hour, hour ten, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I had a blast with it, and I guess I'll talk really quickly about the other one because it kind of goes with it. So the other Roger Corman was Little Shop of Horrors oh, in nice. 1960. Yeah. Never seen this film. Always wanted to. I was just waiting for a good Blu-ray. It has not come yet, so. Um, I figure uh, I was just going to do it on here on streaming. Is Jack Nicholson in this um, one as well? Did you watch it on, on uh, Canopy? I think I did watch it yeah. on Canopy. Yeah, because they're... they're uh, I remember I tried watching this on YouTube maybe. It was a good trip for wherever I watched it. Yeah. there was one on Prime as well that wasn't that great. Yeah, it, but the Canopy one's quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you watch these, you download these old movies and then it turns out they're like color versions, which is like... Yeah. I think I actually did, did that for... I think it was this one actually. I got it from Amazon and it was a colorized version, so I deleted that and searched elsewhere and then found the, the black I I, I I think... Two years in a row, I watched the like I started on Shocktober watching and be like, I can't fucking watch yeah. this. This is so yeah. bad. Uh, so Dick Miller does have a small cameo on this one. He's not the star though. He's a weird guy that's always eating flowers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack Nicholson is in this. He's the guy that like I think is the Bill Murray role where he goes to the uh, the dentist in, yeah, in he the wants remake, the pain. and he he loves the pain. It actually follows the remake quite a bit, although the remake is of course a musical. Um, I didn't. I mean, Jonathan Hayes as Seymour was okay, but I almost think like maybe Dick Miller yeah. would have been the better Seymour. Um, and I, I do like the 80s. I couldn't help like comparing the yeah. two. The 80s yeah. is better. But I mean, again, considering this is the original, this 1960, it's no budget. Like I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Yeah, no, like both of um, these movies you're talking about are... Yeah. No, like yeah. he had no budget in the 60s, Yeah, but these movies had no budget. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably give it. Uh, I liked it a little less than. Um, than of blood. Uh, yeah, sorry, bucket of blood. I'm gonna go six and a half pumpkins. But again, mm-hmm. glad I saw it, and it's it's one if it ever does get a, a collector's edition Blu-ray. I'd love to uh, revisit it. Uh, it. It still is quite fun. Um, yeah, you would. So um, <laughs> I watched some later day Treehouse of Horrors. Like uh, I went from a Treehouse. Um, this is a Skinamax. Uh, like the parody. Tell me you didn't pull yeah. out that USB again. No, buddy. no, no, I didn't. These, these, these are newer ones. Okay. So I went from uh, the 600th episode. Oh, I of thought the he Simpsons. was. I thought you were watching like like of whores. Yeah, yeah. Treehouse of whores. Yeah, Barton <laughs> Bart Skankson, I believe, is the, the name of it. <laughs> no, uh, the 600th episode. Uh, they open up with like them shopping. Sorry, for, which one? Uh, it's their 600th episode. It would be a Treehouse um, 29, I believe. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, you know, 29, 28. This would be 27, actually. Treehouse 4, 27. So um, it uh, starts off with them, like, it's a 600 episode. Starts off with them going shopping for a Christmas tree, which is really weird. And then it does a uh, Planet of the Apes couch gag, which is also really weird. Then it does a Hunger Games parody. And then there's a really cool episode. Uh, an interesting How did you talk about this one one year on the? I did. I, I, I went through them all. Yeah, yeah you went through um, all of them last year. So you got up to twenty nine. Uh, I've done them all actually. I just have to do the new one, which I'm going to try to do this year. Yeah, actually, I watched that today as well. Okay. Uh, so yes, yeah, so this one. Yeah, and there's uh, Lisa's best friend where she has this best friend who's a ghost who keeps killing her best friends. It's like, uh, which I thought was such a cool idea. And then it ends with Mo Finger, which is a take on the Kingsman. 
Oh, oh perfect. Oh, yeah, really this is weird. awful. This yeah. Is awful. I was not impressed with the one at all. Five you need pumpkins. to, like, from now on, when I revisit these, I'm going to yeah. look up on Wikipedia what the, yeah, the segments are and be like, okay, yep, not doing that one. Because right away, <laughs> I could read this, and it's like, Dry Hard, BFF, RIP, and Mo Finger. Uh, yeah, I'm not watching any of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next year, there was actually a pretty decent one. Uh, it was a Treehouse uh, 28, I think. Yeah, 28, season 28. 28. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with a Sarge's Party parody. And eh, not that great, but they're all Halloween. Oh candy. yeah, this, this is a this is sausage like, party parody. But they're all Halloween candy, like weird. <laughs> but that was like the opening. No, this is actually the opening. This is like probably the best of the. I was about ones. to say that. Yeah. Then they do an Exorcist, which is really good with Maggie being possessed. They do a Coraline in the uh, animation style of Coraline, which is really good. And then they do Homer eats himself, where like that he, is the most disturbing scene. It this episode really ever. is. He actually cuts off his thumb. And he's like, mm, "That's tasty." So he actually like. He starts like slowly like chopping off a piece yeah. and then cooking himself and eating himself because he realizes it's tasty. And it gets to the point where he's all skinny because he's like yeah. it's a pretty it's brutal. For yeah. a kids' car- like not I guess not a kids' cartoon, but for a cartoon, it's just uh, that I don't know something about that episode. Like yeah, I would give this one seven uh, pumpkins. Like it's uh, yeah. for the later series Treehouse of Horrors. This was it's up there. Yeah. So I I uh, did what you guys asked of me. And uh, I, I, I watched Criminally Insane, a.k.a. Crazy Fat Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? you poor son of a bitch. What were you thinking? I mean, I, I fucking love that movie, but I, I can't believe you put yourself through that. Uh, <laughs> I don't have $80, just four fifty. <laughs> oh, uh, man. It is... I enjoyed this more than what, from your description... It it is bad. It's a bad yeah. bad movie. It's it's the horribly director made. tries to do like these artistic things. I and love it's like <laughs> all. So he does these like slow mos, yeah. repeated sections of video, just getting like click 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 like the same <laughs> nonsensical like. Why am I seeing this guy's head move three times in a row? It looks just like the film fucked up, and he was like, "Cut it, keep it." <laughs> The dialogue is bonk bonkers. Yeah. I do love the, the audio. The whole, is the whole thing pretty much starts because she wants food, food. and her, her yeah. mom's locked it away. It's the most <laughs> offensive thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the cops like are are coming to get her because the guy that was delivering her food, she you know killed him for the food, and then but how does she keep getting food? That's my question. They never really go into that. Well, the, yeah. She, well, she kills the guy that is delivering the food, and then. I'm assuming every time she kills someone, they probably have money on them. Her, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming her mother had mo- money in the house somewhere too, right? Well, like, she only had four fifty. Uh, huh. Uh, anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never watch this movie ever again. Because part two is better. You, oh, that's, I don't that's, know that's if your I go-to. Could, I think, and then there's Death Nurse and Death Nurse yeah. too. You got to watch all four. I don't think I could. I, I at first, I was no. Like, you would hate part two because part two. I'm not even joking. Is sixty percent, maybe even seventy percent of. Part yeah, one, if I remember, maybe all. it's not that much, but it's like fifty. So, never bored was my review, but never want to see again. <laughs> so, if the second one I'll, is I'll making t- me see it I'll again, I think that is a compliment, yeah. <laughs> or as a as a as a as a win, as a win. Yeah, it's a, the, my second four pumpkins in a row to start off. Um, That's not a good day. I do get redeemed. I'll just go into it right away, yeah, of course, because uh, I want to be redeemed. I want us all to be redeemed in the light of 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 the. Of the Lord, uh, Shock <laughs> October Man, uh, Horror Express from 1972. Have you 
have you seen this, Maddie? I, I think I, Kyle, you. Yeah, I, uh, I like don't that. know. What, 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 what's the applause? So this this is uh, basically uh, this express train that's going through Russia uh, has Christopher Lee as this scientist dude, this this guy that's got an expedition. He's brought back basically a frozen body of a prehistoric man. Oh no, I and haven't seen that. He's got it on in the back cargo and. The prehistoric man, there's something off about it. People instantly just start, like, there's a guy that tries to break into it earlier, and his eyes go all white, and he's blind. Oh, he got the milky eye? Uh, And it's basically now they're on the train. It's Peter Cushing, who's, I don't know, like, I don't really understand why Peter Cushing has to be a big part of this, but he is. He's just like a a proper Englishman on the train that's, you know, curious about everybody. No, listen here. You uh, have this train, and I'm I'm, I'm interested in this. (laughs) He's basically just a gossip uh, in in a way. And then you have a count and a count's wife, this, like, gorgeous woman who I've never seen in anything else. I can't remember the actress's name. and it just builds up this mystery, like what is in Did this box? Did you mention box? the other actors, big actors, though? Well, they're not there yet. Oh, okay. I guess it's got uh, Tally Savalas. Tally Savalas, uh, yeah. Who just chews scenery in like a Bronx accent, <laughs> accent as a Russian commander. It, it, it's it's awesome. so, so uh, He's awesome. He doesn't come in till like, I think there's only like ha- half an hour left in the film, but... And he's only maybe in it for twenty minutes, but he owns his section of the of the movie, and it's basically them finding out like this thing starts killing people, and the mystery behind what this thing actually is is really really cool. It's really interesting. Um, Apparently, it's a very loose adaptation of Who Goes There, which is also the thing, and the thing from another world yeah. is kind of based on. Yeah, like that yeah. seems right. Mm-hmm. It, it, I got thing vibes. Yeah, uh, it's different though. It's almost it's almost like an Agatha Christie murder mystery in with a sci-fi yeah. horror. Well, and Christopher Lee's kind of playing, isn't he? Kind of playing like a Sherlock Holmes like role because he's done Sherlock Holmes and some stuff. Before. He's not really Sherlock Holmes. He's kind of just like an arrogant asshole. That, <laughs> That's that, Sherlock Holmes, though. <laughs> I guess, but he's not. He's he thinks he knows everything, but he's not well, actually he, that interested in what's killing it. He's interested in keeping his. Prize possession more than anything else. He does kind. Of, him and Cushing do go on. Like the, who, who's the hero that's trying to stop it? Is it Lee or is it Cushing? Both of them. Oh, eventually, okay. they kind of come together and they're the hero, the joint heroes of the movie. You you have a uh, inspector. There's an inspector there who's great in it. I've never seen this guy Julio Pena in, in anything before. Uh, but he kind of something get der- derails him. Uh, I think I'm gonna give this eight pumpkins. This Ooh, is wow. this is like a, a highlight for me. I really really enjoyed this. I think you liked it even more than me, but it is one I've been wanting to revisit because I had the originally it was like a shitty Blu-ray. It was hard to find a good transfer, and then I think Arrow put it out a couple years back. It's supposed to be the best one. I watch believe it. I saw the Arrow transfer on yeah uh, Canopy. Okay. Um, it does fall apart a little bit at the end with the action sequences, but I was just like so into it. I, I probably was already like, oh, this is gonna be like, this is gonna be like, top hundred horror. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's that. It's just below that. Still, still a good find for October, man. After uh, don't go in the house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your crazy I mean, fat yeah, Ethel. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, palate might have been tainted a little bit. Like maybe the movie's average, and you're just kind of like, oh wow, what is this? Ritz, this is awesome. Uh, there might be a little bit of that yeah. after like both of those back to back is like maybe I just don't watch movies today. Yeah. Uh, but I did. 
Another 10 more to go. Uh, I, I finished off the night with a, another double feature. Uh, I've been trying to get these in as much as I can. I've been trying to at least do a double feature a night. Uh, this one I went through kind of kind of a genie gin, gin um, uh, theme. So I start off with Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball <laughs> Bolorama. No, part two, though. Oh, so I, I, I had fun with part one. Yeah. This was from 2022. I did not have fun with this right. film. <laughs> this is like terrible acting, terrible look, low budget. It, it's like everything that was like great about the last one. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say about this. I, I watched it on um, Tubby? Tubby? It's Tubby in this house. Tubby. It's Tubby for the world. So here's the thing. It was edited. Have you guys ever seen that? There's no. a scene where a girl showering and it was all pixelated and I was like, oh, maybe they did that to make a PG. And I looked up and it's like, no, that's not supposed to be. And then some review commented the same thing that, like, the tubby version you have was edited. Or, oh. or, or d- d- I wonder if you have parental controls. No, because yeah. again, like, I've, on tubby, I've seen other, yeah. <laughs> I've watched okay. a bunch of other stuff. No, because, yeah, a, another reviewer said the same thing. <laughs> like, such a smug, like a, like a wiry smile. Like, yeah, I've watched other, other things. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some stuff. <laughs> I don't go to Tubby for my point. I, wa- I go to Vinegar Syndrome. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I go to City TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, for sure. Uh, that, that City TV made me a man. But, um, <laughs> no, yeah. Everywhere. It, it's like, because if this was something where it was like, you know, some kind of thing like that, they would probably just cut it out. Like, they kept the scene in. They just pixelated that it. That seems weird. Um, anyways, that would have probably been the only thing that I would have liked about the movie. Yeah. I'm going to give it two and a half pumpkins out of ten. I'm not going to even wow. talking about no, it. No wonder that. you've been kind of like... So the last episode, balls. Uh, if you weren't listening, Kyle, Kyle got a little bit sour on, on Shocktober there for a second. And... But he'd already watched this movie. I by got that sour because I'm watching four movies a day, and I'm still not. You know, you're catching up. <laughs> Probably going to topple me this this episode. We'll see. We'll That's see. That's where I'm getting sour. Uh, but I and then I it's just it the up competition. He's just I'm very competitive, poor, poor. and I don't like to lose. And like, I feel like I'm giving it my all that I should be like, holy shit, I'm like way above you guys, and it's like, no, I'm fighting. <laughs> And I'm tired and <laughs> cranky. <laughs> I just wanted to end. Uh, I was hoping he would get drunk tonight and get angry. Is what I was hoping. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> That's why I drove. <laughs> <laughs> Not, maybe on the no. Yeah, I, I probably won't drive in the next one, so uh, <laughs> I, I won't uh, get smashed in the last episode. But uh, no, I followed up with the lamp, AK the Elding for 1987. This is one I've been wanting to see for the longest time. Scream actually put it out on this double feature. Um, and I never got around to watching it for whatever reason, but I heard that was like an edited version. That's all they could get. But uh, I guess um, Vinegar Syndrome actually found like the unprint, uncut print and released it as the lamp. So like I'm all excited, like a genie and it's a horror mm-hmm. film. And, you know, what, what kind of it doesn't do like the whole wishes thing. It's just this genie that comes out and kind of possesses people and kills people and it wasn't really that interesting. I, I don't actually have too much to say. Yeah about this one either I, I was kind of excited to watch this one i mean it, it wasn't terrible it's was fine um like there's definitely things some of the kills were kind of good but um i'm gonna give it still six and a half pumpkins out of ten but it, i don't know I, I thought it was gonna be a genie that's i thought it's gonna be like sor- uh, sorority babes yeah where this evil genie comes out and people get wishes but then it gives them their wish but kind of monkey paw monkey's paw yeah but but with like you know a, a real gory ha- sasha film or something and and this film is not quite uh, that. Um, yeah, I, I don't have too much to say about it. Um, that's oh, it. That stinks. I watched. Uh, have you guys seen Demonic Toys? 
Uh, no. Probably not. It's no. a full moon production. It's the same guys who did Puppet Master. So I'm like, oh, I like Puppet Master. Demonic toys. I am in. So um, these two cops are chasing this fella into this warehouse full of toys. Uh, Things go awry. They get locked in this warehouse where these demonic toys come to life, and they have to survive. These there is a uh, a teddy bear who's not so cuddly. There's a jack in the box that'll bite you. There's a uh, yeah. That's it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The acting is bad. The story is pretty laughable. It's what you expect from like full you moon. God, the, the jokes don't. I don't land. think I'm a full moon. Like I think I like. Charles Band when he's doing canon stuff like the dolls and all that yeah. kind of stuff when there's a bit of a budget. I think when he goes off on his well, own and uh, does full moon. Sorority uh, babes at the Bolarama. Is, yeah, yeah. I guess moon, there's I probably think? a handful. I, yeah. I did like that. But even that has that like ugly 90s look. That was just like a fun movie. Yeah. Is Chorus Trap? No, that's not. No, moon, uh, that's it? It's Charles. No. that's that, I think that's like pre yeah, full I moon. Yeah, I think so too. Right? But it, he's somehow related to that or something. He directed it. Did, Did he? he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's his movie. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I really like the look of the toys, though. They spawned several different sequels, but that makes sense. I'm gonna give four and a half pumpkins. Hmm. Yeah, the toys were wor- worth it. I watched uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, this is uh, season four, episode nine. Freddy. Um, yeah, like uh, this is one. Uh, uh, Guillermo's had a, a, a love interest, but it's been off screen. His love interest shows up. It goes super high concept, which this show does all the time. They swing for the fences always. I don't know if the swing actually pulls it off completely, other than there's like a kicker at the end. Like there's a kicker at the end that's crazy, but I'm going to give it 7.5 pumpkins. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I can already you finish t- off the night. Like the last episode of the season? No, I didn't. Oh. I watched Dark Harvest next. Okay. Oh, okay. And got slightly disappointed and then, <laughs> and then had to watch a grim episode to bring me back uh, called Skin Deep that has Patrick Fabian, who is um, uh, probably most known uh, now from Better Call Saul. Uh, and basically, it's this vessel that can take part of someone's like essence, young essence, yeah. and then make people look young again and he's this he's this like i don't know dermatologist basically doctor Mm -hmm. he just chews scenery he knows exactly the show he's on patrick fabian even from when he was on uh say by the bell the college years was (laughs) i i remember thinking he was really good i was like why is this guy so good and then he showed up on uh the last exorcism of emily rose maybe he's like the preacher in that okay um He's just like great, but he's mo- most mostly known as Harry Hamlin from from Better Call Saul. Okay, am I getting that right, Harry Hamlin? I'm a huge Better Call Saul fan, mm-hmm. as everybody knows. Uh, if you've listened to the show, um, anyways, uh, Howard Hamlin, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, really solid, f- fun, campy, super campy episode. Uh, Seven point five pumpkins. Awesome. Is that it for the... No, uh, I watched some more uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Um, uh, I think episode 29 of the Treehouse of Horrors um, starts off with uh, Cthulhu opening. Uh, it goes to a pod people, like a Vision of the Body Snatchers, which wasn't that good. Then it does like a split, a parody, which was okay. And then it went to this thing called a Geriatric Park, which is so bad. Tank the whole episode, where just old people oh, yeah. turn into dinosaurs, like... 
terrible. Absolutely terrible. I hated it. This one uh, is a newest one. It's the. Um, what are you giving that one? I'm giving it like three pumpkins. It was. I wasn't impressed with it at all. I feel like even the invasion of the bison just. It wasn't, wasn't good. Very good either. Which that should have been. Hmm. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That, that's an awful episode. Too. Oh, even this one's not that good. It's a Treehouse of Horrors uh, thirty. It's a uh, Omen, which actually was pretty cool. A Stranger Things, meh. Um, and oh, oh, the heaven can it wait is yeah. Homer pretty much just takes over bodies of different people in the city, which really tanked as well. And it ended with the Shape of Water parody, which was why meh. Yeah, so the, the one where one he takes pumpkins. over bodies sounds like it should be good. It, it should have been good. It just really no, but it's flopped. based on like um, he- yeah, George, he- George Heaven can wait. There's not a oh the. Not it's the uh, one with uh, Warren, Warren Beatty. Beatty. Yeah, not a, mm. not a horror film. But that still could be good. Yeah, it could, it could be funny. Good. Like yeah. that that that's a funny concept, right? It just seems like they could do that at Valentine's Day. Do a uh, one that like as soon as they tackle something that's not a horror film, like go back to tackling the old shit <laughs> parodies. Well, they did the Omen. So. Yeah, but even that was just, that was just a wraparound or something. Right? Yeah, that was a short part. All right, so we're on to the next day, right? Uh, the 21st, yeah. Is this the day we re-recorded? No, the day before. Ooh. Okay. These Ka- are tiny, though, so you go ahead. Ka- Kyle, Kyle brought it that day on that yeah. Saturday. No, the, these are, like, tiny, tiny. Okay. I needed to get that 15-pointer, that 15-minute uh, yeah. uh, one in. So, uh, I watched... Um, I, I've been I've been meaning to go back and watching more Hammer stuff. I'm hoping to do even more. But I started the day off with the Kiss of the Vampire from 1963. This is basically this couple. They're kind of kind of secret newlyweds, and their car breaks down. And it's this great sequence. It's like an old timey car, like right when motor cars start. And, and he yeah, crank it. <laughs> and uh, he gets they. It just it breaks down because they run out of gas because they. They didn't know where they were going. The wife has to stay in the car, and he goes off, and then she see, feels herself being watched. And she get, gets kind of freaked out and runs away, and it's, it's a really great sequence, and nothing happens there, but then they go in the village, and the village is, like, desolate, empty, nothing going okay. on. It's a great setup, and then they go, and, and the innkeepers are like, oh, guests? Like, this is weird. We only have, ever have one guest who's, like, the vampire killer who stays there. <laughs> Always for whatever, of course. Sure, whatever <laughs> he gets, he has a card. He gets discounts. But, but you don't. <laughs> he stays one more time. He gets it for free. <laughs> so there's a there's the old innkeeper couple, and they're really into like the young people that are on their honeymoon. But I've never really thought about that. You always see these old people in their seventies and eighties, and they're like, oh, how young love, whatever. Yeah. Oh, look at them. They're just horny for the them being horny. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's all that it is. I, I, I remember what it was like. <laughs> I remember what it was like when my boners were hard and yeah. thick. When and I, that, that's one of the big lines. They were this. as stiff as my drinks. Yeah. Um, is that what he said in this movie? Yeah. This, like, the, I would be into this movie. It's a lot of boner talk, actually. Anyways, uh, they get invited up to the castle where she felt uncomfortable. It's this doctor and his, his family. They seem kind of nice, but there's something off about it there's a great score that happens honestly i I thought this was like a total like gem that because it's not a hugely well-known hammer picture Mm -hmm. i know why like once it takes the second half it becomes just like a standard vampire they're doing ceremonies it kind of goes through the paces but the end's really good as well 
I've been on a 6.57. Yeah, ish. I think it's 6.5 pumpkins for me. And that's Kiss of the Vampire? Kiss of the Vampire. Is that the uh, prequel to Embrace of the Vampire? Yes. It, Ali is in it yeah. uh, as a, oh, no, Embrace of the Vampire, different one. <laughs> that's a real sexy Queen of the, one. Queen of the Vampire or Queen of the, what's Queen the, of the Damned. Queen of the Damned is yeah. the Aaliyah one. I've not seen either of these movies. Ah, well. You weren't watching City TV uh, late nights with for Embrace of the Vampire, baby. Oh, is that a... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a sexy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> I've seen scenes. I've never yeah. seen the movie. Uh, the movie's not good. <laughs> you saw the best parts. Uh, yeah, you should you, go, Kyle. You guys are going to like uh, lob that like softball up? You guys aren't going to hit it? All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so I, I did a double feature. Uh, continuing, I actually started this the night before with the um, the genie, but didn't make it through. Uh, but this this goes with the the, the gin because they actually call him that in this. Wishmaster. Have you seen Wishmaster? Oh, yeah, ages, ages ago. So this is a uh, late Craven? 90s series. There's four of these movies. Um, Vestron... Uh, Lionsgate put out the set just like they did um, War the Warlock series. Mm-hmm. So they're made around the same time. I'm kind of worried because I didn't love the Warlock series. I had a fucking blast with this. Oh film. yeah, you, I was going to pick this for you, but I thought you'd seen it. I, I, I saw it. Like I think I bored Raymond Lane's VHS copy of this and he taped it's off. Super, like, like it opens up and uh, you got Angus Scrim from Phantasm who's doing the narration. Oh. He's going on to the whole history. And you have this Persian Empire, and he's got the 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 I think it's a lamp, um, and this crystal. But anyways, yeah, he's making a wish, and he wishes to see see wonders. And this is a '90s movie, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's he wishes to see wonders. And and the the guy that um, the genie, um, he's played by Andrew Devoff Devoff, who I don't really know. Later on, he turns into a human. He's less cool there. Um, he's just a guy with a bad complexion, but, uh, as the, like when he's the, the creature, he looks fucking cool. But so yeah, he grants him the wish. He wants to see wonders. And then you just have this opening sequence. It's like 20 deaths or something and everyone's dying in crazy fucking ways. And it's all great practical effects. I think I'm looking here. There's 58 deaths in this film. And oh, it's wow. not like, it's not 58 deaths for uh, like, they're in the background. Like a lot of these are fucking cool shit. So I'm not going to name them all, but like just some of the stuff you see just in the opening, you have uh, a stomach turns into a monster. A skeleton is ripped out of a body. Someone is crushed by, crushed by a statue. Um, someone is killed with cancer where it's like, I think like cysts and shit coming out of it. A jaw is ripped off. Someone's fused into a wall. A decapitated head, like that, all this is like in the first five minutes. I'm like, I'm already, I'm sold. Yeah, like, I'm in. You've already, My, is, your wish was granted. The de- yeah, <laughs> the deaths in the opening five minutes are like some of the best deaths, you know, for anything. I will admit, like, you know, the film itself it gets maybe, pretty boring, right? I wouldn't know. I, I don't know if I would say boring, but like, I know I, I have fun with it. Like, it's pretty much just genie gets awakened in this as museum, and anytime someone does a wish. It's like the monkey's paw where it backfires, mm. you know? Um, I, I still had fun with all that, but it is... The deaths are the, the fucking highlight. Yeah. You get a cameo from everyone, too. Ted Raimi's in there. Awesome. Uh, Robert England plays like a decent-sized part. Uh, Tony Todd's in there. Oh, cool. Uh, and Kane Hodder. So you pretty much have all the, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the classic horror uh, guys. But yeah, it's just... It's fucking great. Um, I just love how like someone makes a wish... And this wish fucks him over in, in a terrible, grisly, cool practical effects way. I think there's a bit of bad CGI in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 
from the time, but I think for the most part, it's kind of cool. And like, it's just things you wouldn't see. Like, if someone makes a wish, like all of a sudden they're dying by a tentacle monster or something, it's like, oh, yeah. I didn't expect that. That's, that's actually, are you going to watch like two, three, and four? Or? So, so I did. I did a double feature. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to get the first one. Again, I'm kind of in between an eight and a 7.5. Okay. Uh, but it's definitely one I'm going to revisit. So I, I did follow it up with, I'm, I'm like, how on this fucking high? Wishmaster 2, The Evil Dev- ne- Never Dies is from 1999, two years later. Not not as good. Yeah. So this one, I guess, like, the, it, it continues where the last one left off, but these people are are breaking into the museum, and they accidentally shoot the statue, and the crystal gets released, and whatever. Um, so th- this one does, like, what I hate when they do these films. It's kind of like the Halloween Town 2. Where's Halloween Town? Which, like, it's not a great movie, but it's fun seeing all the monsters. And in Halloween Town yeah. 2, they have the plot is all the monsters are turned into humans. And it's like, oh, so you took out what? Was what you reason? liked about it? This kind of thing, like, he's in human form most of the movie, and you don't get it. Like, you still get some cool um, wish deaths, but yeah. it's not as high. Like, I don't, I'm not watching this to see a human walk around. Like, he, he gets arrested, and he's in prison. He's trying to, like play all these mind games with people. And I don't want to see this dude in prison playing mind games. You want to mind see, uh, games. Um, bring back the tentacle monsters. God. Damn yeah. It. Like I just want to see crazy fucking wishes and, and deaths. Uh, I'm going to give this one five pumpkins out of 10. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I still will probably one day watch three and three four, and but four. that kind of turned me off. Cause I've heard those are like a bigger drop. Yeah. It might just be stick with part one, but for yeah, part one, um, by all means, uh, I, I totally recommend that. Yeah. yeah I was going to recommend that for you, but I, I was, Pretty I might own it. this actually. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who knows how Autumn will feel about it? But uh, mm. you might get something. Is, is it Wes Craven? I think he no. produced it. He uh. didn't direct it. I think it was one of those ones they sold it as like a Wes Craven film because this is like is this right after Scream? Ninety seven, right, right after, after. Yeah, this is when everything was a Wes Craven film. Ah, but he was just producing a bunch. Most of them were, were pretty bad. Um, just like his movies. Whoa. Oh. What do you say, Adam? It's I'm funny. Gonna, I, I saw, I'm coming after him. There's a yeah. horror group I'm in, and someone posted two movies that have nothing to do with each other, but Thing versus uh, Scream. And there's actually some people that like, Scream is a masterpiece. I choose that over Thing, and I'm just like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Not in this, not in this uh, studio. Yeah, I don't even think, yeah, there, there's you know 20 better slasher films, let alone yeah. horror. Anyways, what, what did you guys watch? What else? You want me? I know. I watched what we do in the shadows, uh, episode um, nine and ten, a farewell and a departure. We talked about that last week. Didn't oh, we? so good. Yeah, it's so. I love it when a sitcom can shock me. Yeah, and this one actually shocked me. Like, whoa, shocked. Okay, awesome. Did not see this coming. So, yeah, and how they bring it back is mm-hmm. great. Uh, this is a special, special it, it, show. It's, it's, it's not going to get old. Like, unlike these vampires, this show is going to be like, I feel like they're going to have a hard time, like, stalling out on this. You know how the sitcoms stall out, like, after, like, the first four or five seasons? I feel this can't. Like, so, yeah, I, I'm, per, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. keep talking about the fifth season. The fifth yeah. season is great. Yeah. That's the newest one, The right? newest one. Uh, so, they've all, they're already doing a sixth. I don't know, like, when you're this on fire... Mm-hmm. This is like this isn't just like oh one of the greatest horror comedy shows. This, this is one of the be best comedy shows ever of the past decade, right? Yeah. Like, uh, take a seat, Abbott Elementary. So, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I like Al- Abbott Elementary. It, it has nothing on this. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. Take a seat, uh, Last Man Standing. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I watched Night of the Living Dead from 1990. This is one oh, that yeah. Maddie really, really likes. Uh, I put a poll up after I watched this because I was just curious uh, with with our kind of Instagram followers and uh, between this and the original, and it tied. What? It tied. Okay. I, I think that makes sense. There's I, a lot of people I, that won't I, watch a black and white. I, I'm shocked because I really like this one, but I thought I was in the minority. No, no. This this is like considered one of the best okay. remakes. Like I... I I, I I like the original better, mm-hmm. but I think this is kind of close. And like, depending on what mood you're in, if you don't want the black mm. and white, like I'm sorry, I think the black and white is quite a bit better. But I think this is still really really good. And it depends what mood I'm in, really, when I choose which one to watch. So I might be disappointing everybody on here because I I didn't, uh, I I just the script is like it's pretty terrible. Tony Todd does his best to like make a real character out of it but mm. it's 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 a struggle like the bickering between him and the harry cooper character yeah the fella and both of them i think are doing a really really good job at what they've but got the script of the original like the the barber chick in the original is like annoying and useless yeah and... so there there's definitely like mm. so they they overcompensate in this one i think yeah by throwing it back on these guys it's like you didn't learn anything. We don't need this fucking incessant bickering about nothing. Like, guys, they're going off about absolutely nothing, and they're getting upset about it. He's so irrational, except he gets to call them a bunch of yo-yos, which I will use till my dying days. I called someone a yo-yo on Thanksgiving. Were you uh, there when I was talking about? I did not hear this. Uh, you playing Family Feud, and I called someone a yo-yo. Oh, I was gone at this uh, point, yeah. Weird. Uh, it's a great, great line. Um, it's, but I just find like, I find like that character, is he the same Dwayne, Dwayne character? Is it Dwayne? I don't think he's called Dwayne in this one. Like both of those characters are the best in both movies. Yeah. He's Ben in this one. Okay. Or no, maybe. Or is it Ben in both of them? Maybe it's Ben in both. Oh no, it's Dwayne's name of the actor from the first one. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because Ben's by far the best character in both. It's played by Dwayne Jones. Yeah. Like acting wise and character wise, I find like I find in both of them some of the other characters are either bad, annoying, or over the top. But unfortunately, they make Tony Todd do a bunch of ridiculous shit as the movie goes on. So even him, it's like uh, I guess Mm. like why is he making these decisions now that are just ludicrous? Other than. They've decided that this is the story is about these two guys ruining everything for everybody. I just couldn't get over get over that. Well, I, it's funny because I was I was listening to a thing and like technically in Night of the Living Dead, like Ben, Fuck you shouldn't everybody. have listened to him, right? Yeah. <laughs> like his decision kind of kills him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like that's fine. Like I don't. It's not that the, it's there. Everything is done. This is why maybe Tom Savini has made a lot of movies. Everything yeah. in this movie is done to move the next piece along instead of looking at like the larger whole. Yeah, the effects are great though. The zombies. The effects are incredible. So I think that's why like it depends, right? Like Night of the Living Dead, you got that black and white, that atmosphere. But yeah. let's be honest, the zombies aren't the best in yeah. that. Whereas this one, you're getting cool looking zombies and gore and. and uh- Mosley's in this as well, right? As uh, yeah, but he's brother. in it for. I was like, oh, Bill Mosley, and yeah. then I was like, oh yeah, he's the brother. Yeah, uh, but he he's super memorable. Yeah. No one in the house is that memorable. The house, it's just still such a cool concept. It couldn't lose it for me. But I just and even the ending when they're kind of like I. So here's yeah. the thing: they get to the ending, and I go, "This is this is what they should have done. They should have taken the original core concept. They get stranded in the house." 
but they quickly leave the house and they go to what's happening afterwards with all these fucking Mm -hmm. yahoos that's way more interesting as a Interesting, because yeah, I, I watched, I'll talk about it soon, a different remake of Night of the Living Dead, and they kind of do their own thing. Of uh, that. Yeah, well, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I, I honestly yeah, don't yeah. know if I don't it know, like, to worked. me, that's why I love Night of the Living Dead, right? Like, it, it is that film where they're stuck, held up, and have to fend off. Like, that kind of is what makes that special. Just like Dawn of the Dead is the mall, I just right? don't like, find, that, like, the actual, them holding up the house is that interesting, even though the effects are interesting, like, there's a lot of, like, rush, put these things on the door. And then it's like, okay, let's go upstairs and creep around for a little while, mm-hmm. even though we're supposed to be getting more doors. And in this movie, there's no atmosphere, so there's no tension after that. It just all kind of dies. Like, I could see myself, if this was the only Night of the Living Dead, Yeah, I would totally watch this movie again. But because there's the other Night of the Living Dead... I think you're, yeah, I think you're only going to watch this if you want the effects and zombies, And I, right? I think there's other zombie movies it'll get you that charge yeah i don't know the another, tom savini effects are yeah but like, like other tom savini effects yeah i uh, yeah i don't think he did i guess he did uh dawn and day Don, day is probably his yeah yeah his zombie opus yeah like i would rather watch that for sure than than hmm. this one um i'm gonna give it six pumpkins uh I, the score is terrible too it's one of those 90s well, i don't remember the score uh it's it's almost like laughable at, at sometimes yeah. how like silly it is. Was, I w- I've been wanting to watch this for a long time. I think this time. is one that's yeah. grown on me. I don't know if I loved it either, but I, I've yeah, it's grown because I know Maddie always oh, like really loved like it. This I, I, I may have I, had like high high hopes to my like I'm I'm usually I think I threw it on as just like oh this is a sh- shitty '90s remake, and then it's like oh this is actually better than it's better than a shitty '90s remake yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I was between six and six point five and. I think the end like showed me got like got me above like oh this is interesting what they're doing it's, it it kind of goes in the Romero social commentary a bit like I found all the other stuff was like really really forced yeah um so there were a bunch of yo-yos <laughs> uh so I I did uh, I need I had a 15 minute or from last week so I I want to uh get that extra um so I wanted to get a quarter point out of this all. So I did last week. Maddie talked about the skeleton ants, nineteen twenty nine, which I think we gave this guy. He did. So like, you were so close to being still four points up on me. That's you. What? You you had a court. You had a oh. a quarter. Yeah, uh, almost there for you. Yeah. So so Maddie covered. I think this and something else. And I think we gave him the quarter I t- point. Took a but trait. Yeah. I, you know, I think together those add up to like. 11 minutes, so uh, no, it's okay. I think they were like nine minutes each. No, Skeleton Dance is like five minutes. Well, that was nine? <laughs> no, yeah, it's five. Right. So anyways, I, I, I threw together three to make it like 17 minutes, plus I watched the the other one, uh, which I think puts you, you know this well over the 20-minute 20, 20 mark, 25-minute mm-hmm. mark. Uh, anyways, I did Skeleton Dance for 1929. I won't say too much about this. Um, it's Disney skeletons dancing in a graveyard it's fine five and a half pumpkins like it's nothing yeah. special it's a, a lot of these i feel like like i i seen them in like where people have t- taken halloween songs and made a music video with this footage yeah i almost feel like they're better for that like there's nothing really to these i watched from 1929 the haunted house uh this is i, I think this is uh mickey's first uh thing he did with like the undead with skeletons or ghosts mm-hmm. or anything um, it's pretty much Mickey Mouse goes into a haunted house, and it, it's like the same skeletons. I think it came out the same year, yeah, 1929. I'm going to give it uh, five pumpkins out of ten. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's fine. There's nothing special. 
And then I, I watched, uh, I talked about it last week because I, I did know it from a music video. Uh, Betty Boop's Halloween oh, Party yeah, from 1933. I've seen this in this like music video. I've been wanting to watch it. Um, so this is uh, Fleischer Brothers uh, short. Um, and it's, yeah, she holds a, a Halloween party. She invites Scarecrow. And I don't, I love this old black and white animation. This one, I think, stood out to me more than the others just because there's a lot more going on. You have, you know, the apple bobbing and you have, they're throwing the paint up and it's like witch paint and goblin paint and they throw it up and all the, the designs come on. And, oh, and, and this hairy monster is going to crash the party and then all the ghouls and everything scare him out. Um, I don't know. I've never really watched a Betty Boop. Have you guys ever seen Betty Boop fall? Uh, like, yeah, I saw one with she has a child. And like the like child th- gets th- into th- There was a time when like Betty Boop clothing and everything was kind of a thing. I think there's still like a following a niche, uh, following to that. It's kind of like is this like the first? It's not. There's no porn, but this is the first time like they made this and people are supposed to like get turned on by. Oh, is it titillating? Well, like she's wearing like short skirts, but there's like scenes where she like. Answers the door and she bends fully over and it's like an upskirt shot. Like huh. it's, you're not seeing any nudity, but it's like her bending over and we're seeing upper skirt. Her, but this is pre code as well. Too, yeah, right? it just seems like like I, I don't know. It just it's just weird like seeing this cartoon in the in the 30s. It's made to tantalate people for sure. Honestly, like if the code doesn't come in place. Yeah. We it, could be living in a cesspool of porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it would have opened up. Like, there was nudity in films. Yeah. There, like, I don't even care about nudity. I just think it's weird when you're, you're, doing, you're trying to make cartoons sexy. I don't know. But they've done that. Like, they started doing that in yeah. the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. I guess it's like uh, Fritz the Cat and shit yeah. like that. Right? Heavy metal. And, yeah. 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 So, like, it, it, it just, they weren't allowed to. Somebody eventually Anime, was going to be like. Tons of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a. Uh... Hentai and all that shit. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. We would have had, like, what's that called? Like, uh. Saturday morning cartoons could have been, like, yeah, fucking real tentacles sexy. coming out of vaginas. And... <laughs> in, like, the 1960s, like, the Flintstones would have been completely different if they didn't have that free code. Uh, well, Betty and Wilmer are kind of hot, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give the six uh, pumpkins out of ten. It was, it's, it's fun. But, again, there's not really much to these, right? Like, yeah, they do have. There's something about though those old cartoons that have that cool Halloween atmosphere. I watched uh, the Blackening we talked about last week. Uh, the problem with this movie, the problem with yeah, we talked about like horror comedies. Uh, if they're not funny, if not scary, then what are they? Yeah, they're just a mess of. And this is what this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Okay. I, I'm still giving it six pumpkins. So. Yeah, what did you, you didn't like like the board game aspect? Uh, the board kind of game stuff? was the best part of this, and some like the intro was like actually I kind of dug that where they're kind of like talking in like the Jumanji. It's very it like it's very wink like. Mm-hmm. But even this black people die in horror films. Black people have been terribly represented. They really it is like bias bias. They really beat you. Yeah. over the head with their message like they're not trying to be subtle and but i, I think that's like why you kind of accepted the characters either the they knew what they're doing charming. like it's meant to be yeah. so beat you over the head that you kind of like it almost becomes funny that yeah. it's like so much we get it actually yeah. there was a fun thing to talk about the fresh prince of bel-air and shit like that and yeah. that, that friends were like how many black people are friends See, i, I, I kind of didn't like that though because <laughs> yeah. like to me you've set these rules from the game and you kind of yeah. like throw that away for a joke i actually didn't like that part even though it is i guess it's kind of funny it was a fun like, yeah yeah. But yeah. Uh, from 1940, I watched Before I Hang This, another Boris Karloff movie. I, I, I like how I don't ever reference the directors. Uh, Nick uh, Grind, this one. Uh, he also did uh, The Man They Could Not Hang. Uh, oh, you watched which, that last week, didn't you? Is that you that watched that last week? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I haven't put this one in yet. Anyways, um, 
this is about uh, basically uh, a death row uh, efficient. Uh, it's a physician who's on death row um, is experimenting with a serum to uh, using criminals' blood to keep him alive after uh, uh, something. You know, if you're gonna die, if yeah. something happens, uh, it it just it isn't quite a, as effective. Like just like oh, it's murderer's blood. That's what's gonna get you. Like, uh, and it doesn't really go crazy. Enough Everyone into knows mania. murderer's blood for moisturizing. Hmm. A rapist's blood for keeping you alive is how it usually goes. But you know Noah Taylor, um, who's been a, he's a character actor and a he's in a million of millions of things. He actually he's like a scrawny version. Of uh, of uh, Boris Karloff. Uh, huh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm looking at him. Yeah. Um, there's there's something about it. they both have kind of a lisp to how they speak. They both can be menacing when they want, but also very comforting. Uh, yeah, this one just didn't quite hit me on the same level. I'm gonna give this one five point five. Hmm. Uh, cool. Have you guys heard of the uh, Collingwood story? Yeah, I, I picked this up on uh, Blu-ray. Oh, did ex- you? This and the, they, the Cauldron, uh, this new company came out. They, they came out with some big heavy hitters. They released like City Living Dead on 4K. Oh, wow. Another fruit sheet. But they released this, and I forget what the other found footage was. And I was kind of excited when I got them last year. I think I watched them last Halloween. Oh, did you? Because this I, is like the f- uh, first, um, I won't say digital found footage, but the first uh, computer-based found footage movie yeah. where the story is this guy's uh, girlfriend pretty much goes to live in Collingswood and they're going back and forth and it turns out she's living in this uh, haunted town. There's a whole backstory of what's happening and maybe she's living in the murderous house, maybe not. It's him uncovering the story of uh, the cult that used to live in this town, Collingswood, and her trying to go to different places to tell the story and solve it. I kind of dug this, actually. It didn't look that great, but I really dug the story. I feel like it could be a podcast. I, I think there was a cool setup, but I, mm-hmm. I thought like it fell out. It didn't go. I feel the far. budget on this would have been next to nothing oh, yeah, yeah, to make. Yeah, like yeah. You probably could have done this for $1,000. Well, this is the original host, right? Like it's You got it. Two people talking on a computer screen each mm-hmm. other. Just telling a, a spooky story. So yeah. I, I kind of dug that aspect. I like, yeah, I like like the, the that the mythology kind of aspect, but I, I just felt like it never did much with it. And I think it was this really cool scene where like he calls this psychic and the psychic kind of does this yeah. like cloak and dagger dance where she kind of like everything here is done for entertainment purposes and whatnot. And she lights the candles and tells you your fortune. I thought yeah. that was actually like a cool, creepy scene. So I'm still giving it six pumpkins. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a Collingswood story. Uh, so I, I did a double feature that I, I think kind of melds together. Um, I guess, yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> um, anyways, I, the, so the first one I watched, uh, Spooks Run Wild from 1941. <laughs> Any of you guys heard this? No, this sounds awesome. So this stars Bela Lugosi. Oh, yeah, I've, I've read I've And the East Side this. Kids. Anyone heard of the East Side Kids? No. <laughs> I guess they were like this... Uh, the, like the Newsies? They were like this group of kids, and they did like sixteen films together. A bunch, like all kinds of like. They're kind of like the I don't want to say the Three Stooges because they're not as like you know funny and not as much mm. like hitting each other and getting into like bumbling kind of aspect. But they kind of have that vibe, I guess. But yeah, I guess they did a bunch of these films together, and they did kind of two horror ones with Bela Lugosi, uh, and this was the first one. So it opens up, there's this uh, maniacal killer on the loose, and you have these group of team de- delinquents played by these side kids. Uh, they're getting bused to the summer camp. Um, 
And uh, and then you also see going into the town, Lugosi shows up. He's got a car full of caskets and a little person assistant. Uh, and he kind of creeps out the guy that's, you know, working the, the gate, I guess. And then you have, the, and shortly after this, Dr. Gross shows up and he's like, oh, I bet you you're after, he, that must be the killer. You must be the, here to hunt him down. And he's like, yes. Um, and uh, anyway, so that's the setup. And then you have these boys are at this camp. They were flirting with this girl on the way there. So the one guy's going to sneak out and go on a date. And then the one guy follows him. And then that wakes up the other three guys and they come out and follow him. And, you know, the six guys are now, um, going out to town to, to flirt with some women. Um, and while they're there, though, they, they take a shortcut through the grave, graveyard and get shot by, uh, one of them gets shot by a grave digger. So now they, they you know, uh, what do we do? And they, Bella Gossi's gothic mansion happens to be close. So they go there for help. He uh, invites them in and bandages, bandages them up and, uh, you know, says that they can stay for the night. Um and then, so they, they think this is scary. There's something off this haunted house. They don't really trust Lugosi. They think, you know, maybe he's going to do something mm. with them. Um, but yeah, so it's just them kind of investigating the house and all the horror shenanigans you get into. You got the night, the oh, armor, nice. the cutout, and the eye. Like it's, it's everything you want in these type of films. I mean, I don't yeah. think it works as well. The, the humor, it's, it doesn't have like, uh, what's the one we love, Cat and the It doesn't have like a Bob, um, Bob, Bob Hope. Hope. Um, but I, I still kind of had fun with this. Lugosi is having fun. And like, yeah, I, 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 I dug this one. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. I've been watching, you know, quite a, quite a bit of some of these old films too. And like, I don't know, some of the, I'm trying to find, like, I've been on this kick of like people in a haunted house. Yeah. I mean, usually it ends up not being a haunted house. It ends up being something else, but people in a haunted house and all the, all those kind of what you expect, yeah, those, those staples, cliches. And I find a lot of them like, they yeah, just don't I, hold up. They all kind of blend yeah. in together. The characters. Yeah. I, I find to me what makes them work or not is the characters. And if you have unique characters, I think there's one other one that I found that it's going to work. And if you have a bunch of characters where you can't tell who's who, you're going to be bored because you've seen this story, especially yeah. when you've watched, you know, 10 of these in a month. Uh, it kind of <laughs> does uh, get repetitive. But yeah, th- this one is one I, I dug and I, I will talk about it. I did follow up a not on today because I actually found out after the fact that the East Side Kids did another one with Lugosi, kind of not a sequel, but same kind of deal. I was hoping they did like I was hoping it was gonna be like a Abbott and Costello where there's like five of these, but they only did one other one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was kind of digging it. Spooks went wild too. The Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, an, another Karloff movie, uh, uh, Behind the Mask. Uh, this one is like. Uh, maybe my least favorite one so far. It's really convoluted part. You got a mad scientist, drug smuggling going on, a c- crime boss conspiracy, spies. Is there a circus in town? Uh, there's there's no circus uh, in this one, and none of it really works. Karloff doesn't have much to do in this one. It's it, I think it was uh, Van Sloan who was in. Um, uh, uh, Frankenstein with with Karloff. I think that was their big marketing tool with him. And Van Sloan's actually really the the most interesting character as the mad scientist who's doing all these experiments while they're drug smuggling. But the plot is like way too many things going on. I and- find that in a lot of these old 30s, 40s films, it's kind of like they couldn't just be a haunted house film. They got to be a haunted house film that's actually a crime film. And then there's some other subplot also going on. And then you got the comedy. Like, it, it seems like they're trying to like throw everything in and hope that what something sticks. Yeah. I, I think sometimes they're making these so fast, right? Like, yeah. 
uh, where it's like, oh, we just did this one and it worked. And how are we going to do another one with Karloff uh, in 10 days and make it remarkable? We'll, we'll get the guy that he hasn't acted with since Frankenstein and we'll just come up with shit on the spot. Like they were making so many movies on production. Like even if Karloff isn't doing it, they were just like running movies through studios. G or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this five pumpkins. It's definitely my least favorite. Ah, uh, cool. So I watched uh, Monster House. You've seen Not this? seen this. Oh, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite good, actually. Yeah, I, I really passed It's an animated movie. I guess it was done for like a 3D um, theaters back when 3D was a big And Dan Harmon wrote, wrote Dan this, Dan Harmon right? and uh, Rob Schraub were the uh, guys who wrote this. It's pretty much these... Uh, Kids, I was like rear views. He sees like something going on in this house. There's an old guy. He doesn't want their kids anywhere near the house. Things happen where this guy has a heart attack. And this is very early in the movie. The house is a living sentient being that wants to eat children. And this old guy wasn't just being a creepy guy. He was trying to keep kids away from his house so they wouldn't get eaten. Mm. So it's these kids' job to try to figure out how to make sure the trick-or-treaters don't go to this house for Halloween. It is awesome. Awesome! I really dug this movie, man. Yeah, it, I've had I've been wanting to watch. I'm I'm gonna try to watch this before. Yeah, it, it, it's really uh, smart. Like, yeah, I, I'm giving it seven seven point five pumpkins. Uh, yeah, and then I, I finished off the night of saying I did a double feature. I feel like these two kind of go together. This is called The Dismembered from 1962. Uh, Garage House Pictures released this. Who um, they're this kind of like boutique label that came out and they were kind of releasing a lot of like. Films that could kind of been lost. Like, I don't think, I think this had like a small theatrical release, played a couple of screens and disappeared forever, or not forever, disappeared and now was released. Until it, it ended up in Kyle's uh, basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like, yeah, 60 years later. Um, the remember. T- to be honest, you can kind of see why it was lost. So it opens up with this jewel heist, which is, it's kind of fun how it's done. These thieves, uh, you know, they plan that uh, this this guy's having a heart attack and it's actually one of them. And they, they have a fake ambulance and everything. So they're going to go out, Wait, disguise ambulance that workers. Quick change? <laughs> Maybe. I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, and then so the cop is even there and he's going to. You've gonna, never seen Quick Change? No, I've owned it for the longest time. I need to watch oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the cop's going to, you know, I'll, I'll go in front of you to make sure the road's clear. And then they take a side turn uh, off. And they end up in this, they're going to hide out in this old abandoned mansion. And when they get there, there's like these five ghosts and there's like a general and stuff so it actually you see the ghosts and they're talking and they're oh, like that's oh who are these people and we're you know you pretty much learn that they're going to try killing the ghosts and then there's like in the other in the graveyard there's like these other ghosts that want to kill them too and you don't really see them and they're battling it but none of it's like good the acting and dialogue uh, is all pretty terrible the effects and deaths are terrible like how almost, the ghosts look the ghosts look cooler they just look like people yeah the only good, the only good part. There's a woman and she's a ghost, and she's just there to say like, I don't, I don't think we should do this. That's her. I think that's her name in the credits. That I don't think you should do this. Lady. Wait, 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 wait. It's the uh, Al Borland of uh, yeah, this like movie. She, that's like, how she has like three so, or four ghost. lines. Um, yeah, I, I struggled a bit, a bit with this one. It didn't really work for me. I'm going to give it four pumpkins out of ten. I'm kind of more curious to check out the documentaries. Some of these films, I'm kind of more excited to like. Yeah, see where watch it went. the 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 extras and you know how it was made and why it was made and why it disappeared and all that kind of stuff. Um, that, than I am the film. Yeah, they, they, I, I picked up a bunch of their stuff because it was going out of print because I don't think the label exists anymore. I think they only end up doing like ten releases. They did a bunch of trailer compilations, which are awesome. But then, yeah, most of the stuff they did is like super obscure shit. Um, 
so yeah, I'm kind of curious uh, if they if, if any of them are worth a damn because they did like a Bigfoot film and I think an alien oh. film called Foes that I've heard pretty good things about. <laughs> Not UFOs, just foes. Yeah, foes. <laughs> but I think awesome. it is. Yeah, about UFOs. But it's supposed to be kind of like I don't know. It's supposed to be. I've heard it kind of has like an art. Like there's more to it. It's like almost like this artistic take on the. The abduction, uh, alien abduction. So but. the foes aren't real? So they're foes? Yeah, foes? this one uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend. How many foes are there? Foe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I watched from 1973, Twins of Evil, another ha- hammer picture. Have you guys seen this one? No. It's directed by John Ho, who also did The Legend of Hell House, which I know, uh, Kyle, mm-hmm. you're a big fan of. And, and, and I, I really liked uh, when I watched it, I think last October. Um, so this basically is, there's two, uh, they're twins. There's these women. They come to town. They're played by, like, twin, the first Playboy model twins or whatever that are there. So, you, you're like, it's remarkably not as sleazy as... That would be if it was in like the eighties. Uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, I think, with the uh, Playboy Twins. Is that there one? A, yeah. some, something like so. That yeah, as the, well. these are all part of like the the Carm, Carmston trilogy, right? Is this a trilogy? Yeah, like they're yeah the, the the this is the third and final film in the Carmstein trilogy. I think Part One is, um, or Part Two is maybe Vampire Lovers and. Vampire Circus is part one. Okay, there's no interconnection. No, no, I think it's more like there's there's some. I forget how they're all connected, but yeah, uh, it's it's definitely more like salacious than most. Uh, yeah, uh, of films. these type of pictures. Um, it's it's like an occult vampire hybrid. Like there's all these rituals going on. There's a count that is is definitely like more exciting, and but also uh, Peter Cushing's there as their uncle, who's like. He goes and kills would people he women that he thinks is witches. He's totally like a <laughs> evil bastard too. But the count is an evil bastard. What's going on? And so there's the good, uh, like the good girl kind of twin and the bad yeah. girl twin, and a lot of vampire stuff. It's crazy and batshit in a really really fun way. <clears throat> um, there's a lot of great atmosphere and shots. There's like a shot of like a vampire sneaking in, and all of a sudden, like you get this like reflection of the cross shining on the vampire's oh, head and cool. having to jump back um th- yeah it's all kind of like based in the woods it's it's definitely like uh a hammer pitcher like getting to do more of what they always wanted to do in the mm. 60s but weren't allowed um and and it kind of goes in a predictable ma- nature where it's going but still a lot of fun i'm gonna give this one seven pumpkins Cool. Yeah, so, sorry, I lied. So The Vampire Lovers, part one, part two is Lust for a Vampire, and the third one is Twins of Evil. And it says here, uh, they're notable for their lesbian storylines. All three films were script- scripted by Tudor Gates, and they're related by vampires of the noble Karmstein family and their seat, Castle Karmstein. So I guess the characters are somewhat related. In that. Right, It, but it's not no, no, played no. by the same actor. or No. Or, yeah. I think it's, yeah, this guy just wrote this. Vampire trilogy, I guess. Um, well, I'm glad I started at the end. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I would definitely like go back and, and check out. I, I have all of them again. I have all these hammer. I was hoping to go through the hammer and it, do you it have has. I was going to do the. Uh, well, there is no box set, unfortunately. Uh. Sorry, there is that box set, but like 
all the films, Hammer is one of those ones where they're all owned by different studios. Uh, so it's not like Universal where you can get a box in and you get the whole 30 movies. Yeah. It's like Universal and some, Sony owns some. So like I have a box set and it has like one or two of these films, but then the other one is owned by another company ah, somehow. So yeah, like I Scream bu- Factory's put out a bunch. This one, it was just, I have the Blu-ray and it's just a standalone blue. Yeah. blue. Indicators put out a bunch. Scream Factory's put out a bunch. Mill Creek's put out some. And there's like a lot of overlap, too, yeah. with the box set. So yeah. it's like, well... Warner Brothers actually has put out a bunch. So I, want, I wanted to do the, the Dracula, Christopher Lee, and but I, I'm still trying to find two of those that Warner Archive, I think, put out. Um, so yeah, it, it's a bit of a mess. Um, and I think that it's like that. I think the UK, they're a little bit better. We're like, it's like one or two companies that own them all. But I think they have some box sets. But in America... I think the closest we've had is Scream Factory's been kind of getting them from both companies and re, you know, doing collector's editions. But uh, yeah. Uh, what else did you guys watch on the 21st? That's it for me. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, Sunrise, Sunset. This is the season finale. It's all about uh, where Colin Robinson is at, at these days. I don't want to get into it too nice. much. Uh, a really solid season finale. I'm going to give it eight. And then I watched Fresh from. 2022. Uh, have you guys seen this? No. This is one that it came out and I was kind of like, it's on Disney. It, you know, didn't go to theaters and I went, I don't know. It, it stars Sebastian uh, Stan and Edgar or Daisy Edgar Jones. Is that a person? <laughs> sure. I don't think I'd seen her in anything. She's kind of like the new kind of like it girl really yeah she's the it girl of now daisy edgar jones i got her name right that's great mm. but anyways it it opens up and it's kind of like opens up like an edgy rom-com and i'm kind of like not really feeling it where are the monsters at <laughs> and then they do a bam and the is awesome it, it's really really well done and it makes everything else before make a lot of sense uh i don't want to get into the plot too much because of that but uh really really su- surprised how much i really i, I like this like uh it, it's got great performances all around i've never been to sebastian stan i, I don't know if i've seen him in sebastian anything stan stan yeah uh w- where i've been like oh he's he's great in this um uh but She's really great in this. I can kind of see why. There's a lot of layers. And the story is really, really interesting. It's it's basically around um, the selling of human meat. Oh. Um, to, like, on a high-class kind of black market. If This would have definitely made my 2022 uh, list if, yeah. if I had watched it. Um, maybe potentially even in the, the top five. Uh, 7.5 pumpkins. I do think... It lacks like some real choices on the directing front. Like it, it could have, it, it plays it a little safe uh, mm. in the end. After it has this like kind of brava beginning, and then it doesn't ever really yeah. go go anywhere with that. But the the plot goes some places that I quite liked. It's I think this is fresh. Quite, yeah, I think this is almost like again because it just went to streaming services and then gets the fucking Twitter. Yeah, film Twitter goes crazy and kind of like destroys things on there quickly and mm-hmm. uh, eats it up and chews them out. But uh, had, you guys had heard of this one? I haven't even heard of this, no. no. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Uh, I could see both of you liking, yeah. liking it. If, if you... I think it, it probably got overshadowed by the, the menu that year. Right? Yeah, that it does seem like... I like this better than the menu. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the men, like... Uh, I really like the menu. Um, yeah, the menu script just seemed 
like kind of like bodies, 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 and a few of the other ones, just like very, very obvious, like sitting duck kind of targets. Um, I don't find this one really goes for that as much. It it does a little bit. Again, at seven point five, it's not like a a full on rave for me, but a a really nice surprise. And then I watched the Hollows from twenty fifteen. This is basically is that a um, stage production? Where it goes wrong? No. Okay, this is the Hollows. It, it's creatures, a, right? Yeah, it's creatures yeah. in the woods. I actually like this one. Uh, yeah. Um, the creatures are super amazing. They're amazing looking. But basically, it's this guy. He's been hired to go into the forest and get rid of all these trees that are sick, that are basically like fungus. It's almost like The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, trees. And, but with trees. <laughs> Uh, and then the townspeople are like, you can't go in there. You don't own this property. You don't know what the danger is in there. And it's a husband and wife that then start getting terrorized. And it's from the hollows. The, these are the creatures that are in that live in the forest and basically um, don't like anybody messing around with what's going on. I just found like the the characters are like just so weakly drawn uh, I, I just couldn't give a shit about them and uh, oh they have a kid so we should care uh, I, 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 you know so they're saying there's nothing no, no, nothing of substance to these characters yeah what yeah. else would you say they were and I would say they were uh, hollow annoying occasionally <laughs> uh, yeah they were hollow maybe that was the whole point um, they do a lot of standard jump scare stuff as well but Kyle, Kyle is 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 I, I'm assuming you like the creature designs. One of the reasons, like the creature designs. Yeah, I just remember there incredible. being like twists and turns too. Like there's some shit where it's like, oh fuck, didn't expect that in it. I like d- with the kid. Yeah, I, I don't know if I felt. I think Maddie might like this. All right. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think you would. You might like it. Is it like a? Does it have an autumn feel to it? It, yeah, like it's uh, Irish countryside, so oh, okay, which cool. it, it definitely is a. It's good, pretty much them in a yeah, yeah in a farmhouse um, and cool. yeah. weird shit happens, and then they're fighting off creatures. Creatures. Netflix number. Or? Uh, it's on Shutter right now. Oh, cool. Um, I, I I liked a lot of things about it. I just thought there if if you had like people that I actually would because they really play up that you have to care about these people too. That's my other problem. Like if if it was just like a creature thing like you don't know anything about them and but they the whole reason we're supposed to care is because of these people you're supposed to care about the relationship you're Mm -hmm. supposed to care about you know how much they care about their their kid i just didn't buy it by any of of the relationship uh all bark no bite and it does uh, yeah again i i I, maddie's on tonight (laughs) uh six pumpkins Like it's still like I I thought worth a watch. Uh, yeah. I just like the 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 creatures. It is similar to the mythology of something else we were just talking well, the, the, about. It, it oh, Dark Harvest. Yeah, not the same thing. But it, for some reason, I was thinking the ritual that I don't think you liked either. Right? Like mm. I feel like that relies on a lot of the cool creature design. Yeah, and, and also killed me because I couldn't stand the what they're trying to do with the characters and that. I, I'm I. I was gonna rewatch the ritual this much. Maybe I still uh, this month. Maybe we're still running out of time. We're all running out of time, but we got. I got some time. Uh, anyways, that's my day. Awesome. Oh no, it's not. Oh my god. <laughs> I watched Grim the Believer to oh, end of it off. Uh, this is with a preacher 
uh, Vessin that comes. That's got to be like your biggest day ever, right? Like, was that ten, eight, ten movie, nine movies? Uh, it's it's a big day. Uh, I'll 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 count it up in a second. Um, again, this day I I was laid up. I was not supposed to be moving. Um, so I I did that. So I one two three four five. Six, seven movies and two shows. <laughs> that, they, that is Danny numbers. <laughs> that is Danny numbers. Um, I'm going to give this one seven, uh, six point yeah. five pumpkins actually for the believer. Brad, uh, no, I'm done for that. Day. You pretty much watch what most people watch in a week on a day. Yeah, you know that, right? Like <laughs> that's, that's impressive. <laughs> I just didn't watch the like I, I mentioned before. Like when you're you're sick, you would be like, I'm going to watch uh, the ex- three. I don't know. Even when I'm sick, laying in bed. I don't know, like, I, I can't watch that. Like, I think I, well, I think I could do six or seven, I think would be my record. That's what I, yeah, well, didn't you do ten last year on Halloween? No, it was ten. Oh. I thought it was eight on Halloween. You did ten <laughs> on Halloween last year. It's probably one of those things where I had, like, one or two from the night, from yeah. that were half finished or something. I don't know, that seems like a lot. Because usually I do, well, we'll see, but maybe I'll try this year. But I, I find, like, I usually do get, like, I need to like move around and stop, and I start to feel sick, or like I just start to. Well, the whole point off. was I, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. You were but I, don't you get tired? I like, moved around when you when you you're stuck in bed and you're watching like three movies. By the third one, you're kind of. I usually do. Off. I thought I would be falling asleep, but I wasn't at all. Uh, uh, I think I was uncomfortable too. So that kind of. So like helps. I was kind of in pain. So I, I'm not falling asleep because I'm in pain, sort yeah. of deal. I, I, I wouldn't want to relive that day over and over again. I'll, just, I'll say that. <laughs> That's oh, your well, Groundhog we'll see when, Day? We'll see when you win. If you won, then you might be like, okay, thank God. It was, it was, it was worth... Uh, that, that could be your day that, that gives you but the But like wins. the Friday, like I wasn't supposed to do anything, and I was supposed to take it easy, and I didn't, so I was way worse, worse. off. So uh, it was other motivation to be like, don't do anything. And... and uh, and it worked. Anyways, uh, next day? Uh, 22nd. Like, how are you still doing seven movies? Aren't you back to work now? It's, a it's Sunday. Sunday. And we recorded this We day record too. that day for like half the day. At 8 o'clock. <laughs> or 6.30. Jesus. 6.30. Okay, go ahead. Fucking guy. <laughs> uh, I start the morning off with The Stepfather from 19... 19- oh, actually, I really dug this one. So did you watch it the yeah, same? I watched it last uh, last year. Yeah, I dug this too. It's it's it better uh, than it had any right to be. I found it's almost like a Hallmark movie in terms of how it's produced. Like mm-hmm. it's not good, it, like <laughs> how it looks and stuff. But it's good. Like it's very weird. It's got uh, John Locke, who I always just called yeah. uh, John Locke in, in the in the lead role. Um, and 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 his dong, you, you, you get some John Locke dong, and he's so good at this. So basically, it's the stepfather. He's a, a serial family killer. He goes around, finds a divorcee or a widower, comes in, takes over their family. He wants a perfect family. They let him down. He kills them all. Moves to the next town. It's so fucking eighties. Kyle, have you seen this? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's got uh, what's her name? She's Jill Sholin. Yeah, she's in tons of shit. Uh, yeah, she's she's great as the daughter in this. Like, she's got an extra layer. Uh, honestly, uh, there's some like great falling down the stairs action. <laughs> yeah, right? Everyone's always falling down. It's almost like I saw someone put it uh, this way, but and it's funny because I wrote it down. I wrote eighty shadow of a doubt, and then I was looking at reviews, and someone wrote shadow 
of Shadow of a Doubt. And that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Like, it's not as good as Shadow yeah. of a Doubt. Like, it has very little, like, real tension. But it, the performance is so good. Like, the plotting is so mm-hmm. well put together. And no one's safe. Like, there are some, like, pretty brutal murders in this that you're like, oh, wow. They actually, they, they went for, like, well, the, the violence. Oh, yeah. They went for the violence. And sometimes shocking when it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give this one 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, this is one of the gems of my last year, I think. Uh, yeah, it's just the direction is is pretty trash. Yeah, like it's 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 nowhere. It doesn't elevate elevate it to like. There's very few set pieces where they're like, oh shit. It's like always the plot that's like, oh shit, he did that. Mm. Uh, more than what ends up happening. But there's some really. Don't trust your real estate agent. Is all I gotta say. <laughs> Except I- for you, Aunt Linda. Uh, if you're listening, I watched I that. What, what we do in the shadows? Uh, just uh, season four, I started with the uh, the, the reunited and uh, the loop, and I do find like reunited. I'm like, okay, I like this kind of setup where we're going with this new season. I'm like, okay, it's kind of fun. The, I, I'm going to give that one seven. Uh, the uh, the lamp. I, I found this one really let me down. Like I, I'm giving it six six pumpkins. I just kind of felt it just didn't. Yeah, the jokes didn't work. The the plot of him trying to find a uh, okay, so he found true love. Xandor found true love, but like Nandor, he had yeah. thirty seven wives. He was like, I don't know which one it was, so let's bring them all back. So he brings them all back from the dead, and he's it seems to like a, out. a c- yeah. Could, yeah that that might be my least favorite episode yeah. of the series. I agree. Not, wasn't impressed. I, I don't know. I'd probably give six point five pumpkins, but like yeah. it, it's just such a high bar now. You got it. Like you, you start with this, like okay, it's gonna be a good, good half hour. Like oh, oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that was. What would you give that one? I, I, I give that one six point five. Yeah. yeah, pumpkins. You guys just need to start a what we do in the shadows podcast. I feel like we've covered like thirty episodes. Yeah, well, I, we, we we might have. Like I, I, I feel like you, I, I, you, I, I I've like done fourteen. No, I've, I'm gonna do seasons two to five. Yeah. By the end, like I'm that's almost crazy. done season five. Sorry, yeah. you started season two at the beginning of this. Yeah, that's insane. Um, insane. There's uh, like ten, <laughs> 10 episodes a season. Yeah, that's so, still like yeah. thirty episodes. I guess two and a half movies. Forty, a yeah, season. forty episodes. I'll, I'll probably Jesus. do like so. That, that'll be like worth uh, oh, ten points. I don't know. I'm talking about points. I just think that's yeah. a lot of yeah. a fucking show. Oh, a um, lot of TV to watch. A lot of movies to watch. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, it's been like the consistent. Like whenever I'm like, uh, I'm whenever I, I can't decide, I'm popping one on. Yeah, and totally. Kind of. Uh, so I, I did a Lucio Fucci uh, double feature, uh, House by the Cemetery, 1981. Oh, nice. uh, you're a fan of this. You just watched this recently. Yeah, right? well, it was less of a fan. Yeah, so I, I I picked up the 4K of this because, of course, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I actually bought the Blue Underground. Not, was that, I hadn't I, even opened I, it. Eye-popping I, I definition? It, it does look great. <laughs> I hadn't even opened the Blue Underground, and then Arrow released a possibly even better edition, so I sold off the other one and grabbed this one. Um, yeah, I've, I've never been a huge fan of this film, and I mm. still am not. There's, there's not really much to it. It's pretty much these people uh, buy this house, there's a basement that's locked, or, or sorry, I, I guess it's initially locked. They eventually go down. It, it's so stupid too. Like they go down. Oh, there's nothing here, and then they go back up. They don't notice in the next room. There's like corpses and a doctor <laughs> hanging out. Like, yeah. well, whatever. I don't care. You don't. I don't care about logic in a Fuji film. But like, if you I, care about logic in yeah. a Fuji film, see, I think here's the door. Yeah, the this problem is like Fuji films work because they have that great atmosphere. They have the lighting. They're going to go around the world and into crypts and everything. But this doesn't have it because. 
the whole film takes place either on the top floor of the house, and most of the kills happen during the day. And then, yeah, the basin looks kind of cool, cobweb. Dig like, about this, like it's missing everything that's great. Like, even that like great the, uh, the storefront with the mannequins is so spooky yeah. to me. I just feel like his films rely so much on atmosphere I, and I, setting. I still think and, there like, is a bit of that in this, but it's just not there's as not much. much. Yeah, um, and the, the kills are kind of gruesome, but I, I don't know. There's, yeah. I, Six pumpkins out of ten. I like think that's I, what uh, I gave it to. Um, and then I followed up with, I also picked up on 4K City Living Dead from 1980. Now, this is one of my favorite Fuji films. Mm. I think it might even be in my top 100 horror. This one is all atmosphere and gore. Oh, th- this film's fucking great, yeah. Th- this film, it's pretty much a priest hangs himself, and he's opened up the gates of hell, and they have to stop it by whatever time it is. Is it All Hell is Eve, I think, actually, mm-hmm. um, by midnight? And um, I, I will say the one thing I don't like about this is that the zombies are ghosts, so they'll just appear. And Fucci, like, there's this... I think he fucks up. Because so there's a shot, and there's cra- they, these couple are making out, and they hear something, and they turn on the lights, and there's nothing there. But then all of a sudden, boom, the the ghost of the priest hangs mm-hmm. there, flashing, and then disappears again. And he just does it, like, he adds, you know... Yeah. It would have been so much better if they turn on the lights and boom, the fucking priest is already hanging there instead of nothing, and then boom, he appears. Like, it's just weird yeah. shot. To me, it doesn't work as effective. I don't like the ghost aspect of this, but I do love, like, yeah, the priest hanging there. All all the other shit is, the gore is insane. Yeah. That's when you have a girl literally throw up her inside. Up her guts. The guy, the, the fucking the weird kid that gets killed by the dad because yeah. <laughs> everyone hates him because he's a weird, creepy kid. Gets a drill the head is and that even now that effect yeah. blows me away. I love uh, you have uh, Christopher George and uh, who's the actress? She's in like all his movies. Um, yeah, so she was in the last uh, House by the Sea. Yeah, yeah. Too, um, uh, fuck, what's her name? Um, is it Christopher Christian McCall? Yeah, Christy McCall. Catriona McCall. Catriona. Yeah. I, I like her. She's got like this look to her that she mm-hmm. she's in a lot of these films. And Christopher George, I'm always a fan of. He's always that like he's. Could get to come in and smoke a cigar, and um, I'd even mention actually the opening is fucking incredible too, where the woman's a, a psychic and she dies, and they bury her alive, and then she he hears something, she's scratching her nails, and it's all yeah. like, and he has to get her out, and of course instead of getting her out normally, let's go in with like a pitch fucking axe <laughs> and almost take out her head. I, I love all that stuff. Yeah, I, I just love the mystery in them, and it eventually leads to like the graveyard, and they got to go under the priest's grave and into this creepy crypt with blue lighting and cobwebs. The and lighting is pretty amazing. This whole film, yeah, like you mentioned, is all atmosphere. It kind of has that fog thing, too, where you're leading up to and weird shit's happening. Like, in the bar, all of a sudden, like, the mirror breaks and then a crack fucking goes through the, the middle of the store. And Yeah, I, I'm going to give it um, eight and a half pumpkins out wow. of ten. Uh, I'm a yeah. big fan of this one. I, I think this, The Beyond, and Zombie yeah. are the three. But, but I don't know, I like a lot of his stuff. because This I really one let like me it. down a little. New York Ripper, is that... I like it. It's not on the don't same level. Don't torture a duckling. Do, don't torture. Yeah. No, no. Don't torture a duckling is the one I don't like as much. Mm. He did a. He did like a crazy gel, and I can't think of the name. It's uh, lizard name. of the. Yeah, I really like in, that in one. Woman's skin. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, this uh, the one you. Uh, I liked a little bit more than House by the Cemetery, but I had a lot of the same sort of issues uh, that I often have with him, where it's just like, what is happening now? But. <laughs> Uh, I think yeah, yeah I, I don't it, mind that because yeah. I, I feel like his films are just like set piece after set piece of gore and atmosphere and it just like this fucking film is one of the most oozing atmospheric films mm. out there in my opinion I don't know uh, what else you guys got go ahead Adam uh, so I watched uh, 
you know, I'm I'm planning to watch the fall of House of Usher, uh, of of the House of Usher. Um, that is uh, the the new Flanagan uh, series, um, and I've always been a fan of of the the Vincent Price one. This is a silent film from 1928. Um, it's kind of like a surrealist. I guess uh, Buñuel actually was the assistant director on this. So after he did um, uh, when he was first working as a surrealist filmmaker, um, he, he he was working on this. So uh, you, you definitely got these vibes. It's a little bit more out there than I would have thought in terms of story making, which actually makes a lot of sense with, you know, uh, Fall of House Usher, where it's is basically a guy going crazy and painting his wife and being more into his wife than yeah, I, don't, I don't even I don't love this story. I don't know. I don't love the Vincent Price film. It's it's okay. Yeah, I I I don't know if I love the Price film either. I don't know if I love this film either. And maybe it's a story as well that doesn't. Yeah, I'm curious because I mean, Flanagan's like a modern take on it, but I'm, I'm curious what he's going to do with it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to give it. I think I'm going to give it 6.5. I was almost seven. And then the end kind of just like that, you know, the house falls apart and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't think it was done super, super well. Um, or I don't know. I, it's a 1928 mm-hmm. film. Like the effects just kind of aren't, aren't there. You're looking at like a miniature house kind of like shattering and people running away. But the, honestly, some of the, the scenes where he's painting his wife, and they're in this big room, and all this kind of creepy shit is happening around the edges. is amazing. You talk about atmosphere; it's uh, loaded with it. Um, should I keep going? Yeah. Uh, so from nineteen thirty-six, uh, this is the man who changes mind. This is a nut, another like uh, Karloff movie that I've been watching. I'm just been like. Going through all of his, you know, when he was, basically when he was getting all all of the major roles. It's also called The Man Who Lived Again. Um, it's, it's a scientist who's starting to research the mind and soul of a person and seeing where that's going to take him. Um, and he, he d- like, d- comes up with a machine that can transfer souls from one body to another. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. The actual like machine is amazing in this that they built. Like it looks so cool. The set design is is really it look really like like the uh, the Ghostbusters uh, from like not, not like the, uh, the the Ghostbusters cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, but like the uh, Ghostbusters, the British one where they go in the closet and they all transform to. I don't know. Have I? I don't think I've seen. Uh, that. You haven't seen this? It's like a weird like a uh, like Harvey cartoon from like the uh, the eighties. Uh, no, 70s. I've never yeah. seen that. Um, it's a slow setup, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I almost was like, oh, I'm going to give this up. And then it, when it fucking kicks into gear, it's, it's a ton of fun. Um, it still takes a little while to get to, to get there. The ending almost makes no sense about how people are, like, you know, they're all trying to chase him down, and the bodies have changed, but they're not like really following who they should. If you're really thinking about it, just don't think about it too much. Six point five pumpkins for that one. Okay. Yeah, I watched the the gin, but we talked about that earlier this week. I, I can I can do another one. I because I, I, I did another um, uh, you know movie in that kind of thing. Black Friday. This is not the Black Friday movie. Yeah. That, 
It's Black Friday with uh, is uh, what's his name? Bruce Campbell. Uh, Bruce Campbell in that yeah, one. Yeah. Okay, I, this is not that one. This is uh, Arthur Lubin's Black Friday from 1940. This also st- uh, has Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi in it. Uh, they're not really the stars of this. Um, this is this is a movie where, uh, but, but Karloff is. It's it's another kind of interesting one. So, uh, there's gangsters running. It's Karloff is the main gangster, and he runs through through like uh, they're running through this small town, chasing after this other gangster. The other gangster runs in this you know this one professor, and then his car kind of blows up, and they're both pulled from the wreckage. And the one professor is going to die for sure, uh, and the other guy might live, but there's going to be problems with them. And he says to Karloff, you know, if if you get me out of this, there's riches or whatever. And so he takes a part of his brain and puts it into his friend, the professor, as he's stuck, like, professor. And now he's got both sides of this guy. The acting by uh, Staniel Ridges, who I don't really... I, th- I, th- I knew him from To Be and, or Not To Be, which I love, the Lubitsch film, but I don't really know him. I think he did mostly, like, character actor. He's yeah. incredible, because when he's the stuck-up professor... He plays it. Perfect. And when he's the gangster, he plays it perfect. You... You actually believe these are not the same people whatsoever. Oh, that's awesome. So now they're going through the town, and and but like he's having all these breakdowns and killing people, and as as the gangster in all these horrible ways. Uh, and then he comes back, and the, the professor knows nothing about it. But Karloff wants this five hundred thousand dollars the gangster has, and he's just trying to follow him and yeah. and get to him, but also prove that he can do this crazy brain surgery. Of, of course, it doesn't go as planned. Um, it's got like noir, sci-fi, and horror mis- mix, but this one kind of works better. You know, Kyle, we were talking about how sometimes they don't always mesh. Mm-hmm. This one seems pretty natural in, in all the elements. Uh, only bad thing is Lugosi really has nothing to do. Yeah, he's just kind of there. He's just there because they were probably like, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, but like, oh, you're uh, Boris Karloff, and you sure we yeah, need come on in. Yeah, come we on. We need in. a name on this, uh, Marquis. Um, also, Karloff must have been a really great scientist to to make all of these devices up <laughs> in the world. It's, it's really good. well. He was no dummy. I'll tell you that. Um, but he's not evil in this one. Like he does have, uh, as I said before, range. <laughs> like he's in, but he's like doing things for the right reasons, but the wrong, and pulled away. Anyway, six point five pumpkins. Okay, yeah, and I, I, a, a neutral evil scientist is what they call that. <laughs> neutral evil, yeah. Uh, You're fin- getting into galaxy br- brain stuff and yeah, every, yeah, uh, yeah. everything else, Maddie, these days. Uh, I, I finished off the night with a double feature. Um, this one, I guess, I'm sure you can see the connection. So I started off with My Best Friend is a Vampire from 1987. Uh, Vestron just put this one out on Blu-ray. been kind of wanting to see it for a while. Uh, kind of your standard, uh, you know, tale where this the teen is uh, bitten and turns into a vampire and uh, and then he has to deal with uh, the, the hunger and mm. uh, you know all that kind of thing uh, David Warner's in there as a vampire hunter nice. um, of course he's done tons of stuff and then uh, this actor I, I didn't know his name but he's done tons of stuff Renee Aubergenoir <laughs> oh is he the guy from Deep Space Nine uh, and he's in uh, the Christmas movie we watched last year. He's apparently he's done a bunch of Robert Altman productions. Yeah, he's in Deep Space Nine. He's got a unique look to him. Uh, but he's uh, yeah, he was the dad. He's the mean dad in in what that movie with Ed Asner. What what a Christmas star? Christmas star that we covered on the podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so in this one, he's a, a fellow vampire, and uh, so he kind of is going to teach the kid the ways, how to survive, you know, where to get the... It's kind of this fun thing where the, the butcher at the grocery store is secretly... I don't know if he's a vampire or is in on it, but he's selling them, and they got, like, beer... You know, you can go to the store and secretly get a six-pack of, like, blood. Ah, cool. uh, so he's got a little mini fridge in his room, and he's just showing them how to survive. Um, so, yeah, I, I was kind of digging all this. His parents think he's a homosexual because... That was the 80s. Yeah, the 80s, and he's doing some stuff, and he's always with his buddy. Um, and his, his friend was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was kind of digging it, and, you know, there's some car chases, but then it just, again, it just kind of felt like it didn't have anywhere else to go, and it's like, okay, we're just going to have David Warner chase him. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie, let's do it. Let, oh, we just had a cool car chase. Let's do, like, a, a second and third one. Um, it just didn't, and, and, like, I don't feel like they did enough with, like, the fact that he's, becoming a vampire and how this would affect him in his high school life and stuff. I think they could have did like Teen Wolf, I think is much better yeah. with all the hijinks he gets into with that and, you know, become it, but it is kind of this, the, the same thing in this one. Uh, sorry, that's, that's a lie. This one is not, no one notices much. It's the next film I talked about where it's kind of more like Teen Wolf where everyone just accepts it. But uh, yeah, I think they could have did more with it. Um, I, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed. I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins. Mm. And then I followed that up with my boyfriend's back from 1993. Have you seen I, I bought this ages ago. I still have it uh, sealed. I remember like, always wanting to see this yeah. as a kid. The trailer I loved. Uh, mm. You know, it's like playing, the, the, of course, the famous song. Yeah. And it's a, a zombie guy. And he's come back from the dead to go to the prom with his girlfriend. Um, this is directed by Bob Balaban. Bal- oh. Who did pa- Parents, who you covered last yeah. week. Uh, and it's it's got some. I don't know if I'm trying to think if I recognize. Oh, I guess it's produced by Sean S. Cunningham as well. Oh shit! So <clears throat> this is kind of like Teen Wolf, where he's a zombie and he comes back, and everyone is cool with that. Ex- well, not cool with it, but it's kind of accepted. Like some people think he should be hunted down and killed because he's a zombie, and other people have just like whatever. This film is fucking weird and insane. <laughs> I was surprised, like, because this is kind of like a big studio picture. Yeah, it seems like, like it the like mother. That. It's like, ah, oh, son, I got a surprise for you. And you, she, he goes in the kitchen, and she abducted like a six-year-old kid for him to kill and eat. <laughs> and then, like later on, she's digging up corpses, and he's opening the stove. Like it's just got this weird humor. The parents are—I can't remember who they are. I feel like the one guy is, uh, yeah, Edward Herman is the guy from like the Lost Boys, and he's done a bunch. of Richie stuff. Rich, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> he's the dad in Richie Rich. The, both parents are are a lot of fun, and they're like the humor in this is just—it's out there, man. There's a guy. So, oh, and it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a young Philip Seymour oh, Hoffman. Amazing. He's the bully in this. He's he's the constant. But spoiler, he he gets accidentally. He goes to kill the zombie with an axe and kills himself. And then you know this guy eats him. So now he gets blamed. And the dad's like, "Oh, you ate my boy. I gotta kill you." He shows up at his door with him and his friends with like the, the pitchforks. But then like later on, he's captured and he's like, "You don't got the guts to kill me." And he's like taunting him, <laughs> and he's like. You don't got the guts to eat my foot. So he starts eating his foot. And then like, like you think it's a dra- dream sequence because it's so insane. No, this is actually seen the movie. There's like, Tch. and then like next thing you know, he's eating his leg. Oh yeah, you ate my foot, but you couldn't eat my leg. And then it goes on. <laughs> next thing you know, he's like ahead and he's like, yeah, you didn't have the guts to finish me. That's why, you know. And then like, he's taunting him as he's to eat, getting eaten. Like the humor of this film, I'm not going to say it all works. I'm not even going to say it works at all. This movie sounds insane. Like, yeah, I, the, I'm excited yeah. about going home and there's watching also, this. There's also a cameo from, it's like a, Blinky, you missed a 30-second cameo of, uh, I swear it was Matthew McConaughey as well as was one huh. of the teens in there. Yeah, it is actually. His his role is guy number two. 
he's just in a scene where they're like watching him or something. I think he, I don't know if he has a, a, a line, but yeah, it's so weird. Like it is a weird, weird fan. And it's like, I guess the popular girl, she has no interest in him. He, ha- he plans, he's going to, he's going to get her to fall in love with her by, he plans a fake heist at a variety store because she's working the, the variety store. So he has his buddy's going to come in and hold up the gun and then he's going to save him. But another guy comes in and it's a real, that's how he gets killed. It's a real criminal and shoots him. Like, it's just like, what? Like, this is the love story. And then he's going to come back and she's like not even in love with him. But then she kind of falls for him and, and she's making out with him. His ear falls off and she's like, oh, this is yours. And they staple like. It's fucking this weird. This movie's insane. It's got this other guy too that you've seen a bunch of stuff. I feel like was he in Mel Brooks movies, but he plays the scientist and yeah, th- this movie is uh, oh apparently Matthew Fox is in there too. I'm trying to think of the guy. Eh, whatever. Anyway, he's a recognizable guy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm between like six six and a half pumpkins. Like it's it's not a good film. Oh, I, I thought like with the. No, it's just it's because it's not a good film, but there's just a lot of like crazy stuff that it's like shit. Like that is a choice, man, for a studio film to do that kind of stuff. I mean, again, it's kind of cheesy. It's like him trying to get to yeah. the the prom, but it's like all these other fun side plots and characters that I think make. I it feel like that that was parents too. Like, yeah, somebody thought Bob Balaban's gonna make you a normal movie. It's just not gonna happen. No, yeah. Again, I I would recommend giving it a chance just because it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's a film. I, you sold me. I, I am in. I, I, w- I wish it hit the highs of Teen Wolf. Like Teen Wolf to me is still. That. I, I feel this I might be Teen like Wolf. the uh, a Better Off Dead kind of situation. Better off. Like well, the, well, again, I think Better Off Dead yeah. though. Like I think that stuff is funnier. I think that's yeah. a problem. Like this has some sequences that are crazy, but it, it doesn't all work. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, that, that was it for me that day. Mm-hmm. Are we on to the twenty uh, third? Uh, no, I've got the uh, I've got two more. Uh, the Sentinel from 1977, oh, one of yeah, Maddie's yeah, yeah. all-time favorites that I've been meaning to get to. Uh, so this is basically uh, this 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 woman. She moves into this apartment. She wants her own apartment. She's had a troubled past. We know about that. Supposedly, this apartment, you know, there's there's a priest on the top floor, but it's yep. it's basically been no one. She got this furnished apartment. Looks really good. And 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 she moves in there, and instantly, like the neighbors are, are weird, insane. You have uh, Meredith Burgess as this guy who's like parties for his cats and his birds, and he's like just like a intrusive, like hey, come upstairs, I'll show you. My Meredith introduce. Burgess is incredible in this. He is a gem in this, and even the uh, two people who live in the basement, like nice lesbian couple in the basement, kind of. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo yeah. is one of the lesbians, and she just starts like playing with herself while they're having tea. It's, it is. It's this you've movie, seen this one as well, right, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I love it's it. absolutely yeah. wacky. This movie, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realize the cast. I'm looking at the cast. That's it is insane. crazy. Like it has I like call the character actor Palooza. Like it yeah. is just character yeah, actor every, after character. Jeff Goldblum like, is in there's this. Twenty guys and I recognize them Jeff. All. Not Jeff Goldblum's voice though. Oh, I didn't notice that. He's dubbed. So this is the <laughs> weird, weird thing. There's a weird dubbing thing in this. Like Ava Gardner, it's still Ava Gardner's voice, but she's dubbed, and it never matches her voice. And the scene she's in, the lead actress. Uh, who I I don't really recognize. I know she's in. Uh, I think she's in Nashville, uh, but I I could barely remember her part in in that movie in the Altman movie. Anyway, she's dubbed in those scenes. So there's all these weird scenes. Jerry Orbach's in this as a director. Like it's just loaded with with uh, uh, it's Carradine. John Carradine is the the priest who just it's, he got yeah. a good paycheck for sitting doing nothing. Um, 
it's got like some weird nightmarish tone. flashbacks as well. Like where she kind of realized yeah. what happened in her past, like with her dad and the cake and the very bizarre cutting off of a nose. Like it is, this movie is it's almost like Rosemary's baby, a Fuchi movie and freaks. Yeah. Like it, it, it is such a, you will never see another movie, this sleazy grimy and there's definitely yeah. a, a sleazy factor that I don't always there is Love. a one scene where they actually have a, I don't know how to say this, but disfigured people, people who are disfigured, come on screen. But it's only like such a small period when yeah, I don't a, want to give anything away, but like something happens and this nightmarish party. Yeah, happens. It's, a, it, they, it's the opposite of freaks. How freaks yeah. always seems like empowering, empowering, and they're this on, one on the, is on the sign and empathetic. There's no empathy. They're actually using this as fear tactics. Yeah, and but it's only such a small three minute window, maybe. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Well, maybe a little bit. They're yeah. there in the background for mm. the whole. But yeah, it, it's it's not enough to make me dislike the movie. Yeah. But I just after just watching Freaks and being like, yeah, this is fucked up. <laughs> like, and a, a lot of the movie is fucked up. Like this director, I think he did all the Death Wish movies. Definitely like has uh a sensibility, I'll say, that doesn't always... It is cruel. It, it, yeah, it's cruel is the right right word, word for it. I, I didn't jive with all of it. Like, the lead actress is not great. Chris Sarandon, who I like, but is not great in this. Like, he's got a whole other backstory. Like, I don't love any of his side I, story. I, I, that makes sense to me. That's how he sets it up. Like, he sets her up for this, right? Like... Right, but he's also yeah. not trying to set her up for yeah. it, right? Like, th- there's some yeah. plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, things <laughs> that aren't. But I love all of the nightmarish craziness. I wish there was just more. I almost wish she just stayed in 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 the apartment and more crazy things mm. happen. Maybe that's my own watch, but still, seven pumpkins out of ten. Yeah. Leaning seven and a half, like I'll, I'll definitely revisit. If this. you haven't seen this, do yourself a favor and watch it because it's nothing oh, like yeah. you've ever seen before. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's its own. Excuse me, it's its own deal. Like I mentioned, all of those things, it takes that and then it almost like makes it like some sort of conservative. <laughs> Uh, 80s, pre-80s, like Reagan, like the stuff that would scare people in the 80s just yeah. because they liked the the Reagan followers. Yeah. It feels like this is like the blueprint for that in yeah. a way. With ghosts and religion. Cake orgies. Like, you wouldn't think you would see a cake orgy in a 70s movie, but here we are. <laughs> no, well, everyone knew that was a 90s thing, but yeah. I think it was yeah, yeah, influenced yeah, yeah. by this. Uh, and then I, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, this is season five. This is the beginning of that. They go to the mall. It is very enjoyable. <laughs> Vampires at the mall. Maybe not as enjoyable. Uh, maybe the similar thing with Casino, which I know you liked a little bit more than me. Yeah. I still liked it a lot. 7.5 pumpkins. Perfect. Cool. Is that it for the uh, 22nd? Uh, yeah, that's it. We're going to the 23rd? So yeah, on the twenty third, not not as big of a day. I had to kind of go back to the real life again. Not as big as day. It's still fucking a lot. All right, you're up, Kyle. Uh, yeah. So some uh, some old films here. Uh, start off with the with the ghost walks. Uh, this is uh, it's uh, of course the typical stormy night. A car breaks down, um, and then these guys end up in this house. I actually had to stop this, and I'm like, 
Have I seen this yeah, film before? It does sound like you've seen this before. I swear, this is like the opening of the old Dark Hills or something. Yeah. There's like where a tree falls down, these guys are in a car, they have to get out. And I'm looking around, I'm like, no, it's, I swear I haven't seen this. Is this the opening um, to Dolls? I, I feel like it's the opening. opening but for... I mean, I feel like from from this time, there's like one or two other films yeah. that are like this exact opening. Um, but no, I hadn't seen this one. Anyways, this, yeah, this theatrical producer, his secretary, and a playwright are all stranded. Uh, their cars get off and they end up in this house. Um, they get there, and I guess they're, um, it's the anniversary of this, uh, this woman, her husband's murder. And so they you know, come, come in, we're, we're going to have this dinner, and they have kind of this, I, I don't know if it's um, a seance or maybe they're just arguing or whatever, but all of a sudden this, the lights go out. Um, and then I, I don't want to say much more there, but I'll say there's like a twist, and it kind of goes where you didn't expect, which I thought was kind of fun for this time. Um, it's, it's not kind of, doesn't do the same thing you've seen a bunch of times. Uh, the producer and his secretary are, are kind of fun the way they play off each other. He keeps on firing him, uh, constantly, but then he realizes he needs him. And then again, you're getting all the staples. There's not too much to say about this. Um, the secret passageways, the, the cutout eyes, the, you know, the bed that's going to come down and crush you. Uh, uh I'm stairs one... that turn into a slide kind of deal. Yeah, I don't think that's in here, yeah. but I wish. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one seven pumpkins out of ten. This is one of the better ones of those. Uh, that's that ghost walks those films. The ghost walks, yeah. So I watched uh, some more Simpsons. Uh, I guess in the uh, later seasons they actually do like full episodes. It's a Treehouse of Horrors presents not it, where they pretty much do the tale of it, but with Krusty as Pennywise. And all the uh, Simpsons characters, like as the uh, the Losers Club, like a uh, Homer, Marge, uh, Barney, uh, Carl Carlson, and uh, Mo are the Losers Club. Okay. So Sam is like this kid's <laughs> taking out Pennywise. They get older, and the comic book guy and Marge get married. The comic book guy as well as in the Losers Club. They get married, and yeah, it's actually really good. As like a uh, well, you've always been wanting Marge in the comic book. Guy I was get, thinking yeah. that, like, why not? Right, they belong together. <laughs> so I'm giving this one a uh, seven point five pumpkins. Like, uh, I, I it. Krusty being Pennywise made sense from the get-go. Yeah, you say seven point five. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Like Treehouse of Horrors, it's good. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think this is the one I need to see. Like, yeah, they did this and I then think they you'll did dig an actual it. Treehouse well, of Horrors. Right? If if you like it, you're gonna dig it. But I don't think you really. I like much. it. The '90s one. Yeah, the new one is you know a mixed on. I watched The Tingler from 1959. This oh, is a William Castle, Cass- eh? Castle picture. Uh, I do love, I like this in 13 Ghosts where he opens it up and uh, it, it's made for Skyle. It just opens up with a bunch of screaming, like hysterical screaming for uh, like. If you feel and it, that's, shout it out. Shout yeah. out if you're going to get hit by The Tingler. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's really like. A the bas- intro of Castle films are always so great. Like even the House of uh, House of Haunted Hill, where it's pretty much just like the heads in the background yeah. of the thing, like they're talking about. Yeah, like, they're they're always we're all going to die in this house. Yeah, they're always awesome. Um, I do. So it's basically this this. Uh, I've been wanting to get in a, pr- a price. I should say I did a double feature with uh, Price that day, and it's uh, basically this pathologist who's trying to find. What, you know, in the spine, he thinks there's like something that triggers fear or, or reacts to fear. And it's a creature that lives in the vertebrae, which is so fucking ridiculous <laughs> and doesn't really make any sense. Uh, and and basically the thing that stops the creature is screaming or, or complete fear or someone dying when it's in the body. But if it's out of the body, there's nothing that can kill this thing. Um, 
it's the absolute most ridiculous idea, but you kind of go for it. Price is there, and he's got this rich uh, wife who's terrible to him. Is the, the opening scene? He looks at the window, and she's just making out with this other guy. <laughs> and then she comes in, and instantly, like, there's a saxophone phone entrance playing. So there's never been a saxophone in this scene. Then it's just like, wah, 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 <laughs> once she comes in, and even when she's passed out on the table, when he like so he takes her out to to show like the fear mechanism and take x-rays she's passed on the table they show her back and they play the saxophone sexy sexy music back it's so fucking crazy (laughs) to me it's so good um and then there's there's the the her sister who's this very nice guy and then the assistant who's this bland person but i guess they got married in real life so hey way to go guy uh uh, i think divorce as well and it just like, and then the tingler comes out. The tingler is so fucking weird looking and and just like nonsensical. Um, but it, it it goes into like this guy that runs a movie theater with his uh, uh, mute mute and, and deaf wife, and and she's very scared of things. And her tingler will work in different ways. Just roll with it. You have a lot of fun. I, I give it seven pumpkins. I I uh, I, I, I I'm more fun with if this. If this one, came down goats. like a, 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 if they were doing a tingler night in a movie theater, you would go. Go go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't love this one, but I, I would like to see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I, uh, I just like it's really ridiculous. I don't think it. Uh, the I just I remember it being too messy. Like all the different things. I don't know. Like. Yeah. It's a ridiculous plot. It makes lots of sense, though, like uh, in their crazy sense. But it doesn't make sense in any sort of like real world science. So, uh, but like the scream stops this tingler. Well, woman with no voice. Isn't there something though where he's trying to knock the person off? Or am I getting this mixed up? The well, you think that's what the case is, but it's a twist. Yeah. Um. There, there's some I don't lo- like I gave it seven pumpkins because I don't love some of the stuff with the wife and the backstabbing or whatever but like the sequence where the woman is getting scared to get death is 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 really excellent um, and then uh, the mad magician from 1954 this is another price movie it's basically price being this magician who can mimic anybody else and he, he makes all the devices and wants to be the lead star but the guy that has a contract with them doesn't want him to do that because he wants him to just keep giving all his devices to his money maker. Uh, so he, he tries to trap him into just making that in the workshop. It all kind of goes, goes, goes awry a, a little bit. Uh, and it's like kind of the cheap version of the house of wax in a way. I, I guess it was made very quickly afterwards. Um, and there, there is definitely it's 3d. Like at one point he just, uh, sprays spray some water at the crowd, and it's just he just keeps spraying a hose at them, and it's like, okay, I get it. This is supposed to be three D. Um, Your brain will crush like this tomato, and he crushes the tomato towards the. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think there's no that that that's probably the third one I haven't uh, seen geez. in these three D price movies. Uh, price is still a lot of fun, as he always, or almost always is, uh, and the magic com concepts are are kind of fascinating like actually how these devices will work and how the kills could happen it never hits the height of a few of these other movies like hangover square where the actual mystery is that interesting the mystery you just have to kind of 
it's it's a device for some of these sequences and, and fun. I'm I also remember like being seven. a fun moment where he's trying to get rid of a body or something, and isn't there like a frat party outside or something? And he's yeah. So yeah, there there is a great uh, with the first person he kills. They're they're having like a it's probably a soccer match or yeah. football probably football college football matches going on, and they're they've got this giant bonfire, and uh, he dresses up. It's it's like the other team. Uh, member, yeah, it's a good, it's 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 good. There's a lot of cool kind of things in this. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd find remember great double great one. double feature. Honestly, yeah. I really really yeah. enjoyed both both of these movies. Right, what'd you watch? Uh, I did the man Man Beast from 1956. Uh, I'm a sucker again, even though there's not a lot of good ones. Bigfoot, Abominable Snowman <laughs> films, and, and and old films set like on snowy mountains. It's, you don't see too you many of those. It, right? Like Hammer did one called The Abominable Snowman of the Himalayas, which, again, wasn't a great film, but I enjoyed because of that. Uh, so this woman and her boyfriend head to the Himalayas in search of her brother who went missing uh, while searching for the Abominable Snowman. Um, th- they meet up with this uh, young, attractive guide, of course, who's going to be the love interest for her. Um, so you can get that three-way romance. Uh, and then also Varga, who is this interesting man who's got... He's just a weird-looking dude. He's got, like... He's like me. He's got like blonde eyebrows, so they kind of blend in. It looks like he's got no eyebrows. Um, at least I think it is because it's black and white. It's hard Can to tell. Can we start calling you Man Beast? <laughs> <laughs> well, his name is Varga, but I'll take No, Man but you'll Beast. be Man Beast. I'll take Man Beast. Uh, anyways, this is weird kind of odd guy. He was the guide for the brother when he went missing, so there's something off about him. Uh, I don't know. I'm a sucker, as I mentioned, for these type of films. It's pretty much, you know, these creatures killing people in the snowy mountains. It does, like, for 1956, I was surprised because they kind of insinuate kind of monster rape that these <laughs> monsters have been capturing women and raping them to create more monster uh, Bigfoot. So that was kind of like, eh, that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> don't really want that in a 50s fucking snowman movie. But uh, I, I, again, this is, like, low budget. Um, it's, it wasn't great, but I had fun enough with it. I'm going to give it, like, five and a half pumpkins out of ten. Like, Yeah, not that great. I, I watched it, but, I, you know, it's not one I would necessarily run out the, and watch. This, I think uh, I watched uh, Beast from the Haunted Cave a few years ago. It, it, it isn't, like, a, a, a Yeti. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to watch that. I have that in my... Because it's a snowy mountain killer, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch it this time because I found out about it after the fact. I dug that. Quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to try to watch I, it. I honestly, uh, you know, we were talking about me watching a- Attack of the Giant Leeches and why would that be <laughs> on my list. It was honestly like there was a few of these ones which I watched like three or four Shocktobers ago. That were gems? That I, I liked. And this that one always seemed like a gem. Like the acting's kind of rough. It, you know, it's, it's not – I don't know. There was something about it. I like the directing more um, – yeah, Anyways. I feel like I was going to watch the leeches, but I didn't get to it. But I, no, I the see, giant leeches one sucks. See, I, well, we're going to talk about. There's one monster movie that I think you watched and you hated, and, and I kind of had fun. I, I, I'm more of a sucker, I think, for killer monster movies than you are. I think. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Anyways, um, yeah, that's the man beast. Maddie? So I watched a uh, Treehouse of Horror uh, 33. It's from uh, last year, I think. Yeah, I think it was the last one. I think it was one. the same year as the Not It. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. It was uh, they do a, a Babadook uh, uh, spoof called Pukadook, which is actually really good. They do one uh, on Death Note. Have you guys seen Death Note? Death Note. 
Oh, it's yeah. pretty much like, a, like a, uh, yeah. a magna book where like a girl writes a note in the book. And I've only saw the movie dies. that uh, that dude did that I'm not a fan of that he did Year Next and everything. Uh, oh, okay. Deathgasm? No. No, it's called Adam Wingard. Wingard? The, yeah, he did Wingard. But he did. Uh, he did. He directed the Netflix American I, version. I, of I, I, I kind of want to check oh. this out because this like uh, thing was kind of cool how they did it in The Simpsons. Like it mm. was interesting. Like uh, Lisa writes a name in the book, but in order for that person to die, she has to come up with the uh, creative way to get. They, that's how they die. So as she goes along, she has to get more and more creative ways to kill people. So it was kind of cool. And they did a, a Westworld parody of The Simpsons where you could go into actual Springfield and like hang out with Homer from Monorail and whatnot. So it's kind of fun to see all these like inside jokes from The Simpsons for the past 30 years being played out on screen with fans. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is cool. I would give this one 7.5 as well. Like I thought that was a really good So they, they've had a resurgent. Yeah, the last th- one was really good. Those are the only good. two I haven't seen. I'm, I'm hoping yeah, to get through them I think this, you'll dig this it. season. Um, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, A Night Out with the Guys, is season uh, five, episode two. Uh La- Nandor and Laszlo have a night out with Sean, Shawnee and his friends. <laughs> Shawnee! Shawnee! Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, Nadja discovers her, wh- where her source of bad luck is coming from. Uh, from Which a, is? A old, uh, it's a, it, it is a hex. Oh. Uh, it's another uh, really solid, fun episode. I don't know if it reaches i love every time shawnee is uh, <laughs> is is on screen uh with laszlo but uh and and some of the things they do with his friends are just fucking ridiculous but i don't know if the b story was as strong so 7.5 pumpkin still uh still great still great yeah uh i did uh you've been watching the car laugh i've been going the lugosi i don't know why because most of these aren't good but i did a lugosi double feature yeah like he his career tanked and Lug- and Karloff's career yeah. did well um th- there's there's one that i i f- watched and i don't know if you saw that i'm going to talk about later on that i did really like um well really like it's <laughs> yeah it's maybe exaggerating it but so i did the corpse vanishes uh this one opens up this young bride uh is getting married she receives this orchid before her wedding and all of a sudden, she's at the altar, and she falls to her death. Um, and then all of a sudden, Lugosi and some men uh, come disguised as doctors, and they take the body away. I've seen this. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyways, this keeps on happening, and you learn that Lugosi has been capturing these women. I don't know if they ever explain, Leslie, why they're doing it on their wedding night. Um, but he's taking, he's extracting this glandular fluid from the the young women to inject into his wife who's like old and decrepit and it right. makes her young again kind of like a, a, a um what's that count countess bethany what's that oh uh, uh lady batherly yeah that was like stealing the blood and making them youth anyways there's Is that, a t- that that tales uh that anthology with price Two? What's that one where they f- or or they 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 find some? Never mind. Go on. <laughs> right. uh, I'm sure this has been done in, in a bunch of things. I mean, it's kind of like a vampire too. But yeah. Anyways, the, there's a doctor and a reporter, and uh, they're investigating uh, the deaths. Um, yeah, it, it was fine. Nothing great. Five and a half pumpkins. Yeah, it probably would have been five five and a half pumpkins. And then I followed up with Ghost on the Loose from 1943. So this is the second film that he did with the East Side Kids. I was pretty excited. Unfortunately, this one didn't work as well for me. So but they're, they're on the loose. <laughs> How could they not go well? 
Uh, th- so this one, their friend is recently married. Oh, I guess there's a marriage theme there too. Uh, re- their friend's recently married. Uh, he's bought a house for them to move into when they're newlyweds. Uh, he got it for a steal because apparently the house next to him is haunted. Ava Gardner's in this? Oh, maybe. She's Betty. Huh. Is Betty his wife? I'm trying to think of She's. I don't know. But like this is this would be just before she like becomes the biggest actress in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, so maybe she is his wife. Um, she's probably like t- twenty years. Yeah, I don't think she's got a huge part, but she's in there. Because uh, so again, that's a friend. They go off on their honeymoon, and then the East Side kids are like, "Oh, well, let's go to the house and and clean it up for him, and we'll make it so it's not you know." But it, it's all this like mix up, and they keep on getting mixed up of which house he bought, and. It, it, it turns out, and I'm not spoiling anything. Like they spo- they spoil this the first five minutes. That Bella Gosi is a Nazi, and they've just got everyone convinced that the house is haunted, so they can do their you know their, their Nazi experiment. They're yeah, printing they're like Nazi, Nazi paraphernalia uh, and all that kind of stuff. Propaganda, like, yeah, the propaganda, the pamphlets and stuff. Um, and then so these kids are going to go there, clean up, and you know it's it's what you expect with the kids in the house. But whereas I don't know, the other one was just so much funner with Lugosi playing off him. I feel like he's not in this one as much, and it's just not as interesting. And I feel like whereas the other one definitely had the but haunted house. You got Mugs McGinnis. That's his <laughs> lead character's name. Come on, is that maybe that's one of the East Side kids? That's yeah, definitely got to be one of the East Side. One kids. of the East Side kids, and I, I'm sure it's the same people. But in this one, he's like the tough leader guy, and he's just like I don't know. I just didn't find the way they play off each other as fine. I've had one. both of these weirdly enough in that this giant my 800 movie yeah. list I, again I mean watch the first one and if you like the first one maybe give this one maybe it'll work more for you I'm gonna give this one five and a half pumpkins again it was just kind of forgettable uh, whereas the other one I could see myself revisiting this one not so much again like I feel like the other one too the haunted house had more of that gothic and spiderweb and haunted vibe whereas this one I feel like they do that for the first bit, but then they forget about it, and then it becomes more of the Nazi stuff. And then, you know, the Nazis are coming back to the house, and the kids are there, and they're hiding, and it just goes back and forth. Does Lugosi and, swear in this one? I don't know. What? I, if he did, he I, swears with in German. I don't. I don't remember if he did. He calls him like Scheiser heads or something like that. Yeah, pr- pretty pretty forgettable. Uh, again, which is what I'm finding <laughs> mostly Lugosi. Again, what I'm going through is I'm kind of like. Going through reading the plots and like, nah, eh, it doesn't sound interesting. Doesn't sound interesting. Ooh, this one sounds interesting. Yeah. But again, it is like it, it, they're starting to blend in together because I'm looking for that same, you know, yeah. people end up in a haunted house hijinks thing, and and you're, I'm kind of finding that most of these are not working. Yeah, like he his stuff. He he really peaks in the early 30s, I would say, for the most part. Like he's he's got a few where, you know, body snatchers where he actually has a good body snatcher where he has a decent role in it yeah. um but again karloff is the the thing there like yeah. Uh, yeah um yeah i feel like karloff totally steals that film but. i he just got unfortunately like got to show his range off more um i i'd already gone down the legosi like a couple like i probably watched that first film you talked about like you watched the four doc years yet? ago no which one there's a doc on uh, uh not legosi uh karloff, karloff yeah. no yeah. I should I should check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished my night off with Grim Inugami. It's uh, some kids that accidentally kill another kid, uh, maybe because he was Vessen and scared them, and then it, he was uh, a Japanese Vessen. So there's some sort of honor ritual. Uh, all of that's so so. I'm not uh, loving that. The actual storyline that goes through this season is really really interesting, though. Uh, again, so it's probably a six point five ep- episode overall, but. Uh, I feel like, like you're not doing. An, uh, do you think you're going to finish Grimm by the end of the season? Because 
this was kind of your year to finish it off. And no, you, no, I got. I, he's got th- another year. I got another year. I got another season. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll finish this season okay. for sure. Uh, yeah, what five episodes left? Okay, yeah, I get five. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch a few more. There's only I think I've got three episodes to go okay. or four episodes to go. All right. I'll do it, man. I do it every year. <laughs> I don't want to rush my grim. I, I, I believe in you. You take it nice and slow. I, I, I've been enjoy- I, honestly really like it's always enjoyable. I think at this point they also there's less lows. There in the first couple seasons there'd be like these. I'm going to check this show stinkers. out one day. I'll pick up the complete series. I just mm-hmm. again TV right now. It's like I have 30 that I'm in the middle of, and it would be amazing if you watch Grim before you watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> Probably there's a. I would probably watch that. Supernatural is another one. I li- yeah, I like these type of like X Files yeah. type shows where it's like a monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah, I couldn't. I never. Supernatural. Just I, I watched uh, our our one friend Steve Jones really like that. Yeah, one. it I, seems like Gilmore Girls, but with like. Yeah, I, I some of the monsters really are very one. cool yeah. though. I've watched one or two that had cool mythology with the monsters and stuff. Um, I I just I, the leads I just didn't. Yeah, I I could get that. I yeah. could I could understand. Uh. So yeah, that's it, it for me. Sorry, I did. I finished off with a double feature. Whoa! <laughs> a zombie double feature. Whoa! So uh, I did. We we're talking about Night Living Dead. I did. Whoa! Two, 2006 though. Okay. I, so I, I, what? They did a they did um, a remake in 2006 of Night Living Dead 3D, and it starred um, Sid Haig. Okay. I knew this was going to be shit, but I picked it up actually at a flea market because it's one of those ones that was like, you don't really see it around. It was like two bucks. Mm. It still had the 3D glasses. You couldn't say no. Not going to say no to that. I, did, I didn't realize. Now, most of these films, you get both and you could choose 2D, 3D. I guess this release, because it's only on DVD, they released either the 2D only 3D. or the 3D. Which, I mean, to be honest, that's the only th- good thing about the film. Unfortunately, 3D films, like, that's if you don't have a proper 3D... It's hard. I feel like, you know, with the, with the red-green, I, I usually I like to, like, check out scenes here and there, but I, I don't know if I can do a full movie. Like, I haven't done Friday the 13th 3D fully that way. I'd rather just check out the couple scenes. Now, you're saying the, the red-green on screen, not red-green introducing these. No, no, Where no. He no, brings no. out the duct yeah, tape yeah. and goes, okay... <laughs> Uh, this movie was he put together when He would have this. improved this film. No, if they don't find it handy, he has the actual hand, like a zombie hand on that side it. This film is like, because Night Living Dead is, everyone knows, public domain, so this is like an unofficial remake. Uh, it, you can tell it's cheap. It's uh, it's all budget. The, the acting and dialogue is all pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't like this film. They tried, Sid Haig is in there for a bit. They try to like go somewhere different with the story. They add like Sid Haig's a, a, a new character and they add that he runs the morgue and maybe his family was doing stuff with huh. the zombies. And then, you know, there's black, whatever. This, I, I didn't enjoy it. So I'll say the only thing I did like was the, the bad 3D effects were kind of fun <laughs> here and there. Uh, yeah, this was painful. Like I was eyeballs popping out of you and shit, or what? I don't even think it's that good because mm. the kills aren't even that good. It's yeah. more that like you might have a zombie cut off the screen. <laughs> the movie was so bad that I was like, "Ooh, that was kind of a cool." There is one thing where they smash the car window and all the glass goes Shh, at and your face, shatters. and that effect kind of looked cool. Like I felt like the glass was coming at me. Yeah. It was one. Of, it was just that bad that I was looking forward to something like that. Um, I, I was surprised to find out that they did a sequel to the six years later. I didn't watch that. But and that one somehow they blackmailed Jeffrey Combs and and Andrew Devoff, who was I was talking about his Wishmaster. Yeah. He played the the gin in that film. Yeah, this, this film is bad. Uh, five pumpkins out of ten. Um, again, and I think I'm giving that good for the three D yeah. effects. Like the movie, you take away the three. If I watch this in two D, 
I mean, sure, it would have looked better. My eyes wouldn't have been staring was at it red fun fucking at least? Screen. Was it done like humorously or was it done like... No, it's just bad. Uh. And then so because I had to wash the taste on my mouth, uh, I followed it up with uh, one of my favorites from 1988, Dead Heat. Um, this oh, is, of course... Treat Williams just passed, didn't he? Like this year. Yeah. 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 Uh, this has a bunch of people, Joe Piscopo, Treat Williams, and it's got Vincent Price in there in a little cameo. Yeah, I, I really like this film. It's uh, it's like a buddy cop film. The jokes don't always land, but even when they don't, they're funny still. Like, mm. but it's got like amazing effects. Like, there's the a effects sequence, in this are yeah. way better than it has any right to be for like a Joe Piscopo movie, right? Yeah, like, like when they bring they're in the the, um, the butcher food, shop and, yeah, and all the the, the animals ducks come, come back to life. to life and everything. This film just has crazy great uh, zombie and gore effects and practical effects. But yeah, and I, I find it funny too. I find like when it gets more into the action, like it, it goes pretty kind of dark for this type of film. When yeah. it gets into the action stuff, it's not as interesting. Uh, I'm gonna still like, I don't know. I wrote down seven and a half here, but that seems low. You gonna go I, eight? I, I, I gotta go eight on this one, eight pumpkins yeah. out of 10. I, I'm a big fan of this one. I think this one where I was like, I had to watch it to see if it made my top 100, and I feel like it was just outside. Yeah. Um, I do feel like too, I think I've watched it. I feel like I've watched it quite a Several bit. I'd have times. to check my letterbox. You picked something like the six pack zombie one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so I, Vinegar Syndrome released on 4K. Holy shit. So that's why I picked it up on 4K and I had to rewatch it. Uh, on, did did on this 4K. Hit, get a Blu ray or no? So this did have, a, I think you can get, they might have just put up. This one of those ones where it had a shitty, like it was Anchor Bay put on Blu ray, but this is Anchor Bay when they're like, yeah. No longer the Anchor Bay that we know and love. Yeah, it's just a Blu-ray transfer. I think I don't uh, even DVD think they bothered to transfer over yeah. the extra features. It was bare bones. Yeah. The transfer was like terrible. So I never picked up the Blu-ray and then went out of print. It was going for stupid amounts of money. So yeah, I was so happy to see Vinegar Syndrome re-release this. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this film. I think what's-his-name is hilarious in this Joe Piscopo. Piscopo. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I do like the uh, camaraderie between him and Treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Just he's done so many lines that they're funny, but they're no, cheesy. they're bad. Like, but they're funny, bad. Like, I don't know. They they make me laugh. Like, <laughs> they are definitely like. Oh, and Darren McGavin. They're, they're definitely too. like corn dick or cheese dick lines, right? Darren McGavin's like one of the villains in, oh, in yeah. there as well. It's got it's got the like people you're gonna recognize here and there, mm. and it's Vincent Price. I think near the end of his run, like I feel like he's really old in this, and he's yeah, only got a bit part. This is '88. Yeah, yeah. I think he passed in '91. Like he he barely got through the scissor hand shoot. Yeah, yeah. that was his last movie, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, that was it for a me. perfect send off. I I actually think it's a good idea. Like, yeah, that works really well for him. Uh, I also watched uh, Dark Harvest today, so that's pretty much it for the uh, Monday. Cool. We're on the twenty fourth. Or twenty third? No, twenty. Oh, sorry. 24. Shit. Did you forget to talk about some movies? I forgot to talk about one movie. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I watched Old okay. from uh, 2021. I didn't like Old <laughs> from 2021. That's the M. Night Shyamalan where yeah. they, uh, they wake up on a beach and things are happening. Man, this guy can't fucking write dialogue. It's And it's a, a dialogue-heavy movie. I, I found the actors in this like were real bad. Like, Honestly, I think it's the lines because you had mentioned that. So I, yeah. I I was thinking like it's it's not them. There's nothing they could do with those lines. It's just like they couldn't. They're terrible. Make it work like they're trying to like you can tell all of the actors are trying to like bring some sort of pathos. He shoots everybody 
also like he shoots the tension scenes well. Like when they go into the rocks, everything's very interesting. When it's night, they're looking out. Like the guy has skill. But what it made me think of is how Hitchcock early on realized he was always going to make a better movie, even if it was painful, to have other writers come and work on a script together, even though most of the he didn't take credit on the movies, and a lot of the script yeah. was his idea, he knew he would get a better picture. M. Night doesn't have that. His ego gets in the way. Like, why is I he still in think these those- fucking movies? He's so bad at acting. I still yeah. think he's got like I don't love all this stuff either, but he's got still putting out some of the most unique scripts out there. Yeah, yeah, that his his ideas are yeah. great. It, it, the concept of this, where you get on to a uh, this section of the beach, it's got some really dark stuff in it. Yeah, too. Like, it's a very dark story. It, what it, happened? It's a great story, and that's probably why I'm so much harsher on it too, because there's so much potential there that he just wastes because. Yeah, I I don't know. Like you've, I'm now at the point where I've gone from being an apologist to, uh, to being like, oh fuck this guy. This other than Lady in the Water is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. I was a big fan. Yeah, no, I really like the film. Yeah, the, I, I feel like it was high up on my uh, best of the. I haven't watched right Knock now. on the Cabin yet. Actually, that, I like that better yeah. than this. But that has similar sort of issues, maybe that are reined in a little bit. Maybe because of this. Yeah. Have you seen The Happening? No. You'll, you'll hate That's probably going to be your least favorite. Yeah. I, I love The Happening as well, but I think The Happening, you need to go in. With zero expectations. It is like the cheesiest, but it's so fucking great. Yeah, I really I had like no one. expectations on this because everyone hates this movie. And, and, and the concept starts, and it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a great concept. No doubt about it. See, great I don't know. I, I, make this a great is a movie. film that, like, I, it does have a low rating, but I find the people that like it really like it. Like I'm looking at the reviews and like most of the people dislike it. But then there's like a couple of people I follow that really like this movie. Like four out of five right. uh, stars. They might be ideas guys too, right? Like I find people who like movies are like people who like. Maybe I don't know the one guy. Movie. One of my buddies that liked it. Like he's into more of like the artsy stuff. Yeah, but that could be just like a guy year. that he likes ideas. Like, like, this, yeah. like it's it's a conceptual marvel that is poorly directed with a bad script and and ki- the acting is atrocious all around. I don't think that but all the actors I like in this movie. That was the other thing. It was like how is the stack cast where I've seen multiple things where all these people they are, are good, so wooden, but they 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 are delivering pretty garbage. lines, yeah. Uh four stars, four pumpkins. Yeah. Four pumpkins. Um sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I I wanted to forget this. <laughs> That's why I I didn't. Uh, uh, let's move on to the twenty fourth then. All right, Ooh, right. Kyle's coming to play. <laughs> uh, so I started off with uh, picked this up on Blu-ray. But I wanted to watch it for a slasher. Didn't make it. Uh, Dementia thirteen from nineteen sixty three. This is. Oh yeah, the Coppola. And it, it, yeah, produced by Corman. Is this one of? Is this his first film or? I, I think this is Coppola's first film. Yeah. Wow. I watched uh, this a few years ago. Yeah. Um I and I feel like you didn't love it, right? Uh I l- well, let me talk and maybe yeah. you had the same issues I did with it. So it opens up there's this woman's on a boat with her uh husband um and they they're arguing about her his mother's inheritance how she's going to give it to charity and instead, you know, the, the son needs to get it from her. Uh and all of a sudden he has a heart attack and she tosses his body over the the boat into the water. And she comes up with like this plan. Well, I'm gonna go 
uh, I'm just going to visit the the mother, and she has this castle in Ireland, and uh, and while I'm there, and I'll do something to try to convince her to to you know to get us in the will, and you know I'll just say that the her the, the husband the son is uh, you know on a business trip or something, and uh, so yeah, she gets there. And you, you kind of meet the family. The rest of the family's there. They're all there to get together for this bizarre ceremony where I guess the daughter, as a child, died in kind of this freak drowning yeah. accident. And, uh, you know, the mother has these certain certain ways that they celebrate it. I think it's every year um, where, like, they get together and they go to the gravestone and they each drop a flower. And hers is going to die and she's going to faint and it happens every single year and it's kind of like this weird tradition and she's got the, the the room still locked off so it's kind of got this interesting setup and then so her plan is she's gonna convince the mother that she has some kind of psychic connection with the dead daughter and so there's a great scene and she sneaks into the daughter's room and she's grabbing these like objects in a bag and she's going to do something with them. So I'm digging all this stuff, yeah. like the setup. And it's like, oh, this is kind of. And this the location is they Yeah, go the to. location and like the setup. And, and you know, it, it's tense, like, because someone's walking as she's in this room. Is she going to get seen? Um, and now I, I guess I won't spoil, but something happens and it kind of turns the film. And all of a sudden now it be, kind of becomes a standard slasher fair with an axe killer. And I just it's weird because I love slasher movies and the slasher stuff was fine, but I think like all the other stuff before that was kind of Hitchcockian and I was, yeah. I find it kind of becomes standard slasher movie and it kind of lost what I was digging in the first half. I don't know if that was your issue with it. I, I don't remember exactly, but that kind of sounds about I can't right. say anything without spoiling yeah. it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of let down. Like, I, I like still the atmosphere it. Yeah. early. Uh, and, and you could tell... You can tell, and this is maybe similar to Night Tide, which Corman also produced. Like, there's, there's a, there's some, there's a director behind there that knows how to do a bunch of things. He's just having to work with concepts to sell this movie. Yeah, I wonder if Corman was like, "We need to make it more exciting. Let's add kills and more kills yeah. and stuff." I'm gonna still give it six and a half pumpkins because I think th- there's still elements there. Like again, I, I kind of love that. I was probably a similar score. I yeah. love that first half. I just wish it. Uh, it 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 went it continued like with more of her being this fake psychic and trying to almost not blackmail but you know I, I feel like they don't go anywhere with that after no I, I agree uh, I, I guess I'll do one more because I have nothing to say about this film <laughs> teenagers battle the thing 1958 I feel like I was getting this mixed up with another lost film because I don't think this has had any physical media release. Um, but I don't think this is the case because uh, I actually, reading up on it, I guess this was like never, or sorry, it wasn't released until 1975 when the director used the footage in some other Bigfoot film and then they released this. Um, but yeah, super low budget where these archaeology students, uh, they're they're at a prehistoric dig, I guess, and they, they uncover um, this box and release this cheap creature, whatever. Um, <laughs> I've never heard of this. Yeah, I, I think I was getting it mixed up. There, there's some, there's some woman and the, the 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 wife owns the films now, so they haven't had a, a, an official. I don't even know if they've had a DVD release, and they're supposed to be kind of good '50s films. So I think I thought this was one of those. This is not it, though. Um, again, I, I I'm a sucker for monster movies. It's a monster going around killing people on an archaeology site, even though it's super low budget. I'm gonna give it five pumpkins out of ten. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. not one uh, I'm going to watch, and I don't really have anything to say about because there, it's literally nothing to this film. <laughs> I watched Blood Diner uh, oh, from 1987. Yeah. This was the the pick from from Kyle, uh, and it's. <laughs> I don't know what this movie is. Uh, it, 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 it's it's basically Blood Feast, the the Herschel Gordon yeah. Lewis but, yeah. Jackie Kong humor. Uh, yeah, which I've never seen any other Jackie Kong movies as well. Um, it, it's funny. It's like h- half this movie is inspired and is the lunacy that I would like. The other half of the, the movie is almost Blood Fart Lake. Like I, I, I can like, see that. Like the huh. jokes are just so fucking the wrestling bad. matches. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's no. Awesome. I like the wrestling matches. Yeah. It, like, you know, the stuff in the diner with the guy that, the, the guy that, uh, the, the big fat guy in the diner and he just like starts beating the shelf and they're puking everywhere. And then everyone yeah. just acts like they're all just laughing. Like it's, ah, that's funny. I got puke all over myself in the food. Like it's insane. That stuff is, is, yeah. is insane. Like, and you've got like. When the guys go to the discotheque. The other cook up. that has the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, the doll Ventroquist. that he's talking with, but it, they actually shoot back and forth between them. Which is a directing choice, I guess. That is strange. Uh, the fried head kill is inspired. What about, yeah. What about the guy that like they won't let him in the club, so they just grab him, throw him on the road, and fucking the car runs over him, and everyone's just laugh, having a good laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I guess eventually I didn't. I don't find any of these things actually funny. Oh man! Like I don't laugh. Like oh, I, I think they're like ridiculous, but I don't actually laugh at much i'm all like there's a few points where i was like that is like uh kind of crazy the screaming and crying wife at the same time is is what what about the detective that's constantly beating the shit out of the guy so the detective (laughs) and the other the every time he's he's always just slapping him like what the shut up (laughs) yeah that, that goes on through the whole thing and it's just oh it's so funny yeah not for me uh the all the detective stuff i could live without all of oh, the three of them, because it, it's just like when you actually watch like a Zucker Brothers thing that would do something, it would be just like a police squad or s- s- like. It's just so funny though, because he's just beating the shit out of him constantly for no reason. Anytime like if he makes the slightest mistake, he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> oh, I'll man. just say this isn't enough. Or this isn't for me. <laughs> I'm curious oh, how man. many pumpkins you're giving it. I like I like this more than uh, like part like. Yeah, way more, way more than that. I liked it more than a bunch, of, but it didn't. I never got on its level, like I did even it, with it like blood. Seems like blood a grimy beach blanket bingo movie to me. I, it's still a bad movie. Like she's still just like a bad filmmaker. Like the timing's all off. The way the dialogue hits with like the the their uncle. That's in, <laughs> actually in, I do like the uncle, yeah. but like the way that. The dialogue always hits. It's always like a beat wrong or something. Like, I don't... I disagree. Yeah, I think this film was like laugh every fucking five minutes. I, yeah. I was talking to a buddy at work too, and he, he, he was the same way. He's like, oh yeah, Blood Diner. Because when we were talking about uh, favorite slashers, mind you, I don't know if I'd consider this a slasher. No. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think this film's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it... I think it's five pumpkins for oh, me. Man. Yeah, Yeah, it's just not... I, I just didn't get on its wavelength. I I even stopped it at one point. I was like, okay, maybe you're a little too tired. Come back to this later. And 
I the was pool. writing the stories to swearing out the kids. <laughs> it was even less. <laughs> I enjoyed them, guys. Anyways, Roddy, what else did you watch today, buddy? Uh, so uh, another Legosi. Um, now this one I kind of liked, and I wasn't going to watch it, but I'm like, I got to kind of check out this. We were talking about last episode how this is the one with the apes. Yeah, there's a lot of apes. Well, I don't know which one. This is called the Ape Man from 1943. Yeah, so this is the the, the the big one. I haven't watched this one, but this one actually I think did well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so th- this was a known thing, and it usually kind of turns me off because usually it's like a big guy in an ape suit. And it's not. I don't want to say a big guy in an ape suit killing. The thing is where this one works, so it's because it's so Lugosi. I guess they don't even. I don't even think they mentioned, but he, he was doing some kind of science experiment, and now he's an ape man. <laughs> But he's not like a, a guy in an ape suit. Yeah, he's, he's just, like almost like a werewolf ape man. He's kind of bent okay. over. And so, but there is a, a, an also a, a big ape that is a guy in a suit. And it's Lugosi. I guess he needs, a, for his cure, he needs spinal fluid, which will unfortunately kill the victim when you get it. It has to be fresh, fresh, uh, freshly drawn spinal fluid. fluid. Uh, so he goes out on the town with this big ape on a leash and you kills do. people. And then he has to blackmail the scientist who doesn't want to be involved, but he gets him, blackmails him into helping him, uh, you know, put in the, the fluid. But there, there's like this great moment where it puts in, he's kind of, he's standing up and he can, he's cured for a bit, but then it, it doesn't work. I didn't, I don't know, man, the, the acting in this is way better than it has to be because you just see like, this guy's destroyed where the serum is not working anymore. Now he can't stand up. And this he's is Lugosi? Lugosi, yeah, it's yeah. just great. And, there's also so there, the and then there's this so there's this male reporter, a female and a male reporter that are investigating it, and man, talk about Zuckerberg. It's not. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I think this is just the times. It's the forties, but the male reporter is so fucking chauvinist. Like the first time, it's like okay, that's just how it was in the yeah. Because he's she's like oh I'll come with you. And he's like no, you're gonna rip your leotard and then complain and slow me down. <laughs> I'm like okay, yeah, it's the forties. But then, like, it happens, like, three other times. She's like, oh, I'll come with you. And he's like, no, you're going to break a nail. Like, it pretty much is like, (laughs) it almost felt like it was, like, something you would see in a parody film where, like, every time he's got some super chauvinist thing to say to her why she can't come out with him uh, because she's a female. Uh, And then she's just sitting there doing her nail. Like, (laughs) like, I don't think it's supposed to be humorous, but it's so funny watching it now. Like, it's like... Holy shit, man! This like you could take those scenes and that could be a scene in a parody film, and it would be so funny. But you wouldn't have to change anything. That's the beauty of it. Um, again, I'm not going to say this movie is amazing, but again, coming off of some of those other ones, I, I liked it. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins. It's not quite a seven, but uh, I think there's something there considering it's. Uh, <laughs> I think called this is, the Ape this man. is uh, considered one of like the best eight uh, movies of all time. Well, no, the, the gems of Lagosian is like. Later, years. he just made so many movies, yeah. uh, and it's and, something and I would check it out like on cheap. Blu-ray. I, I would pick it up on Blu-ray, whereas a lot of those other ones, you know, maybe not so much. Like right. other, this and and the uh, the Spooks, uh, what was Run it? Wild, or yeah, I think those are the two that uh, have kind of stood out for me for as far as Lugosi is concerned. Interesting, yeah. Like I, I ran into a bad batch with him, and that's the opposite of Karloff, where I, I start running to like these really good movies. Yeah. So I I've leaned into there, but maybe I'll check some of those out. Maddie? I watched uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, nice. Who Got Depregnant, uh, season six. So good. Episode seven. This is an amazing episode where, like, there uh, there was a Halloween party where they all get brown out drunk. Not blackout, brown out. They remember a few things. Use it. Love yeah. it. Uh, and, like, he's like, yeah, what do you guys got me pregnant? And there's this, like, a uh, Rashomon of, like, 
who ended up because they're switching costumes. They're like trying to figure out what happened that night. It's brilliant. It is so good. I've had this on my shock. T- I think you've had. This yeah, on yeah. Shock so have I. I uh, love this one. I'm gonna eat pumpkins. I really dig this. Episode. It's so funny because I watched this last year before I'd seen any of the show. Oh yeah. And now I've started watching the show. I didn't realize that. The, the 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 people are brother and sister, yeah, right? Yeah. In this one, don't they? There's one thing where like they're talking about because they, they switch costumes. Yeah. They don't know who was who. So I never got that joke. Yeah. And now it's like it's even fucking more wrong and disturbing. Yeah, um, yeah that that show. Is, yeah, like is, I uh, think that shows up. the only. Like we're talking about. Yeah, the com- what we do. Like that. Yeah, that's another one that's really that nailing that, it. that that might be up up there. Because they're, they're like episode third, like season thirteen right now, or something like that. Like fifteen, maybe. Whew. And they're still kind of fresh. Like I haven't seen the latest one, but yeah, uh, the last season was the first one. I went, mm, maybe time to but hang the, it up. The two before that, I thought were as strong as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, um, uh, Pride Parade from 2023. Uh, God damn, this one is amazing. So Sean A is Sean ru- A. is running for comptroller. Uh, because he wants to bring the Rangers back to Staten Island, <laughs> and uh, that's his whole platform. Uh, and and then he's, he might win with that platform. He's saying he, you know, he's he wants to ha- get to the LGBTQ etc. Uh, <laughs> community is how he, I think he put it, or LGBT etc. LGTVs etc. That's how he puts it. You know, the etc. And and but he knows that he thinks that the the vampires they're just you know part of that community Mm -hmm. so he brings them in it's crazy nandor is also trying to fly to space because he's you know um basically laszlo says you can't fly above the clouds but he knows all this other stuff he says i can fly to space and it's so fucking good this is an amazing episode this is nine pumpkins it's so good eh? it's so good there's another one this season that's coming up oh my god like i was killing myself laughing uh, at, at them. What else you watch, buddy? Uh, so I, I did a Roger Corman movie just because it had a great fucking poster, and also it's about witches. Witches is another like genre I'm I'm a big fan of. If you can mm-hmm. give me classic witches, um, so this is called from 1957, The Undead. Uh, yeah, sorry, directed by Roger Corman. This is early Corman. Then, yeah, right? so this is a, a psychic researcher. Um, he's hired this prostitute. Uh, to to do this experiment, he's going to pay her five hundred dollars if she's going to let him put her put her in a trance for like two days, a two day trance, and where she's going to go back in time to a previous life. He's got his former professor there who doesn't really want to be involved, but he's like, you know, if if you're not here, then something could go wrong. For and you know, if you should help me out for her safety, so he agrees to it. Doesn't really make sense because like in this, they're saying like whatever. So this woman goes back to time, and it's like the Puritan days, and she's wanted for being a witch. Huh. Um, and uh, and then so she's got her love interests out there trying to save her. There's real witches in there. She's not actually a witch. She's just been, you know, there's a, there's a there's an evil real witch who has tricked people into thinking she is because she's actually in love with her her guy. Hmm. Um, but then there's another there's another witch who's like a good witch and has like the classic like ugly like the long nose a wart yeah, on it yeah so which I, I love in these yeah. old time films um, but yeah it's this weird story where like whatever she does in this previous life trance it's almost like she's going back in time and it affects the current life which makes no fucking sense um, 
And so like she has, you know, she she's like she's um she's able to use her present time self to like tell her past life things to try and she's going to save her and, and get out of from being uh executed but there's this whole thing whereas if she does this then she's going to affect every life that happens so they'll no longer exist since then so she's technically killing the life all all that shit is kind of stupid doesn't really make sense but i, <laughs> I still had fun with this because you're getting all this cool sets during those times cool looking witches the witches in this all turn into all these like animals bats and rats and stuff you also have satan is in there Nice. And he, he's Old got scratch. that. He's got the. He's got the goatee, the pitchfork, because he's in there trying to make deals. There's a dim-witted grave digger who's kind of always singing these, singing these classic nursery rhymes, but uh, putting graves? a spin on the lyrics with like horror lyrics, and it all involves like, uh, you know, people getting murdered and stuff. I thought those were kind of fun. I wish hmm. I wrote some of them down. I, I had fun with this one. I mean, again, it's not a great film story-wise. It doesn't necessarily make sense. Um, it's but, pretty uh, early, Corman. Like he did yeah. a, a lot of movies. This is early. before Little Shop, even. This is before <laughs> Little Shop. This is before Buckets Blood. Okay, well, yeah, I, I I had never heard of it. Like I don't think it's got a Blu-ray release. Um, I was just going through streaming. I think it probably came up with my Logosi. If you like that, oh. and I'm like, this looks like a fucking cool poster. What's that about? And then when you, I read the plot, and it sounded cool about a, a witch being executed. Early Corman. So yeah, I'm gonna go six and a half pumpkins. Oh, nice. uh, again, it, the story things kind of hurt it but i had i i love all that kind of shit if you're gonna give me witches are gonna turn in animals and uh you know it, it was fun uh and then i did follow it up with uh my son uh chose this one the loud house season two tricked uh from 2017 i think i watched one last time yeah. that one only counted as half this is actually a full-length episode they did for halloween this is like a full halloween one so this one was kind of fun where the two kids have scoped out this fancy neighborhood that is handing out full bars and they run into the two bullies and they're like, hey, do you guys know where, you know, the best place to go trick-or-treating? And they don't want it, them to find out yeah. about this full bars place and ruin it for them. So they send them to their neighborhood, um, which unfortunately doesn't work out because they go and trash the neighborhood and steal one's candy. And their goth sister, who is all about Halloween, and it opens up. And it, for a kid's cartoon, I was pretty surprised. She's got all these, like, it's all this blood and decapitated heads covered in blood in the fridge. Like, this oh, is like fun. a young, young kid's Disney show. Um but anyway, she's uh, she's set up this haunted maze because she's all about Halloween. This is her holiday, but it gets ruined because no one comes because these bullies come in and steal the candy. And then these other, the, the other again, this show's about a huge family. It's like twenty kids live in this family or whatever. The, the other kids uh, they have all like three different costumes, so they've got this plan to get all this candy. But again, it gets all taken away. Uh, I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. Um, it, it was pretty good. It had a lot of Halloween, but uh, you know, it didn't. I didn't love it uh, like yeah. I have. You know, some of these other shows I've discovered, Disney shows. Um, yeah, yeah. What else did you watch, Adam? I watched Final Destination Two. Oh, uh, first time watch. This first time watch. You've uh, seen part one, obviously, right? I had seen part one. Uh, I watched it a few years ago, and and I feel like. <laughs> When we talked about that one, I thought maybe this was the one I had seen the first time and not the other one. I, it's it's huh. it's all blurs together. I really do. I'm trying to think. What part two is the uh, not the roller coaster? Part two is the that's the one uh, in the, with uh, the uh, wooden uh, with the uh, highway track. Yeah. Highway, yeah. So that one's actually honestly, like this, this is considered by many yeah. to be the best. I, it's not yeah. my favorite, but I think most people consider it the best. I I still think the. I like the first one. I, I actually I know I like the first one more. I like I like the setup in this one. This one's a little bit more tongue in cheek. 
where they're knowing everything. Mm-hmm. But man, that opening yeah. is awesome, is right? So fucking. Good. All these films like make me look like everyone's the same thing. You go next time you're on the highway, you're and you're behind a big truck with you're, you're gonna. You think always, of this. yeah, you do. Right? Same thing with like the roller coaster. Like same yeah. thing. Anytime I think of all the shit that happens in these films, I it, like yeah. it, it's affected my life for the rest of my life. Yeah, really I'm has, always gonna right? look at things differently. About like, oh, I got to be careful around that. Yeah, like I, I guess like instantly my wife was like, oh, that's why I'm always when we're on the highway and there's something sticking yeah. out. I'm like, uh, get away from that instantly. Um, I do find once they get back into it, it kind of stalls after that great opening because then you're sitting with all these new characters, which I don't find many of them in this I don't one remember any of the characters are, in are interesting. And they have to bring back Allie Larder for mm-hmm. some reason to kind of be like, she knows how to survive this. That's why she's been just in a secret room. Ali Larder sucks too, by the way, as yeah. an actress. Like she's no good. I don't I don't mind her, but I don't love her. Like she's she is what she is. What she's is she fine. good in anything? I thought she was fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I, see, see Who that's knows? why. I, that's why I actually like part three because it's got uh, what's her name that's like in everything. Uh, I think we're all fans of her. Um, Estelle Getty. <laughs> no. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is like the. Oh lead right, that one. yeah. And then it, it has a couple people that. Uh, yeah, it, Chris uh, Lemchi, who is um, he's in the Ginger Snaps, and uh, he's in some. You'd probably recognize him. He's in the Ginger Snaps films. I think it's a Canadian. Anyways, guy, yeah. like they they spent a lot of time meeting her, and it's the cop guy and 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 the lead actress, mm-hmm. and they're both kind of forgettable. Now they're with Allie Lart. Like it just grinds once you get there. But man, it gets once so, they set up the uh, contraptions. Like the the first Rube, Rube Goldberg is amazing with the and this is the one this where the I'm, in the fridge, I've seen in the, the kitchen in the kitchen and with the the yeah. fire escape. That's an incredible sequence. All the other Rube Goldbergs, until they get to the ending, are kind of like nothings a little bit. Um, but man, they're they're all just like really, really well done. I didn't love this, hmm. uh, but I still really like. I'll keep watching these. They're very mm-hmm. entertaining. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I almost yeah. Did you, did you if you don't watch more of this? We should almost because when there's supposed to be a new encounter next year, we should do like a month and yeah, watch we can them do all. it. Uh, I guess you. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any more this month. I I feel like. So that almost is counter to. I feel like if I watched these too much, I would it would lose some of the effect for me because I was thinking I was going to watch all of them this yeah. month. Uh, and and That's five, I started right? five late. Of them? Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I like one, three, and five. Four is kind of considered by most to be the worst. That's I don't the, think anyone uh, loves that one. Railway the track, track. Yeah. and it's three D. And you know. anyways, I'm going to give it. Uh, Six point five pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Sol- solid, yeah, picture with with uh, an asterisk. I watched. Um, wait, we're on the twenty fourth or twenty third. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. I watched a Treehouse of Horror number eight. Uh, this is the one with a uh, Bart Simpson's uh, a brother Hugo living in the attic. This one is actually kind of spooky. We actually see some like spying on him yeah. during it. Yeah, nighttime. I love this one. It's awesome. And uh, there's another one with the uh, uh, Lisa has a science project where she has like a tooth dissolved in like Coca Cola and it forms a civilization and they kind of break to life, which I kind of dug. The last one is a bit of a slog. It's uh, the aliens turn into Al Gore and President oh, that's Bush. Awful. Yeah. So it wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, that was 96. That's insane, right? Well, again, season nine is when they're starting to lose. Like, I, I would yeah. say you could probably do the the 
first 10, maybe? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, actually, season... I don't know what's after this one. Yeah, because see, the one after this... Uh, no, sorry. The one after this is quite good. That's the one with, like, the witches? It's like, got Hell to Pay. Yeah, yeah. The Terror of Tiny Toon, where the... the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then I think Starship Poopers is awful. Yeah. That's one with Maggie's and Alien. Mm-hmm. But then the one after that has I Know What You Did Last... I Know What You Did, Leadly Did, which okay. is kind of fun. But then again, that one has Desperately... I think this is, like... Where you're getting one really great one, yeah. and then like one or two that are less. It was great. a cool like rap ride with the uh, the first um, uh, trick or treating, but they're all witches. Yeah, when that one is. But yeah, um, I uh, yeah I, I ended with a double feature, um, a doll killer doll. So y- you watched Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich last uh, episode, yes. I think, for 2018. I, I I just picked it up on 4K. Nice. Thought I'd throw it in. Uh, Craig again, written by Craig S. Craig Zeller. Um, the director, I don't know if did too much. Uh, it's got t- Thomas Lennon as the lead in there. Udo Kier's in there. Barbara Crampton, uh, Charlene Yee. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a, a you know a little <laughs> cult cast. Yeah, what a cr- cast, right? Um, but yeah, it's p- puppets. Uh, there, there's going to be an auction. They're going to sell off all these Nazi puppets. They come to life and kill people. You get a lot of deaths. The deaths are all super violent, super cool. For the most part, well done. You get some CGI, but I would say for the most part, yeah, practical effects. It's kind of why you're watching for this film. There's not much else to it. Some of the dialogue and stuff is kind of fun. Again, you got S. Craig Zoller, who I think is an incredible writer. Yeah. I mean, this is not his finest work, but I think it is a little bit more over like puppet master films, right? Like there's yeah. something to it, whereas the other ones are atrocious. Um, I mean, it, it starts to lose its, its, you know, by the end, it's kind of like, okay, I get it. it and also, unfortunately, it's like, I guess this was meant to be a trilogy and this sets it up, but then I guess someone involved with the studio or something, I think the studio no longer exists. Someone was like part of the Me Too movement, so I think they've been kind of canceled. So it sounds like we're probably not going to ever They really set up a sequel at the end. Yeah, which is kind of really fucking annoying. Um, So I hate when they do that kind of stuff if you can't guarantee the sequel. I'm going to give it seven, seven and a half maybe in Pumpkins. Mm. Like I think it is still super fun. And again, I think I'm not I like a, the look of the puppets too. I'm not a huge fan of the Puppet Master yeah. films. I think this is by far like on a whole other level compared to them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it, it has a better pace. It's just better in every way. Uh, and then I finished off with, in my opinion, uh, well, actually, Child's Play is fucking great too. But outside of Child's Play, this is the pinnacle of killer doll films. Of course, I'm talking about the Canon film Dolls from 1986. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I love. Or sorry, 86 or 87. I don't know. Um, I, I love this film. Uh, this is a. Uh, Stuart Gordon directed it, of course, uh, produced by Charles Band. Uh, yeah, it's just all the dolls in this are fucking creepy. They all look great, how they move. The kills are all well done. Like, it's really, imp- there's some stuff. It's like, I'm kind of impressed how they pulled it off. That looks mm-hmm. great. I love the idea where, like, inside the dolls are all, like, people they've murdered over the That's years. That's awesome, right? And they've shrunk them down. And even, like, the scene where they find the one, she hasn't been shrunk down yet, so she's kind of an adult adult-sized doll yeah. with, like, the... But she's got the doll eyes in her, and they mm-hmm. fall out, and, like, it, it's creepy. There, there's just some good stuff. All the, the characters are so over-the-top and villainous. The parents are, like, the most worst despicable parents. Then you have the, the punker girls who are just terrible, obnoxious mm-hmm. people, and then you have the guy who's, like, the cuddly Child bear, at heart. Um, child at heart. Uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. I, again, it's it's not... Perfect. I mean, some of the stuff with him is a little bit cheesy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm, I'm going to probably go eight pumpkins. Yeah, eight. It's maybe it's like seven and a half, eight. But yeah, I really like this one. I feel like it's a short runtime too, like an hour twenty, something like that. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, an hour, hour twenty. Um, 
yeah, it, it's uh, this is uh, it's it's a great movie in my opinion. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it uh, and you're looking for kill again, like that's why like when I watch those Puppet Master like and you compare it to this, like this, those are like that '90s bright. They have no like this has an atmosphere. It's like a a spooky house and there's a thunderstorm I believe going I, on outside. Yeah, I guess the old couple kind of the old couple is very yeah. creepy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this just works on and so many levels compared to the, those films where I think those just have cool looking dolls. Mm-hmm. But I think this film, even the, the kills are way more violent and kind of like I believe that these dolls could kill people the way they're attacking and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for me on the 24th. Uh, I watched Vampires versus the Bronx. Oh, this okay. Is the 2020 uh, movie Netflix joint. This is basically like. Uh, something weird is happening in the Bronx. There's gentrification, but all of the storekeepers are just disappearing. It 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 opens with a, a Zoe Zaldana uh, cameo where she's like, "Oh, is that Zoe Zaldana? Like just being like the one of the owners of the thing?" And then she's kind of offed by the vampires. Uh, it's kind of fun. Like it's three friends trying to protect the neighborhood. It it's also like not much going on but it's an entertaining kind of uh uh i like yeah that's what it is how many pumpkins you giving it i'm gonna give it six pumpkins vampires and and then i finished off with grim good to the bone oh uh this is uh a solid grim episode i'm gonna give it seven pumpkins i don't need to get into it uh too much (laughs) um but uh yeah that was the end of my day excellent and that's the end of the day so here's the last on our last day uh, the twenty fifth. Right, you go ahead, buddy. Uh, so I started off with season of the witch. This is uh the Romero joint, also called something else that maybe somebody else can something. There's always vanilla. No, it's no. it's not that one. It's uh, if somebody can maybe look that up for me because I didn't make that. Uh, um. Known, it's basically a housewife. She's bored with what's going on. Husband, like, is whatever, pretty well non existent, doesn't treat her that well. Um, she's got a daughter that's kind of like with this guy that she seems not like, but she's also you can tell is kind of digging. Um, and she sees her older friends that are in the neighborhood how already beat down they are, and she sees that's what's coming for her, so she's kind of rebelling. She hears about witchcraft. She kind of gets stuck into that. Romero has just, like, this amazing way of putting, like, images together that mean so much more than what's happening. He has all these nightmare sequences where someone's breaking into the house, um, and they're, they're really really well done and and as a person that understands how dreams are made i just had a dream about reginald johnson uh <laughs> and and he was like just at a part like a, a i don't know it, it was like a picnic or something and reginald johnson is there and i'm telling all these stories about family matters and i can't keep saying catchphrases from family matters and i keep looking at him like i'm sorry dream or a nightmare that i'm making well it ended up being a nightmare because i'm like i'm making fun of reginald johnson and he's right in front of me so like there's weird things that can happen with oh, dreams. He, he killed a kid and die hard, so he kind of deserves it. Right? That's true. Maybe I should I I should have let the dream go on. Uh, Kyle, did you figure out what it's also called? Uh, Hungry Wives, Hungry which I've wives. never fucking heard that title, but I guess it was at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, she goes 
and she starts experimenting with what's happening. It's it's pretty blunt in its messaging. Uh, you know, we're 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 you know, women are not appreciated as much. It's it's similar to the the stuff you saw in a amusement park as as well. Yeah. I still feel like he. <laughs> so what you're saying? It sucks to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In this in this movie, for sure. Um, he he also is working with limited. Yeah, actors because they're all local people. As he Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, people. I, I believe it's Pittsburgh. Um, it still feels transitionary. I think like Martin is still like definitely more of when he's got it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I didn't qu- quite as enjoy overall as much as Music Park. I'm gonna give it six pumpkins. Uh, still, like there's something there. Yeah. Like on this low level budget of someone putting together almost like a melodrama. That's about witches. There's, there's something interesting. Roddy, what'd you watch? Uh, Doesn't so know. I watched uh, from 2020. This was uh, caveat. This was uh, oh your, yeah, your pick oh yeah, 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 Maddie's yeah, yeah. pick. Uh, so yeah, this opens up. This uh, uncle is hiring this man to uh, keep an eye on his niece. I guess she uh, occasionally goes catatonic without warning, mm-hmm. and so he takes on the job, but then when he gets there, he finds out, oh, this is on an it, island. I a remote island. I didn't know yeah. about this. I don't know how to swim. He's not happy about it, but he eventually, okay, whatever, he convinces him. And then on top of that, he gets there, and, oh, you also have to wear this fucking leash, uh, which is a chain. It, it pretty much allows him so he can't enter her room. It doesn't mm-hmm. go for it. Which I'm kind of confused by that, because isn't he hired to watch her? Like, what happens if something happens, she's... Mm-hmm. Does something in her room, like isn't that where she spends most of the time? That so I don't know if that really makes sense in the plot there. Um, I think it does where it goes mm-hmm. though. As yeah. I recall. Yeah. Anyways, you keep talking. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's a slow, you keep talking. Kyle. It's a slow burn <laughs> kind of horror film where this guy is discovering that you know the events he that happened. Also previously. has a past that you don't really know about either. He woke up from a coma and you kind of uh, you kind of yeah. see him how he got in that coma. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, there's there's some cool stuff in there. There's like a creepy rabbit toy with drums that's that, used as like a delsing rod. Yeah, yeah, every time like a plays a ghost is um, near. There's a creepy corpse that's kind of like up I there with black love, Sabbath or love Zelda. the look of this corpse. Yeah, same here. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. I found it was kind of like repetitive. A bit too slow for you? I just found it was repetitive and, I, and as like the twist and turn as you've learned the story, I found like every time they told more of the story i was like less interested i was kind of like oh that's kind of lame like mm-hmm. I, I i felt like as a story once you know what's going on i feel like it's not that interesting it's kind of like oh that's meh. yeah so uh yeah i don't know uh i'm gonna give it five and a half pumpkins out five of and half. I didn't, oh uh, wow yeah that's... i didn't love it I, I, thought, I thought you'd be into this i think maddie and i both have this yeah. as like 7.5s mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. just for the audience out uh, out there uh, yeah it didn't uh, didn't really work for me so speaking of great movies, I watched a movie called Possession. It's pretty much a, a marriage falling apart, and you don't know why it's falling apart. It is nightmarish. It is insane. I can't describe it other than like, uh, what's that one that uh, Adam Driver did last year with a no marriage story? Movie? A marriage story. It's pretty much that, but like nightmarish. With us, I've had so many people recommend this to me over the years. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I, I thought this around. would totally be. Your yeah, thing. it. This movie. Oh, of, I haven't seen it. This movie. I know. That's why I'm surprised you away. Yeah. Sam Neill 
destroys us as this guy whose marriage is falling apart and him trying to figure it out. And uh, what's her face? Isabella Aja is gives a performance of a lifetime in this. They both just they're the tension between them two, just based on like the emotions going back and forth. There's one scene where she is cutting up meat and grinding it in like a sausage grinder. That is one of the most tense scenes I've seen all month. So this is, this is one, yeah, like you and Anna is, sat down to this, watched it together, holding hands. We talked about it's this, a, like how, how can we uh, avoid this in our lives? <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I, I know one way to avoid this. The, I don't want to give anything away. (laughs) This was one when when we were trying to, uh, like we were stacking up movies Mm -hmm. for our top hundred horror and this kept coming up. But at that point it was, it was another one that was really difficult to find a decent, Oh yeah, quality yeah, 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 yeah. version of it. I, no, it's, I, had, it's had a great Blu-ray for like ten years. I it was so expensive. Shocked. Yeah, it is expensive because they they release it, and I think it's like this huge book set um, that was like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, and then they did release they released a more basic one. I though. looked at the the version. I remember it was like sixty dollars for the basic version of this, mm. and I was like, well, I yeah, don't know yeah, if this not. is any good. Like, I'm, I'm going to yeah. spend $60 on this movie. Well, it's on Shutter now. Uh, there's one scene where uh, I don't want to give anything away, but she's in the subway she just has this physical and mental breakdown and it is fucking jarring and awesome like it's I, I haven't seen a movie like this in ages I'm surprised it's not heralded as one of the uh, greater horror movies of like I think it times. is yeah, yeah. like it, it, I, yeah. But you, like, it should be in the same breath as Rosemary's Baby as far as I'm concerned like it, maybe it's just like a first time watch for me but yeah, like yeah. I'm so what I, are you gonna give it 8.5 pumpkins wow yeah. I'm gonna I, yeah, I'll try to get this in mm. uh, uh, this October uh, I watched the campaign uh, from what we do in the shadows. This is um, now Colin Robinson is running for comptroller, which is funny. He brings back uh, the emotional vampire that gets uh, energy from. Or oh, what's her name? Uh, Vanessa Bayer. Bayer, yes. Yeah, I love I, her. Yeah, she's very very good in this. It's a good episode. Uh, they go to the energy vampire council. <laughs> Oh my God! Hannibal Burris is in it. Oh, and awesome! Neil, uh, what's his, ha- Neil Hamburger? Who plays Neil Hamburger? You know the, the the comedian? Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, that's like, just like Neil Hamburger. Like, well, that's not his real name, but anyways, oh, I he, thought it was. That's his like stage <laughs> yeah. act. Who pl- used to play the Casbah? Yeah, the other crazy, guy right? A million times crazy. Um, there. Anyways, super, super. Uh, like that's those that section of the episode is amazing. The actual episode, I I, I think, is just. Solid. Passable. Uh, well, passable <laughs> for this show is like seven point five yeah. points. It's so fucking good. Uh, I did. Uh, did you? Did you watch it this year? The Killer Shrews from nineteen fifty nine. Did you watch that? This no, year? I watched it last year. So yeah, I think you you hated this film. I did. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with this one. So this is a captain and his first mate are delivering supplies from a ship to a research compound on a remote island. Um, there's a hurricane approaching, uh, so the captain is invited to stay the night by the, uh, the do- the scientist's daughter. There's some sexual tension there. Um. I like when all the hurricane was happening. Yeah. I, I, like, that's always stuck out, but a lot of the, the, they're shrews. Yeah, so you discover the scientists have been doing tests on shrews, which are pretty much, I didn't know what a shrew was. It's like a. I know you should tame them. Kind of like a mice or a hedgehog with a long snout kind of thing. Um. Anyways, I guess something where he's trying to isolate the genes that are responsible for growth because his plan is uh, 
Earth is becoming too overpopulated, so his plan is to shrink humans to half the size. <laughs> so they would use half the. Yeah, obviously yeah. it's a stupid story, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much uh, these people are stuck on this uh, this uh, in this compound, and you have these giant uh, shrews, which are pretty much giant rats, which they're just dogs and costumes uh which i'm a sucker for uh it's it doesn't hit the highs of deadly eyes of course yeah. but uh yeah you just got uh giant rats uh eating through the walls and and killing people and also i think like when they if they scratch you or bite you there's some poison or something because you die right away uh yeah i i love these type of films well i wouldn't say i love this film but i like these films where you're stuck and you know something's trying to get mm. in i'm gonna get six pumpkins out of ten i didn't love nice. it but i i had fun with it for sure I would watch it again and grab it on Blu-ray. If it gets a Blu-ray, I don't know if it does. I have no idea. (laughs) Um, So, I watched Anything for Jackson from 2020. Uh, This is kind of... There's some people that I follow on Letterboxd that have been pretty big on this. Uh, My wife wanted to watch it. it. It is this couple who just seem like a normal kind of, you know, 60s couple... He's still he's a doctor, he's still working. They seem like they have a very great relationship. And it opens up with this great sequence in their home and all of a sudden they're they're having this conversation about stuff, just daily general stuff, but charming. And then this woman knocks on the door and then they just like take her out and and pull her into their house and then the next thing you know they're trapping her in a bedroom upstairs and you find out they're they're going to do this occult stuff to bring back their dead grandson Jackson. Uh, it, it's got a g- great opening. I, I I have issues with this movie, but overall, I want to like really praise it because mm-hmm. the performance are great. Uh, it's all these Canadian Story's actors. Great. Story's interesting about how they're wanting to bring back their son and what's happening. There's some great kind of spooky parts to it. I think just like overall, it's it's a guy that makes like. Christmas movies that made this. Probably this is like his passion project because you look at his whole everything he's made is Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Everything but this. Um, Kind of has like a shitty look to it, and and uh, I don't know. Like nothing ever feels like super like you're in it the whole time. There's always a sheen to it a little bit. Six point five pumpkins, though, uh, 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 like a uh, kind of a surprise, like indie watch, I'd say. Oh, cool! Almost seven, nice. almost seven. So I watched uh, Messiah of Evil. That was Kyle's uh, pick for me. This uh, thing, and actually, I dug this movie pretty much. Uh, it's a small coastal city where uh, there is uh, Alicia. You've watched Alicia before, Cook, right? yeah, Junior, yeah. And um, yeah, I don't even have this. So this girl <laughs> goes to see her dad, who has this. Uh, he's an artist who's gone missing, and she's trying to figure out where he's gone. In this, uh, yeah, and uh, she runs into a foul of these uh, artists that come in at the same time as her, and they go. This, and there is Alicia Cook, and he is telling this great story how when the blood moon rises, people go nuts and just crave flesh. Crave flesh. An, an amazing uh, sequence with him. He is a gem. Like, he is. He's he's one of the great character actors of all time. Hell, yeah. He's yeah, so he's, good. you know, um, he, he, you go back into, I'm trying to, now I'm, I'm stumbling on what yeah. movies he's been, but he's been in a million. Yeah. 
even the killing he was in. The killing, he's he's great as the kind of put upon guy. So, anyways, uh, he tells the story how when the blood moon comes, uh, the, the, the 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 town turns or the 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 the, 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 the demon needs flesh. They turns the town people into these. So, as the blood moon approaches this day, the town kind of turns into flesh crazed monsters. Yeah, I don't know if they're zombies or what have you. But they're just eating like rats. They're eating what have you. But there was it's one great ambiguous scene. Kind of, I think they're vampires, but I could be wrong. Yeah. There's one great scene where one of the uh, the cool artists go, and she's going to see a, a film, a picture show. So she goes in, maybe two or three people in there. And as the movie progresses, you see people just like filing in behind her in one of the greatest scenes mm-hmm. in like horror movie history. Like, yeah, I, I think that, love that, this. I think before I seen this film, I yeah. always saw that scene in like... You know, horror yeah. docs, when they're talking about it, it would always show mm. up. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I it's think that's what got awesome. me to watch this. Yeah, and it starts off really crazy, too, where this guy, uh, he's a gas station attendant. A girl pulls in who's looking for her dad to get gas. And he's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Boom, boom, boom. And he's like just shooting a gun off into the woods. Like, what's that? Like, ah, just foxes. Don't worry about it. And it <laughs> starts with him, like, getting mangled and raised up on the car uh, left. Yeah, I, I dug this one. I'm giving it seven. I love 7. the scream, 5. too, that's like in the opening. I think it ends the film, she too, where she's talking. She tells a story like... Uh, what, I, I forget what she's saying, what she but said. She, yeah, she ends with like the scream, and that scream fucking still haunts it me. It really uh, rattles your brain, man. Yeah, yeah like, I, I, I had some stuff about... Mm, I don't know. Maybe some of the the dialogue se- sequences that weren't... With the, oh, the cool Aristella. Yes. He was a bit of a bit too cool for school as far as i'm concerned but but everything uh, yeah this was uh kyle recommended this one to me mm-hmm. as well and, and it, it was great yeah, Evil. yeah I, did it. It. I just picked up the new blu-ray release of so i'm hoping to uh check like, it out save it for halloween because it, it's uh yeah it's become kind of a favorite uh i did another one that you did adam and hated so now i'm just at the point where i'm checking out the ones <laughs> that you hated because i'll probably no i didn't enjoy this one that much either uh creature from the haunted sea from 1960 oh yeah this is corman though right um, I don't, is it? I feel like, isn't, isn't it? I don't, I didn't think so, but you could be right. I'll look up, uh, up what you're talking Yeah. Uh, so this one, I, I was kind of digging the, it for the beginning. It has this kind of noir feel. There's this narration. These guys have, are going to smuggle gold and, and backstab the, um, I guess, is it the Cuban... I, I'm, I'm going to be no help. I hated this There's movie. double it's crosses gone. and spies. It is Corman, by the way. Okay. He directed it? Yep. Uh, Bogart, there's kind of a lead who's kind of like this Bogart-like guy that's nicknamed Poopsie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's strange... All the characters are kind of unique and strange. There's one dude that just does... I don't know why, but he does random animal noises. Hated. <laughs> hated him. See, I, I don't know. I liked it because I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, what a choice to make. Like, I know. It's, it's not it's that crazy. he does animal noises. They actually got real animal noises yeah. and they overlay it over him as if he's doing it. Um, the monster looks literally like a pile of shit with like tits for eyes. <laughs> it's just, and, and some of the, di- the dialogue, it's like, it was dusk. I could tell because the sun was going down. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was kind of digging it. It's this like bad kind of cheesy movie for the first half, but then they get to the island and like, it goes on a whole other level of silliness. Cause then the guy that does sound effects, he meets this woman that's on the island that happens to do those sound effects too, and they fall in love. Then this other woman shows up on the island out of nowhere, and they're like, oh, yeah, I met her coming off I this island. I hate that I remember this as well as I do. 
I, just, I've been trying to exercise this out of my brain. It just got really like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it fell apart for me. I was kind of enjoying the silliness of it, but it just lost me. I'm going to still give it like five or five and a half pumpkins because, again, like. I did 2.5. Yeah, the, the year we did. It. Yeah, this was. Two I think years I enjoyed it I more because I again I, for that first half I was just kind of having fun with it. I, it I lost think me I, that I, last, think I like, watched some Corman movie just before this, and I was like, ah, he's pretty good. And then I watched a couple more, and it was like, ah, he's pretty bad. Like it, when he, like sometimes he just made movies to put on. Like there must have been another movie like this movie, and he was like, I'm gonna make money. Mm-hmm. It's, there's just I mean again it seems like you're trying to go noirs are popular let's mix that with a monster movie which is popular noirs aren't popular at this point they're oh, done okay yeah I guess okay so maybe <laughs> it's like parodying that kind of yeah. thing then um, like he liked this if you actually listen to R- Roger Corman speak about movies he knows his shit like yeah. his favorite movies are all like well he's he's the one that brought in all the like the, a lot of the art house yeah. shit and French movies uh, over over to North America like he knows his his shit, but he knows what also will make him money. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a he might be the most successful that. director of all time, right? Like. Yeah. Well, producer, he was yeah. like the guy that, you know, yeah. you have to have this every twenty minutes, or else yeah. you know. I watched uh, from nineteen thirty three Secrets of the Blue Room. This is another uh, Lionel Atwill. Uh, film i've been digging all a lot of his stuff this time there's a um a a blue room that hasn't been open for years because there was all these kind of crazy events with killers and stuff that happened in there and then the one there's three suitors for the the guy liner atwell's daughter daughter and they're all telling these this story and the one says well i'll stay in the blue room to show how strong tough i am or whatever, and he goes in the blue room and he disappears, and then somebody else goes in the blue room and they're dead and whatever. It's 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 a uh, kind of fun uh, romp. There, like Kyle has mentioned in a few of these, there's occasionally digressions into things you don't really care about, but it also has like Edward Arnold, who's this character actor who I basically seen in like two movies, but I feel like I've seen him in a million. You know those guys? You're like, yeah, oh yeah, I. Because they're so memorable, like they're just made to be character actors, uh, and he's a detective in this. He's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, uh, it, it eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one. I think six point five. Like yeah. another really worth kind checking of checking out. Worth checking out movie. Six point five pumpkins. Ooh, ready? Uh, yeah. So I, I ended the the night with a double feature of witches. Uh, for 1990, nice. I did The Witches. I've been I've owned this on Blu-ray for a while. I've been meaning to watch it. Strange choices, and you never saw it as a no, kid. No, I've never right? seen it as a kid. I, I, yeah, um, I love this. movie. I think I've seen like a sequence here and there on on some again kind of compilation mm. thing, but never seen the whole movie. So yeah, directed by Nicholas Rogue, which is such a strange choice. He did like Don't Look Now yeah. and Man Who Fell Earth, and it, it, it like it, it definitely feels different than other kids' films. Like that first half almost feels more. Like a dramatic arty yeah. film, like the style, the look of it. There's even, even the shot like, where the car pulls away, the way it's directed. But it's got this dark opening where you he talks about the, the grandma's telling the story about witches and how there's this young girl and the witches abduct her. She mysteriously disappeared, was never seen again, except for they saw her in the painting. And like over the years, she moved every day, and then sometimes yeah, she got yeah, older, yeah. Matt, and eventually Matt, then just disappeared yeah. from the painting. Yeah, we were talking about this when Maddie covered it last weekend, but like that. 
haunted, you. haunted yeah. me as a mm-hmm. child. I mean, and then right after that, though, it's like literally the scene after the the cops come to the door because the boy's parents just died in a mm-hmm. car crash or whatever. I don't know if it was a car crash that they say what it was. Yeah. But they died and now he's left to live with his grandma. It's like, holy fuck, this is like an interesting way to... Like, it's about 30, 40 minutes in before like you the kids... Oh, lunch. yeah, when yeah. they go on the vacation resort. But yeah, they go to this uh, hotel and uh, yeah, you discover that witches are having a convention there and the boy sneaks in and watches this great scene where they all tear off their hair. There's a great scene too at the beginning where the grandma's going over like how you can tell the witch and they they, yeah, they wear wigs and they have a club feet. Yeah. Like, and it's all such this a stuff. cool mythology yeah. of it. Um, they always have like a uh, familiar. So yeah, and, and this is you get to see all this like the the practical effects and makeup effects are mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. And there's oh, even yeah. the uh the mice. The mice, yeah. So the kid gets turned into a mouse. Jim Henson gets did that. Like that is fantastic. Again, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen the remake, but I'm sure it's gonna be shitty CGI where it's like yeah. Those mice still fucking hold up yeah, so well. Uh, but all the witches, like, I was surprised, too, to see, like, they have all these bubbly gashes and rashes yeah. and stuff. They're scratching their heads. It's fucking disgusting. Like, it makes your skin itch when you see them on screen. Angelica Houston is, of course, oh, the she lead is witch. So She's good. great. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the kid gets uh, caught and turned into a mouse. There's another kid that's also caught. So him, he works with the grandma, and they're going to try to put an end to these witches. It reminds me of if you and Maddie were on vacation yeah. and met for the first time. <laughs> I'm yeah. the guy, like, eating all, like, the outside of the, uh, the crust of the pie and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Like, it's, it's still kind of a family film. There's not too much to it. I guess I was, I was reading, I guess the movie has a happier ending compared to the book. The book's a little bit darker. depressing. I was also reading, I guess... The book, in, at least in the UK, it didn't happen anywhere else, but they had to do all these changes where they edited, like, they weren't allowed to uh, say that the, they weren't allowed to have the people bald or and fat and all this stuff. So they had to, like, huh. completely change the book. And I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, it's kind of insane. I guess, like, they didn't want to offend fat people. Or bald people. Or bald people or people, like, because I know that the, the new movie or something, there's, like, a, there is a real disease that was like that. So they... We're pissed off that they had that in the new film. But, like, yeah, it was crazy. I was reading up on the changes they made in this book in the UK. Um, thankfully, that hasn't happened in North America because that is, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, the movie was fun. I'm going to give it uh, seven pumpkins out of out of ten. Nice. Um, Maddie, I, I yeah, liked it. Maddie but, gave uh, 8.5. 8.5. I was thinking about that. Like, I was like, it might be too high. Is that a nostalgia high. thing, maybe? And possibly. He's but never I, seen I it. I really dig this movie. Oh, No, okay. no I saw as a child. Yeah, oh, yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was a first time watch. It is, no, it is no, good. I just yeah. I wanted a little bit more. It's kind of like it, it does. It's like you get that long thirty minutes before it gets going, but then I, like, I still have thirty minutes. I am like I am. Invested. You see the I'm like once the, you see the witches, they come up. Yeah. It's great, but it's kind of like they turn him into mouse. He's going to turn them, and then it seems like it's almost like over too quickly. I wanted a little bit more. Yeah, I. Of, uh, I think I gave it seven point five on on a rewatch, and yeah. I love this movie. Scenes. But and I love the the beginning sections. Yeah, uh, that's where the and I love the convention. But then you, I, I kind of feel like you, Kyle. Like they, I think they could have been some more thrilling scenes with like the witch and the mouse. A bit and more tense. Caught, it's like, again yeah. like how much he got away with for a kids yeah. movie is all yeah. already mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Uh, I watched two What We Do in the Shadows. I watched Local News, which is just an insane 
insane, insane, insane episode where they take over basically the local news uh, for a variety of ways. Nine Pumpkins, I fucking loved it. One of my favorite episodes ever. And then what we do in the shadows, Urgent Care from 2023. Uh, This one, the experiments around around Guillermo, for whatever reason, I won't get into, uh, I've gone uh, to another level. Uh, 7.5 pumpkins. Awesome. And then I ended it off Grim. with Grim Taming of the Woo. Woo is... is Wait, it's, this is a Staten Island-based. No. Okay. Woo is one of their... Uh, oh, from Deadwood. Yes. <laughs> uh, Woo is is one of our my favorite characters on the show. He's, uh, Reggie Lee plays him. He's so fucking good at, like, hamming it up and not hamming it up. And he's... He's been infected. What's going on with Boo? Yes. 7.5 pumpkins. Nice. Nice. Is that it? That's it for uh, me. I, I, sorry, yeah, I, so I did the witch double feature. So I finished off from 2013, Witching and Bitching. Uh, this is a Spanish film directed by Alex de la Iglesia. I guess he's most known for Day of the Beast, which I think we talked We're about. We're going to do on maybe our Christmas. Maybe covering for Christmas. Because yeah. I've heard... Good thing. It's supposed to be insane. He also did The Last Circus, which is another one I've been wanting to see. But again, it is a harder one to find. Uh, so this is one I had seen years ago. Um, I remember liking it, not loving it. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. So th- there's a lot to love in this film. It opens up with this heist. Uh, you All the robbers are dressed as kind of cosplayers, street performers. Like you have a guy, Silver Jesus, nice. a guy in a green army man. SpongeBob and Invisible Man. Um, and then the, the leader's uh, son is just a kid and he's got him involved because he's watching him that day. Um, so, yeah, they do this big heist. They escape. Uh, the, uh, they, they end up having to pull over a cab and he's going to drive and he ends up being their escape, uh, escape car. Um, and yeah, they're just trying to get away. They stop off at this bar that is just like right away, you know, something's kind of off. The, the woman that's running it. Looks like a kind of classic witch kind of mm. look to her, um, but yeah, the, the one guy goes to use the urinal, and there, it's like just like a hole where you take a piss and shit. Yeah. And he's like hearing things down there, and he sees like a fucking eye staring up him. So he gets out of there, and then he sees like in the background that they may have a they're putting an arm in a meat grinder, <laughs> and it's like let's get out of here. Um, but yeah, they, they tell him if you if you want to go to where you're going, go to this place. They end up pretty much stopping off at this witch's castle. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much I want to spoil. Have you seen this, Maddie? I it sounds familiar, but I don't think I have. Based sure on the description, it. there's yeah. this great scene where the witch like puts in these sharp metal teeth and fucking chomps on the guy's arm. There's there's just like this film's kind of insane. It does sound like a the, the director's just got this. Ins- I think all his films have kind of this insanity to them. I do. I, I have two complaints that stop it from being like, you know, masterpiece status to me. Uh, is it is a little long, like it's it's just shy of two hours, but and that that's fine though because I, I'm kind of into it until like the last ten minutes. I do feel it has a it goes a little too CGI, but then the CGI is also doing some crazy things. Like there's a crazy monster that I don't want to spoil. So I don't know. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of like I don't know where to put this film. I'm, I'm between like a seven and a half and an eight. Um. I might go, I don't know. I might go seven and a half, but it could be an eight. It depends yeah. what mood you're in. But yeah, I, th- I think there's like, 
other than that, like last ten minutes, like I think this film's fucking great. It's just kind of there's just a bunch of insanity and and yeah, I don't know. The characters are all kind of fun. The dialogue, I, I find it's witch fun. It, and, man. Yeah, the the title totally fits it. It's just it's got like kind of what you want out of a witching. I'd love the the take on the witches in this film. This is kind of like one of my favorite uh, takes on on witches in uh, in in film. Um, yeah, I, I, if, I'd be curious to hear your guys' thoughts uh, on it. All right, uh, Maddie, pull from the the uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you're up. Let's see what you're going to be watching. I have Killing Spree. Okay, the I was hoping to get. For the, uh... I think that was a Kyle pick for you. Yeah. Okay, and now I'm up. And I, uh, I have Witchin' and Bitchin'. Oh, uh, I just yeah. talked about it. <laughs> uh, interesting. Okay, well. I just added that, yeah, t- today. Yeah, I, I've... That was 7.5 for you. Yeah, I'm curious to yeah, see your thoughts. Again, I, I think you might struggle with... Well, who knows? We'll see what you think. But I, yeah, I'm curious to see because... I like how... You might struggle. That's why I recommended it. <laughs> no, I'm saying just... You might have the same issue I did with the last 10 minutes. But at the same time, right. even though it's not the greatest CGI, they're kind of doing crazy things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I do think... I. Just his style. He's he's a director to, to, to look out for, I think. Uh, I guess I'll go. And I got angst. Is this Adam? That's me, yeah. This is what I've been meaning it to made, check It made out. our top 100 yeah, slashers. Yeah, I think you really liked it, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I was actually curious to check this one out. I, I just kind of forgot about it. So, so cool. what are the scores, boys? Yeah, why don't we tally them up? Give us a couple of seconds here. Adam fucking killed this month. This is where he takes the lead. And, uh, so I have uh, 35.25 this week. What? And what's your tally? That's insane. 101.25. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So that is, okay, that's seven days. That is over f- five movies a day. Yeah. More than five movies a day. Over five movies a day. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Like, <laughs> that, Maddie, what do you have? <laughs> that's more than most people watch in a month. You know that, right? Like most, uh, more, more than most, the you average population a year. A year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I kind of feel embarrassed now. <laughs> uh, Thirteen point seventy-five. And would you know what your overall total is? I had what fifty-two point twenty-five. So anyway, the, I think it fifty-one point seven five. Okay. No, fi- 52. Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah anyways, Was it 52? 52? Yeah, I think it's 52. Uh, maybe uh, we'll get Maddie's. Yeah, yeah, anyways, he, I'm he in a, last place. You, yeah, you had. Uh, so it's either 65 or 66.5. Mm-hmm. So I, I did 33. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 0.5 <laughs> okay. plus a 15 minute, which brings my tally to still lead. One hundred three point five. You are more than four a day. Like that's yeah. well, guys, I've been doing four a day. That was what I've been doing. All I the I time. thought about this when we were going through this. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm separating myself at all, or even getting into the lead. But uh, we will no, see. but yeah, it's only two two points off, I guess. I I I don't actually. You know what? I don't feel bad about my score. No, <laughs> that's, you a, that, that's a normal score. So again, Kyle in first place with one hundred three point five. I'm in second place with 101.25. I'm in last place with uh, 65 or something like that. 65 or 66.5, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter at this point. So I barely gained on Kyle. I, I gained a couple points. That's it. With my craziest week of all time. If you guys know any place uh, to have an intervention, you can email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, we're at um, moviecitymaniacs on Instagram. 
yeah, you can find us on Facebook. We have a group page, like page. Uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of these films. Any recommendations? Uh, we're always up for more, more movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay scared, guys.